The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. You've gotta have boobs If you wanna impress Tycoons and roofs You need boobs To fill out a sweater You need two But three might be better And that's one in the back for dancing Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, Dion Green. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ladies, I promise you I'm having a good time. Things are fine. I'm not out doing Brett Favre-level shit. <laughs> what does Brett Favre-level shit entail, oh, you Oh, you'll find out, sir. You'll find out. Okay, you'll have to fill me in in the show. That man who's aware of this situation, more so than I am, is the last standing Simone Big Rig Nick Utah. Yeah, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm doing real good. I'm just, you know, talking to my local government and trying to get them to buy me, you know, a fucking, uh, tennis court. Ooh. Can I get your government to buy me a tennis court, too? Sure, man, sure. You know, they, you know, they're, 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 the money's for poor people, but fuck them. It's fine. <laughs> hey, you know what? I want a golf course. We'll go even higher end than tennis. There you go, what's, there you go. What's, what's richer than tennis? Golf. Well, <laughs> probably not. Well, we can look into the numbers. Who gives a shit? And finally, folks, we are joined by the one, the only, American Ramrod, Kendo Slice. I have learned that the best way to bounce back from a massive defeat is to offer the old carrot and stick treatment to see about motivating them to go out and play hard next week. Rough day? Oh, dude, last night we got our fucking doors well, truly blown off. We lost 52 to 6. Ooh. And here's the kick in the dick. The one, the, the six points we scored, which was six more points we scored last week. So we had our big win in our first game. I was happy. Last week, we lost 26 to nothing because, well, we just got outworked. And then last night, we lost 52 to six to kids that clearly practice all year round. So we were definitely outgunned. But like I said, the kick in the dick to the whole thing was even when the other team was up like 48 to six, they were still trying to onside kick us. Oh, and my run God. Trick plays. <laughs> So naturally, I had to bark at the guy, and their assistant coach was on our sideline holding the chain. So naturally, I had to chirp at him about, you know, hey, I thought this was all about sportsmanship. What are you teaching him? So, <laughs> so there's that. But I, I've got a way to motivate him for next week. I told the kids if they go out Wednesday and they win, then Thursday I'll pad up for practice and I will be the ball carrier in the Oklahoma drill. And that you're not allowed to run with the kids, but I, as an adult, I can run the drill, and they all get a shot at me. Kendo, so, I, I was see. never. I'm. I am built for football. I wasn't destined for football. But if you ever need to use me as like a a scary dummy for these kids, like, look, if you don't get in line, this guy's gonna tackle you. I'll show up. I'll do it. <laughs> It'll be a bad news bear situation, but yeah, it's gonna help your school. So bad news bears means bad Santa level shit. I mean, either that. Or we can just call it bad bench. idea. Either that, we can do some bench. <laughs> we can do like some bench warmer shit. I'll get you guys out here. Like, it's the four of us versus all of you. Full contact, full speed. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna be. It's just gonna be all of them all over us while we while we slowly walk across the fucking end zone. That's all it's gonna be. Yeah. It's gonna be like it's fucking. Yeah, like the end of Step Brothers. There you go. Yeah. I'll be like, Nick, Jeff, here's what I need you to do. Hike me the ball. Just push them down. Dion, go deep. I'm going to throw you the ball. And we'll win every time. Yeah. <laughs> I, blow, I blow up some, some young high schoolers. Middle school, even better. The, 
Yeah, but now, you know, they, they, it, it, you know they, it's it, it's it's good it's good to you know really shit on them now when they're young. This way they can you know have something to shoot for later. Get them ready. Yeah, man, get get them ready for the failure of life constantly. It's fine, you know they they, they need that. Yeah. Well, they asked. They're like, so if we lose, does that mean you're going to hit us? I'm like, I don't want to go and have to explain why I committed grievous bodily harm on 27 <laughs> middle school kids. Dude, I mean, why don't you, yeah, it's going to be hard to do, explain. Like, why don't you do the, the 90s thing and just offer them a pizza party? We tried that. Oh, it, we, no, it didn't we, work? When we had our voluntary Labor Day practice, the assistant coach bought the kids that showed up pizza. We won that week, but I think it's because we were playing a team that wasn't that great, and we were able to take care of but i made some adjustments for this coming up week we've got a new formation to spread out the offense and therefore spread out the defense if they try to stick nine men in the box like we're mia khalifa that's what they were doing last night because it was it was a rainy cold game and i'm like so we're gonna abandon we're not gonna throw the ball very much we're gonna just try to go on the ground because we've got speed well speed doesn't work when they have nine defensive people lined up on your line and your offensive line is you know like tortoises banging they are not moving very quick they're not getting off the line they're not blocking it's like we are not doing anything i've been trying to tell you guys what to do all week (laughs) you know what you know what you could tell your kids that me and khalifa joke and they wouldn't fucking get it no they would get it because i've been asked a few times oh god yeah there's nothing more unsettling when a kid's like hey coach do you know who mia k is and i'm just like Nope. I have no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. And nope. then they're listing other ones, and I'm just like, you guys are in middle school. I'm not going to pretend like I was in middle, wasn't in middle school one time and was stoked to find naked magazines and dirty films around the house and whatnot. I was. But I can't let them know I know who these current-day starlets are. Even <laughs> How do you know them- <laughs> who these current-day starlets are, Kendo? <laughs> oh, Mia Khalifa, she's a, uh, she's a sports reporter. Yeah. There you go. And I'm the Pope. <laughs> well, your eminence, I think it's time to start the show. I think it is too. Now, folks, let's start the show like we always do by saying hello and welcome to the audience. So, first off, shout out to our friend. Uh, who gets the first shout out today? Who's mm, Keely Chow? Welcome. Uh, also, a shout out to our friend, Dr. Coffin Nails, Comanche Viper, our friend Watchman of Yaw. Shout out to Darian217, Matt G, Joseph Bienowich, Miss Ninja Julian, Christian Van Dyke, Dirk McGurkelstein. Matt, gee, who else? We got Garth Vader is here himself. We have Donkey Saurus Rex. We have a lot of people here tonight, folks. Clone Geek, Cosmic Vader, Carl's here as well. What up, Carl? You were my favorite uncle. Uh, and folks, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be a fun show tonight. We have all kinds of stuff to talk about. Andor dropped, G4 fired Frost. Uh, we're celebrating tits and art because that's live. All kinds of stuff. Tonight is a celebration dude, of dude, everything dude, right Frost in the world. Would- Frost would be so would be so angry at tits and arts. Foreskin got well, she got fired. Yeah, yeah. she's gone. Nice. I got now, folks. Here's a little update. I know you guys like the long video essays that I do. The one on Terminator from a few weeks back was a big hit. So I've gone. I've already started. This Saturday, we will be dropping uh, a Terminator-style video essay about G4 and Frost. It's not going to be a 20-minute video bitching about some woman who's got a bad attitude. No, 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 no. It goes deeper because we're world-class bullshitters. If we're going to talk about this stuff, we're actually going to talk about it. I'm not going to turn on the camera and yell. I'm going to actually go into the deeper stuff. So I've been doing a lot of G4 research. It's been fun. It's great. Honestly, it's been great because I've just been looking up videos of Olivia Money eating hot dogs for a couple of hours. I have been so happy. Ah, <laughs> uh, the good Thank old you. days. The good old yeah. days. She was the fucking best. Oh my god! Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, it, and that was the peak of her career because she tried acting and that didn't go too well. Yeah. Um. X Men are bust. I guess she busted. <laughs> now, I actually, I'll pull this up 
for those who remember, I did a little piece of art about our friend Frost or Forskin a while ago, but uh, you know, I'm not going to share that tonight. We'll, we'll show that later. That's kind of gross. We want to we want to set the mood right for tonight's monumentous occasion. So first off, folks, let's shout out our new patrons. We have quite a few new patrons. So last week we had our friend Kentaro join, but today we have our friend George Lubert. Thank you very much for joining, George, as well as our friend Christian, who is in the chat currently. So folks, the WCBS crew, all of us, we'll be getting together. We're going to start our uh, recording sessions uh, very soon for October. Well, not for October, other things. Uh, we already have that mapped out, planned out, laid out. What we're going to do, though, is get together and record some extra content. And uh, folks who back us on Patreon, you'll get a lot of the October stuff very early. Simply put, as soon as I make it, uh, you'll get it before anyone else. So if you want to support this channel, thank you very much. But we also want to give you something a little extra for the support. So thank you to George, Christian, Kentaro, and everyone else who's joined us over on Patreon. Folks, if you enjoy what WCBS does, stands for, and is, well, then go over to, uh, what is it, patreon.com slash worldclassbs. Find us over there. Pick a tier. Have fun. Get involved in the community. Now, guys... One other thing that we talk about every week is our WrestleMania meetup. I know it's a long time away, but we're getting close. Remember, folks, March 30th and 31st for the non-wrestling stuff, and then April 1st and 2nd at WrestleMania. WCBS will be there live in person. It's my what, 17th WrestleMania. I've been to them all since 22, and Vince never gave me my refund for WrestleMania COVID edition, so that's covered as well. So I've been to them all. I got tickets for all these WrestleManias, and I want to hang out with you guys, like Darian217. Darian217, Dion and I are probably going to sit around, drink some beers, and talk about Hulk Hogan promos or whatever Damn, wrestling Darian 217 likes. <laughs> so, folks, make sure that you meet us uh, then. We will be there, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a good time. Now, Brother. folks, as you guys know, we have been talking over the last couple of weeks about this new campaign, Tits and Art, this book that I've been teasing and talking about eh, maybe the last three weeks or so. And I have some good news. It's available right now. And it's also 98% funded as of right now. So oh, thank nice. you to everybody who's Jesus. back to an art. So Jeff, I guess you guys are thirsty. is that your TNA is more um, successful than TNA wrestling. Correct. <laughs> this TNA actually brings in a problem. But Damn. we don't have Chris Jericho as the RH champion yet. One day. So folks... I'm going to drop the link uh, right there. Hold on, that is a link to a YouTube video, which it's really not a problem. It's on YouTube, so you can watch it later. But uh, I wanted to share the Tits and Art uh, link right now. Now, sadly, I won't be able to play the video associated with Tits and Art because it'll get us demonetized instantly. Yeah, um, I, I, I was going to say that it also, it also got it also got kicked off of the um, off of TikTok. <laughs> you know what's bullshit? I pay for a service where that song is like is licensed. Like they're like you can use all these tracks and any of your things across any platform. Like I paid to use that song. That's why I get pissed. I'm like, God damn it! It's just that's it's okay. it's YouTube. It's it's YouTube being YouTube, man. That's all it is. That's that's really all it is. You know what though? I'm not gonna spend this time bitching. I'm just gonna share tits and art with everybody, and we're gonna have some fun. So folks, I just dropped the link in the chat. I'm gonna share this with you guys real quick because this campaign is very simple. I don't have a million and one add-ons and a million and one perks and tiers. There is just one perk, one tier, tits and art volume one. So right now, folks, if you go over to the link in the description, and soon you'll be able to just use titsandart.com as in tomorrow, when it officially launches, uh, you'll be able to find the page. As you can see, we're already 98% of the way funded. Thank you to everybody who's backed it. And and this is a big 11 by 17 book. This isn't a small book. It is a big sized book. And it features art by me. And I worked with uh, artists from all over the world to deliver you know, 
top end color, high end color, because I wanted to tell stories with each of these pieces. So you can go to the Indiegogo page and you can read everything, but I kept it simple. So, like I said, there is one tier. You can get the book, you can get an add-on of an autograph, and that's it. The book ships worldwide, it'll be ready to you for Christmas, and that's all there is to say, except how it can get better. So if we scroll to the bottom and we see some of my favorite pieces, as you can see, first off, folks, this book is only 20 bucks. I'm very well aware of what's going on, so I wanted to give you tits and art and beauty. I wanted you to give it for you and your friends. Give it as a gift. It's the beautiful gift that keeps on giving. Now, for every 100 backers, we're going to get a brand new sexy sticker. Once we get to 500 backers, once we cross 500 copies, we're going to unlock the Tianator cover, which is this awesome one right here. Once that crosses 1,000, what we'll do is we'll make that a foil embossed Tianator logo on the cover of the book to make it amazing. And let's get nuts, because we want to get nuts. When we cross 2,000, everybody's book is going to be a hardback. I've taken care of all the behind-the-scenes stuff so we can make this happen and get this to you as soon as possible. So, folks, go to titsandart.com if you listen to this in the future. Click the link in the description. Ch click the link in the chat. And our wonderful mods will be sharing the link all night long. So make sure you guys check out Tits and Art. Also, too, I'm offering bulk shipping. So if you buy multiple copies, you'll be contacted. We'll find a way to get you all your books at a fair rate because uh, Indiegogo does not offer that itself on the platform. So we will, I personally will take care of that to make sure that if you do want to give this as a gift, that you can give it as a gift. I don't think uh, that should be prohibited. And there's one last thing to tell you guys about with Tits and Art. So we have the WCBS crew that is here to talk about it, but we also have our friend and only here for this campaign, our old pal, Hugh Jeffner. So what's up, guys? Now, the reason I'm here to tell you about Tits and Art on camera is to show you just how fucking big the book is. Now, this book is roughly the same size as Tits and Art. Now, I'm not a small guy, but this is going to be about how big Tits and Art is. This is about an inch different from the top, but it's a 12 by 16 big book, full color, and Tits and Art's going to be about this size. Here's something to scale. This is your average comic book. This is Amazing Fantasy 1000. This is the size of Tits and Art, so it's going to be significantly larger, and it's full of content you actually want to read. The only flat thing in this book is going to be the paper. So enjoy that. Get that. It's only a 30-day campaign, and now, folks, it is time to talk about the WCBS show. Thank you, uh, Bushu, uh, Bashua, for enjoying the drip. Uh, I finally reached a point in life where I can wear store-bought costumes, so I figure, why not rock Hugh Jeffner? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and in a minute, I'm going to take off this jacket because it's hot as shit. So let me take that off. And we'll continue with the show. Now, guys, we got a word of the day already. It's a fun one. It's one that we've never had before. So we have the fun, dirty words like ball sack and anus and tit and all that stuff. But today, from our friend SH Rebels 08 with a very generous super chat, the word of the day is chutzpah. How Stellar got her chutzpah back. Debbie does, Debbie does chutzpah and Cassian chutzpah andor. <laughs> Uh, that's well, that's wonderful. I love the chutzpah. Um, flash chutzpah. Flash chutzpah. Tales from the chutzpah. <laughs> that's my favorite. Tales from the chutzpah wins. <laughs> Hold on. Should we should we make that our October shirt for the channel? For sure. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, why are you even asking the question? Just say we're making it. <laughs> I just I, fucking tales from the chutzpah. That's great. Tales from the um, and then we can even give it a fake quote from Rusty Cundeef on the back. What was this fake quote? I don't know. Something like, this movie would be great if it made white people look bad. I don't know. 
<laughs> well, Rusty Cundeef tried in part two. Oh, no, we could do. <clears throat> we could just make that ter- turn his face into like that little meme that I had that said, I didn't, I do not approve whenever we had something. Like when Dion posted a picture of him and his, him and Hillary that one time, and I posted Rusty Cundeef, I do not approve because he doesn't. <laughs> so there you go. Just Rusty Cundeef on the back. It just says, I do not approve Rusty Cundeef. There you go. <laughs> Good old Rusty, our favorite director that we don't actually enjoy. Uh, so, I we used to. Yeah. Then he wrecked it. Hey, guys. Uh, we'll check in with the uh, campaign periodically, but we've already crossed our goal. We're now 107% of the way there with Tits oh, and damn. So, thank you, hey, folks. There we go. Let's, oh, yeah. let's keep this train rolling. Like I said, this is a simple campaign. This is done. I got more that I'll be showing you in the coming days. Uh, like I said, I've been working with tons of colors from around the world. Marvel and DC, guys. The guy that did the Terminator piece right here has worked for Marvel, DC. He's been around for a long time, and he loves this piece. He's been sharing it all over himself. So there you go. Check it out. David Ocampo's his name. Now, guys, I already read this stuff off the notes. Let's get moving forward. Now, last week, we had a really great time talking about history. Uh, if you were here last week live, you definitely learned a lot. You saw the more you know star go flying. So we're working that into the show. And last week, Kendo wanted to whoop ass on Woodrow Wilson. He gave a multitude of reasons why he wanted to whoop ass, how he would whoop ass, and we all agree Woodrow Wilson deserves it. Now, this week, Kendo... The chat wants to know, what historical figure are you going to whoop their ass this week? <laughs> well, I mean, if I could, I've got 58,000 reasons why I would whoop the ass of Lyndon Baines Johnson. Oh, shit. Each, LBJ? Each, one, each one of those punches would be for every service member that he sent eight or 10,000 miles around the world to do a job the Asian boys should be doing for themselves. Blatantly lying over and over the whole time, wanting to escalate the war in Vietnam that we should not have been involved in, but we were involved in anyway. And his lying ass got us way more committed and way more involved in a war that we should not be involved in and fighting a guerrilla conflict that we should not have been fighting in and dragging us deeper and deeper in there because he had to put his money where his mouth was in the election of 1964, painting Goldwater as, you know, you know, a bad person that was going to get into nuclear war with the Soviets and China, but at the same time trying to look tough on communism himself. So when he got called called to the carpet, he just pretended like he was anti-escalation the whole time, just fucking escalating and got a lot of our members of our American forces killed needlessly in a war we should not have been involved in. For that reason, I'd like to clock that man in his giant fucking beak at least one time for every person he got killed. Yeah. Other than that, just, you know, his war on poverty that was like the war on drugs. It was going to be horrendously unsuccessful. He was just trying to build a voter block for the rest of his life. And he used some colorful language in describing the people he was trying to get to vote for him. That I will not repeat because I'm above that. Well, thank you. So, folks, if you have any historical figures that you would like to whoop ass or recommend that Kendo whoop their ass, you can send them in and tell us why. And if you have any historical questions, comments, send them to Kendo. He is uh, the resident WCBS professor. Yay. (laughs) Now, guys, we're in the news business, the entertainment news business, and I have something exciting to tell you. Now, this is a personal story that uh, I'm going to share because it's me. But we every week we talk about Beverly Hills Cop 4, correct? Yes. Yeah. More good news. Guess who else is coming back? Who? 
Bronson Pinchot, aka Sarah. What? Oh my yes. god. Yes. Oh, oh my god. I'm I want I want this to be good, Jeff. I want this to be goddamn good. That character I need was, it to be that, good. Yes, we need it to be good. And that character was, you know, is underrated in what he brings to the table in that movie. He really he's, is. He really although is. every char- every main character in that movie brings something and, it's, and, and it contributes to the movie. That's what makes it good. Yeah, I just, I, I, I mean, and, and and I'm scared for it being on Netflix. I really am because they could do their thing, do their thing with it. I know. It's just you just can't trust Netflix all the way. Yeah. <clears throat> no, just, you're you're right. I I want to believe that Netflix. Look, I understand Netflix is in a rough place. I want to believe that they're going to put all their resources into it. I'm gonna go in cautiously optimistic. Because, look, Beverly Hills Cop 3 sucks. It didn't have um, Taggart. It didn't have Jeffrey. It didn't have Bogomil. I guess you really didn't need Bogomil at that point. But my point is, you missed a lot of the cast, and you missed a lot of the spirit and soul of Beverly Hills Cop. The only thing that I need to hear left is if Harold Faltermeyer returns. Because then, this is a real Beverly Hills Cop movie. You don't well, need Martin Brest to direct it. You Anybody can direct it, but that's what I need. Well, this is just like us hearing about... Well, uh, yeah, it's, it's similar to us hearing about <clears throat> Halloween 2018, where you're like, oh, these guys are coming back. They're, they're, they're scrapping the other movies. You know, it's going to be you know a clean reboot, and we got 2018. We got Halloween 2018. I never want that again. That's like I'm 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 getting I'm getting feelings from that like for, with, with this again where there's they keep giving us this nostalgia thing and like oh this is the other and I'm sure Harold, Harold Fultimar will come back they'll have that in there too and you know we're gonna get a brand new updated version of Axel F for reasons <laughs> I don't know why um, the, the the old version's fine uh, but yes, you know it's it's it, it, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be you know um, Harold Fultimar and Skrillex or whatever are gonna do a new new version you know, I can get down that. I look, can't. Nor, look, I'm trying to sound like I'm cool. I don't know who the fuck Skrillex is. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> no, uh, Harold Faltermeyer in 2016 released this album called Harold Faltermeyer Producers Edits or whatever, where he did redo Axel F. He redid the Fletch theme. He redid the Top Gun anthem. Uh, he redid all of his classics with like modern equipment. It's, it, yeah. it sounded fine. I hope he just... Honestly, they could just fucking reuse the original soundtrack. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't complain. Yeah, you guys? yeah. It definitely was nostalgic, but I'm with you. Give, give the original. Really, re, just re-release the original. Yeah, I mean that's that's what they did with Top Gun. Top Gun had like two new songs on on the on the, on the soundtrack. That's it. Yes, that's true. Um, the Top Gun anthem was a little bit of a modernized, jazzier. Well, not like jazz, jazz, but you know, like dude it up for the 2022 release and. Uh, that's the only real difference. And then the soundtrack has both that version and sort of the original version on it. And then, um, yeah. And then they had danger zone on there cup. And then just like Harold Faltermeyer, you know, musical ensembles to go with, uh, that one song from those one guys, the fucking shit. Who Berlin. are they? No, Berlin's not on the new one. Oh, fuck. Oh, the- the guys that sing the song, the Ain't Worried About Nothing, that's actually kind of a catchy little ditty of a tune. I can't think of what their fucking name is. Somebody will tell me. And then Lady Gaga has a song on there, which actually isn't bad. And then the original soundtrack, I got another copy of that in the mail the other day because they re-released the, uh, orig- the original deluxe version without the big gold sticker on there. So I bought that for 7 bucks for free shipping. Thanks, Jeff Ooh. Bezos. <laughs> 
Not bad. You know, I'm with you, Kendo, in terms of buying the soundtracks. Like, Beverly Hills Cop, I own too many. If they made it on 8-track, I think I'd own that, too. I got it on... <laughs> I got the movie on Betamax, fucking 8mm tape, Philips CDI. I got, oh, the, yeah. I got an original record, an 80s or a 90s pressing, a 2000s pressing. All of it. <laughs> yeah. I Dude, I've got a... Uh, not attempted to, but turns out, same situation going with Top Gun. I got it on VHS. I have the DVD back home. I've got it on Blu-ray. I've got the Steelbook. Um, I've got the soundtrack on cassette. I've got it on CD back home. I got it on CD here. Just I have just unintentionally been building it up too. So now I'm kind of thinking, fuck it, let's just go balls deep. I want to get the laser disc. I want to get everything. I want to own it on every format. <laughs> I just you know it's... I want to get the album, on, uh, the soundtrack on vinyl. I just I, I'm I'm thinking of I'll even get it on eight track. I don't give a shit if it's on eight track. I want it on eight track, folks. If, if Top Gun soundtrack from the original movie is on eight track, somebody send me a link. Uh, it'll be it'll be on eBay somewhere. Does Beverly Hills Cop exist on eight track? Oh shit, it does. I gotta buy it. There you go. <laughs> oh god, it's probably like twenty bucks with like ten dollars shipping or something. I don't think it's that much. You know what the weird part is? Axel F is broken up into two tracks. <laughs> Axel F beginning old, and Axel F conclusion. Good old eight track. <laughs> Stir it up is the same way, Dion. Beginning and conclusion. That's oh, weird. Dude, that's such a great fucking kick-ass song. I agree. We, we uh, when you come out to California, we'll listen to it again. Uh, fuck yeah, we will. Uh, folks in the chat, you guys have been kicking ass with your Hutzpah titles. We've been, uh, I've personally been enjoying them. Uh, our friend Cesario Japan, though, this is a very topical super chat. He says Axel F is mumble rap, calling it. <laughs> No, that's the, the yeah, the, 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 they're saying there'll, there'll be a, a mumble rap version of it. Dion, could you do mumble rap Axel F right now? Hell yeah, man. I'm, I'm, I'm shit. I'm about to win me a vibe choice award. Yes, the Top Gun soundtrack is available on 8 track. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we're just becoming like. Uh, what is it? Format nerds live on air. Everyone's just like, we got it. Well, it's either <laughs> it's either this or Big Bad Toy Store or food. True. Yeah. True. Very true. The WCBS experience is honesty to the nth degree. So, folks, yeah. <laughs> thank you for allowing us to talk about our favorite things, like food, for all of you. Well, now, well, speaking of well, speaking of toys and like that, like the picture I sent you of the two, there were in the picture there were two Back to the Future DeLorean Lego sets at, at Target near me. That's fucking well, insane for me to because like I just I just found it online what last week and I ordered it. It was on back order, but they've been they, they're in the fucking store. It's ridiculous. Well, thanks to... And I know I'm walking away from the mic. Sorry, folks. Thanks to our friend Enrique from the... Well, he's my friend, too, but friend of the channel as well. He sent us that Lego set. We will have a full uh, stream, unboxing, all of that multiple times. Nick's going to do one. We'll do one. It'll be fun. It's it's Legos. How can you not have a good time with Lego? Yeah, I need to, I need to figure out how to, how to have multiple cameras while I, you know, slowly build the fucking DeLorean. <laughs> well... Doc Brown uh, did it, so so can you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Now, let's play a quick game. If I were to comparison, so or sorry, word association, within reason, pick another movie. When I say Beverly Hills Cop, think of another movie in its genre. So Beverly Hills Cop, Kendo, what would you say? Forty eight hours. All right, Nick. I say Beverly Hills Cop. You say Turner and Hooch. 
Dion, <laughs> I say Beverly Hills Cop. You say Tango and Cash. Oh, Close. oh my there God! Go. There's that's a good one. Now, how do we feel about Lethal Weapon? Oh, oh I love it. hell yeah, dude! Yeah, Lethal Weapon. The next one I was gonna say. Well, Lethal Weapon Five is in the news now. I figure we're talking about Beverly Hills Cops. So we better talk about Lethal Weapon. They better so, hurry up because Danny Glover's really too old for this shit. Yeah. That's the fucking best joke. He's been saying he's too old for this shit since 1987. By the time they get to top, or, uh, this movie, it'll be 2027. That'll be 40 fucking... He'll be 90. No, he'll be oh my 80 God. years old, right? Oh, my God. Jesus. You ain't got to go there. Fuck. He, Murtaugh would be... Anyway, I don't want to get... I don't want to upset everybody. But Mel Gibson himself, <laughs> fucking Riggs, has been talking about uh, Lethal Weapon 5. And this is his quote. He says, it's in the works, you know. It's one of those things whereby it's a no-brainer, if you ask me. I've worked on the screenplay, which, of course, was started by Donner, the late Richard Donner. And, of course, he and a guy had a pretty good temp with going. Donner, of course, passed away. And then I sat in, and we kind of finished up the script, and I had a blast working on it with Richard Wank, the writer. You know, it's a pretty good document. I dig it a lot. I think that it's held up at Warner's. They're changing hats over there. You know, this guy got fired. This guy took over a discovery and all that stuff. You get lost in the shuffle sometimes as they try to regroup and sort themselves out. It'll come. I'm not quite sure when, but it'll happen. And he also goes on to say, Richard Donner was the greatest joy. He loved that guy. I worked with him six times, and he was just a joy. He was We agreed. Best. Agreed. Richard Donner's the patron saint of WCBS. If you didn't know, well, now you do. So how do you guys think a Lethal Weapon 5 would do? I... I mean, listen, man. I think now's the perfect time for Maverick has really cleared and 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 awakened a hunger for that type of shit. And you know, seeing things. Don't get me, don't get me wrong. I think we still have an issue in Hollywood of just random remakes. But you know, it. it you know, this Maverick has has changed a lot. I think a lot of people see that you can make a lot of money. Um, it doesn't have to be Maverick size, but you can make a lot of money when you if you do something and you do it well. You know, Maverick was done so fucking well, you know, and uh, I would give it it is bought that bought a lot of goodwill back for me. I, I will say that that bought a lot of goodwill back for me. What Maverick? Yeah. Like I'm yeah, no, same I give here. Up five a chance. Oh, okay. I'm I'm on board. I think the older franchises have something to prove. And they really have a little bit of life left in them. Like Lethal Weapon, Beverly Hills Cop, all these have one more shot. Die Hard shot its shot back in 2007 when it came back after all those years away. And then it kind of embarrassed itself oh, with Die God, Hard the, 5. Oh, 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 the one with, uh, what's his name, his son. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jai Courtney? Oh, that was fucking Dion terrible. Dion loves Jai Courtney. Dude, that was fucking ter- at least at, at, at least the one where he was like old man and like, you know, in, in you know, Dealing with technology and hackers, that was funny. That made sense. That was fine. That was a good. I was movie. rooting for Justin Long to get killed. Yeah, we all were. Him. Don't worry. Um, um, and th- that was fine because you know that that was you know, it was it was a good it was a good movie. It was really action packed. It was a lot of fun. Then the other one came out and it was such a oh god, it was so fucking horrible. I have not watched it. I good. own the box. Just... I own the box set with every Die Hard on Blu-ray. I've only watched the fourth one once. I have not touched the fifth one yet, and I've owned that box set for like. Use it as a coaster or put it in the microwave. Don't. No, you've yeah. got the first three. Just use the individual case for the fifth one for sure. You do not. I mean, maybe watch it once, but when you're like shit face and you won't remember parts because it is. <laughs> I just 
And you know, know the thing is, I just don't even want to go there. I just I just want to leave it as a mystery box, so to speak, and uh, just not know what's in it. Except for I don't fucking care what's in it. There you go. That's the difference. Not a popular opinion, but I don't dislike Die Hard for it all. The unrated cut is fine. I don't. Like when I watch the unrated cut, I honestly am confused as to why people hate that one. I get like not liking Justin Long and all that stuff, but in the unrated cut, you know, McLean tells him to shut the fuck up. It's kind of funny, and I enjoyed how McLean was an old man in this technological world. Yeah, that and was he felt yeah. out of place. Yeah, and 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 even though he was, he was still killing the fucking enemy like like no other. Um, I, I love the I love the fucking what's a cop car through the tunnel and hit hits the damn uh, yes. helicopter. That was ridiculous. That was fucking awesome. He, I, I, I really enjoyed seeing Die Hard four in theaters. It was yeah. funny. Uh, I had a couple friends that were uh, like sixteen at the time. I was eighteen, and they're like, "Oh my god, can you get us a ticket to go?" And so we go up there, and we're like, "Oh, it's PG 13 <laughs> so we didn't even have to do any of this shit. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like, that was dude. yeah, that was that was during the PG thirteen time where everything had to be PG thirteen, and then it would come out unrated on fucking Blu ray DVD. That was I remember that being like, that happened for years. Yeah, it um, it was it was an interesting and bad time to be a movie fan. Luckily, put it like this: it, I would have rather been a. I liked being a movie fan back then, where you got all these like sanitized PG thirteen action movies, but you didn't get the shit that got made today. Like it has definitely fallen. Yeah, from, I'd rather watch an old PG thirteen action flick. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> like cause um, things now, because things now, you're just like you don't know what you're gonna get. You know, but you, you, you're more than likely it's going to be bad. So you got to be prepared for that. You know, yeah. and, it, and, and it really sucks. It really sucks. I would argue the best action movies of the first decade of the 2000s are R rated. I know oh, yeah. you got like some of the bonds like Casino Royale that are solid, but Taken, Hot Fuzz, Sin yep. City, Kill Bill, and you know how I feel about 300, Man, uh, Man on Fire. Is that R rated? Yeah, it, is. It, is. it is. It is. He it fucking tortures a dude, cut off his fingers. Yeah. I was, but I was, I was just checking. I was like, oh, look, I'm gonna stand by my statement though. Of the first decade of the 2000s. The that... dude's ass. <laughs> I remember that part. Oh god. Yeah, he was he was violent as shit, but he got the job done. That's very true. Yeah. Was it John Crease? Yep. Yep. Denzel Washington is John Crease. Oh, I while we're still talking action movies before we move on, I forgot to mention um, Dion. What movie was originally going to be Beverly Hills Cop, but then got changed and became a different movie? Oh, I can't remember the name of. You're talking about the one with uh, Sylvester Stallone and Mikey was still in it, but he was Stallone's brother. Oh, I was. Oh, we were just talking about this the other night. So it was Stallone working and James so hard, Cobb. trying to what make was the a name living. Was it Cobra? Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> God, I fucking I fucking love Cobra. It's so good. It's like Dude. you're the disease and I'm the cure. Yep. He's, yep. He's getting an action figure before Axel Foley now. God damn it. <laughs> the movie that started out as Beverly Hills Cop and became something else gets toys before Beverly Hills Cop. God damn it, I'm done. <laughs> listen, listen, just go get a custom one made, right? Pay the money. Just go get a custom one made and just be happy with it. I will. I will enjoy that. Folks, I'd like to thank everybody who's because back to Tits Art. We're 126% of the way through the goal. Maybe I'll get Axel Foley at the end of all of this. That's awesome. But but the thing is, that do you want NECA to make an Axel Foley one? Because then like it's going to be kind of crappy. I, I just want it 
Fine. What I really want, Nick, is I want them to give Axel Foley the Michael J. Fox, Marty McFly treatment, and I can pick my different scales, you know? Okay, that's that's fair. That's Hot fair. Toys, NECA, Super 7, give me the whole um, everything. Yeah. So, Nick, while I'm talking to you, um, your show Quantum Leap is back, but it's missing one of the biggest elements, the star, Scott Bakula. And, Did and you it, know um, that he could have been in the show but turned it down? I remember, I remember him like ranting and raving about it, like he's going to be part of the show. He's going to be part of the show. He's going to be part of the show. But I'm going to do it without me. I remember him saying this constantly. There was constant like blurbs about it. I remember that being a thing. And then all of a sudden, like the first episode comes up and he's not in there. Well, would you like to hear why? Because he jumped on Twitter this past week and told everybody what happened. Please. So Scott Bakula says this to Quantum Leap fans around the world in an effort to quiet the rumors and move on. First of all, thanks for hanging around through the decades. Here's the simple version of what's going on with the Quantum Reboot, the Quantum Leap reboot and me. I have no connection with the new show, either in front of the camera or behind it. In January, the pilot was sold and the script was sent to me because the character of Sam Beckett was in it, which makes sense, right? As you may have been asking, or as, so as many of you have been asking me the last uh, several months, how could you do Quantum Leap without Sam or Al for that matter? Well, I guess we're about to find out. That's the story. As the show has always been near and dear to my heart, it was a very difficult decision to pass on the project. A, de a decision that has upset and confused so many fans of the original series. However, the idea of anyone leaping around in time and walking a mile in someone else's shoes remains a very appealing concept and so worthy of exploration, especially given the current state of mankind. In that spirit, I'm crossing my fingers that this new cast and new crew are lucky enough to tap into the magic that propelled the original Quantum Leap into the hearts and minds of generations past and present. I wish them good luck and happy leaning. Leaping, Scott Bakula. Oh, yeah, man. Dude, I would have. Well, he's still never gonna go home again. <laughs> nope. Well, that was like that was my original my original idea. Is like I don't mind you rebooting it, but like do the like kind of do the first episode as like a really long pilot and have have the guy who's um, like even even the new kid that's in it have him be Al have him be the you know the hologram that he can see and maybe meet him meet him in the bar the last episode and be like hey man like. It's time to come home and just convince him, like, you know, be like, listen, things are things. Things are really rough now. Things are bad. We need you. We need you to come back and, um, you know, and, and, and help us out. And then something happens. Some fucking, you know, hacker gets in or whatever or something. And then they switch places. And then Sam becomes Al and the new kid becomes uh, Sam. And he's, and he, and he's going to help him go through that and kind of, you know, pick, bring him up to speed and things like that and help him get through what's going on. That would have been cool, if and that would have been passing the torch. And I would have been entire, entirely fine with that, but they're just rebooting it because they fucking can. Well, we're gonna get Ernie Hudson and the other guy, and so, I was, I was on location when they shot one of the episodes. I was at Universal the day they were filming some Western episodes. So, folks, if you watch that Quantum Leap episode, and I don't really have any skin in this game so you do what you want um just know that world-class bullshitters at least some of us were in the background behind the sets we That's saw right. yeah <laughs> that'll really make what an endorsement i was there when they filmed that shit jeff hicks there we go <laughs> put that on the fucking box yeah i'd buy it just and then uh, i have you sign it right where you were oh there. god there you go double the pleasure double your not fun. sell it on ebay to Adam Shawhan for a thousand dollars. There you go. There you go. He, he, oh, he'll, he'll buy it. Love that. Yeah. No, yeah. Super fan. Oh god. When when well, yeah. When when I when I saw that he wasn't going to be a part of it, I was kind of like, 
Yeah, no, thank you. I, because if he was going to be in it, I was going to check it out. But now that he's in a part of it, I'm just like, nah, it's fine. Yeah. It's okay. Well, it's been a uh, night of reboots and reimagining so far. Yeah, um, and I mean, it's and and even then, there was what is it? There was another time travel show that came out a few years ago that only lasted two seasons. It's really difficult to do that shit. Well, was and, that the one you're with the black guy that they had like go back to World War II and shit, and they would even address in the show? Eh, it's hard for me to go back in time. Dude, it was it was color. a black guy and a woman, and then a white guy. Like it was the, all three of them. And even the black guy kept saying, "He's like, I'm. I was like, I'm. Why you? Why do you need me?" The only reason they needed him because he was a smart engineer the whole time and he could fix the ship if anything happened to it. That's that's why they needed him. Um, but it was one of those things where like he was always like trying to be extremely careful and not fuck up and not die. But you know, it's <laughs> fortunate it happened a couple times. But even then, like that show only lasted two seasons, and like if you watch it, they get to a point where it's really difficult to keep doing it because the problem is they kept going through historical events as as in Quantum Leap, they didn't. They hit they hit a couple of them here and there. They did a three-episode arc of um, of the JFK assassination. Um, really? Yeah, they did. It was three episodes. Uh, <laughs> it was it was it was fucking crazy. It was really fucking crazy. Um, but other than that, they just kind of did you know things that happened, and every now and again, you know that what they did would kind of touch you know a, a historical event like you know on the outside or just on the outskirts of what's happening. But it was not that like it was not that pertinent to what you know all, all the time because it was just you can't do that. You can't constantly, you know, jump to historical events all the time. It's going to get really fucking boring real quick. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you guys want to see my favorite moment in Quantum Leap since we're talking about the show briefly? Yes. Oh, I know. It's that moment with your favorite moment. I'm retarded. Oh, my God. I remember this one. <laughs> it's just a fucking kid. What the? <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, say that's so funny, but damn. I, I know they're season... trying to tell the story, but <laughs> oops. I want to say that's season one. I want to say that's season one because I remember, I, I remember that being season one. Well, you definitely wouldn't be able to do that nowadays, even though Corky from Life Goes On was a beloved character <laughs> on nighttime television. You, you still couldn't do it. They like, oh, my God. I'm retarded. Oh, Speaking of sliders, forget Sam. I want. I want to know if we made it back. Oh God, sliders! Jesus, great fucking show. Isn't um, Jerry well, O'Connell on that one? Yeah, and that's right. Back here from Sam Barney. He quit three seasons in because he got bored of it. He's like, I'm out. I'm done. Look, he ended up marrying Rebecca Romaine and banging supermodels for a life. So of Correct. course, if that guy gets bored, it's gotta suck. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think like I think like lost fat kid from Stand by Me. You know what I think and of I think... him is before the fat kid from Stand by Me, Dion. What? The guy from Piranha that gets his penis eaten. Oh my yeah. god! Oh my! God. Do you remember him lying on the boat screaming? Oh, he's dude, like that movie. He's that like, movie, dude. That movie was so much goddamn fun. Oh god! Holy yes. shit! We need um, like we we need that level of ridiculousness and gore again. Agreed. And tits. It had Gianna and Michaels tits. in that Dude, movie. You had fucking uh, not Roy Scheider. God damn it. Um, Richard Dreyfus in the beginning. Range. Richard Dreyfus in the, in the beginning playing the song as he's mm. dying Dude, in the beginning. He, it was fucking hilarious. It starts out as a parody Lloyd of Jaws. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chris, yeah, Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, Christopher Lloyd is a fucking scientist. It was great. It was a ridiculous movie. Ving Rhames yeah, gets, no get, you know, starts yeah. shotgunning fish around him and gets his legs eaten. And then comes back in part two with fucking metal metal shotgun legs. Like it's ridiculous. We two need sucked, that again. Two, I agree. Yeah, two two sucked, and it was so difficult to get to. I think you had to like 
either have Voodoo or have like PSN Network or some shit like that to even. I went out of the way to get it. it. Do what now? I went out of the way to make sure I could watch it on day one. Yeah, it was so weird. Like they they only put it out on two platforms. It was so it was so shitty. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. I wasn't. It was very meh, and um, I wish I wish I wish they'd given the same people at least the same amount of money and the same deal with like a theatrical release, and they could have done a part two because one was so much fun. I I I have I have I have that on on various like devices just to watch whenever I want to. It's 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 crazy. Okay, yeah. so that 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 moment was uh, from November twenty second, twenty second, nineteen eighty nine, which was the anniversary that JFK got his head blowed off. So there you go. Um, it takes place in Oakland, California, October fourteenth, nineteen sixty four. The episode is season two, episode eight, titled two. "Jimmy." Sam leaps into J- Jimmy Lamotta, played by Brad Silverman, a young man with Down syndrome who needs to show he can keep his job at the docks. Or else he will die yeah. in a mental institution. Yep. He hosts his host lives with his brother and fellow dock worker Frank, played by John D'Aquino, whatever. Sister in law Connie Laura Harrington, and adolescent nephew Corey Ryan McWhorter. No link to him. He didn't do shit after that. The effort is made more difficult by Blue, my, played by Michael Madsen, a dock worker who teases and intimidates Jimmy for being disabled. Further compounding the effort, Connie does not want Jimmy living with him. Al feels a deep attachment to the mission, revealing that he had a younger sister who had a developmental disability and died in an institution. Sam earns acceptance from the dock workers and Connie, who, and he saves Corey's life with CPR. Yeah, man, that dude, that show, that, that show had some really emotional uh, moments in it, man. It was a great fucking show. Um, I highly recommend you buy it on Blu-ray or DVD because you need to own that shit. So my question is this. If he leaps back in time to a development, developmentally disabled person, does he still act like himself, or does like it affect him too? Because like I can, if, I can not run as fast as I used to. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Because like if he were to go well, and the, the, leap into the body of somebody with Down syndrome, his motor skills probably aren't nearly as good. So like, well, if the, you're a dock worker and you notice that you know Corky's starting to do a lot more shit than he used to be able to, you're gonna have your 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 ears perk up like wait a second well usually something's amiss usually in those episodes usually in episodes like that like you just saw like the opening is him looking in the mirror so he knows what he knows at least like oh this person's a disadvantage he knows not to be a certain way because always in the show whenever he would leap into somebody he was himself even though he was you know even though he was leapt in somebody with down syndrome or you know us like a, 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 I, th- I think even a small child at some point he did as well and he even had like man strength, as you know, <laughs> it, you know, because that's how it was. That was that's how it was, it was portrayed in the show, anyways. So I think you know he would have to kind of become an actor and be like, listen, I can't, you know, I can't uh, be, uh, I I can't run that fast and I can't do things because I'm this person. People are gonna know, and if they find out, it's gonna be weird because once he leaps, it's gonna be he's gonna go, the kid's gonna go back to normal, you know. Gotcha. So well, yeah. what a great episode would be is if he leaps and he's like. Doesn't know where he's at. He doesn't recognize things. And then this ugly, fat old lady comes walking up to him, saying, "Abe, dear, we have to go to the theater tonight." And he looks at he looks in the mirror. He's Abraham Lincoln, and the date on the newspaper says April fourteenth, eighteen sixty five. That would be a hell of an episode. It end with a bang. <laughs> but see, like again, yeah, count me fun. in. I, that'd be funny, but also like once again, like you cannot keep doing historical stuff over and over again. It gets. Super monotonous. That's why that show is um, Adam Warford. Adam Warford mentions Timeless. It was like it was that it could only go two seasons, only two seasons, because they kept doing that over and over again. 
Well, we live in the age where we keep trying to revise history to make it more palatable, and then you make these shows that are like a reflection of a not history, and then people get pissed. It's like, what's the point? You know, just but go they, to the future well, and make up big like, shit. Well, well, I mean, like, because like they they had five seasons of that show, they could do that because they didn't hit history that often, and I think that's that's kind of the thing. But like, each episode was like you had the emotional element, you had the fun element. You know, Sam was a person who kept who was extremely empathetic and cared about everybody that he was um, affecting and wherever he was and tried to make their lives better. So he was trying to change things for the better always. I mean, I remember there was a, there was a family, uh, there was one that he did where a family was getting selling bunkers and having one for the Cuban Missile Crisis. And something happened like in, you know, in, in, in the future to where like they all died or whatever. And he had to like and he was he was like the small brother. And he had to like, you know keep telling him it's like hey we need to go outside it's not real it's not gonna happen we'll be fine don't worry about it you know it'll be okay because like there was some significance to where like they would suffocate and the, the door lock or something i forget what it was but like he had to make sure that they didn't like lock themselves into the bunker kind of thing and yeah that's an historical event but it's kind of adjacent you know and there would be episodes like that but it was always like him um just trying to do the right thing making sure everybody was cool and then once he was done he would leap out and he would leap into somebody else. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm look, I'm not going to, but I got the bestbuy.com tab pulled up for Quantum Leap <laughs> for 37.99 on Blu-ray. You will you will not regret it, I swear to you. You will not regret I'll be it. pissed off at you cuz I'll keep watching the show and then he'll never make it home and I'll be pissed off at myself for allowing myself the pain. Let me let me tell you something. That last episode when he when he has when he's in that bar that the uh that bar scene Man, dude. It's, so if it's Sam leaped into a black man during civil rights of the 1960s, yeah, that happens. Of that happens. That happens. Wait, no, because um, <laughs> he's he's not because to 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 make the show, he didn't wear blackface, and so that wouldn't be a thing. I think once again, he would look in the mirror and kind of like realize, like, oh, I'm not, I'm not a white guy. I need to kind of be careful. But no, he he did that a couple times. He did that a couple times. You know, and he was once again. He was conscious of it. Al, Al, Al tracked him down, and you know, came came up next to him, and was like, "Hey, man, you know, just um, be aware where you are, who you are." <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's check in with the audience because we have a lot of people uh, who are excited tonight. Uh, Nick, since we've been talking about Quantum Leap and it's one of your favorite shows, do me a favor and pick a number between one and sixty-nine, my friend. Sixty-eight. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Not again. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Like, John Hurt. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I, li- I like that you picked the Spaceballs one. That's awesome. Now, our friend Cesaria Japan, who's probably the most dedicated of listeners, says, Hey, Dion. Buffalo Jeff for president. See, you ain't got to start doing all that shit. Well, you're going to get a Buffalo Jeff for president shirt the closer we get to this midterm election and then we're just going to keep it live until the election and buffalo jeff president for shirt or sorry buffalo jeff for president shirts forever there you go so <laughs> look out for those uh cesario japan again thank you very much for your generous super chat he says not to derail but jeff thoughts on telegraph reporting the next james bond movie is going to be more sensitive you and rob need to do a special james bond podcast in the future also new button well cesario japan thank you for asking uh folks uh, when James Bond topics come up, I'm going to press a button that, well, shows how I feel about the direction of the James Bond franchise in general. 
So James is there, Bond is, is there a way we can campaign for you to like talk to these people and make sure they make the right James Bond movie? Can can we fucking do this seriously? Because they've fucked up a character for like over ten years now. They're gonna do it again. I feel like we've been calling this one though. We've been saying this from the beginning that they're gonna they're gonna wait five years. They're gonna let the Fuhrer die down, and then they're gonna essentially reboot the franchise. And it's either going to be 007's a woman or something special, something different. And it's going to be all in a reflection of the current time as opposed to what the character was created to be. But how do we, here's my question. How do we get a a meeting? How do we get Jeff to get a meeting with Barbara Barbara Broccoli? How does this happen? Which me? Like Uh, we send messages saying, no, you, you, you. (laughs) We send messages to her saying that she needs to have a person of color voice their opinions on the movie to have it be a reflection of them. Okay. Then Jeff talks to him because it's the same way that we were going to try to get you a date with Brie Larson by playing on her wokeness card by saying that you should try to go out with this guy. And when she says no, be like, why is it? Because you're racist. So we can play at the same card. We can say Barbara Broccoli needs to sit down with Jeff because he's a huge fan and he's a person of color. And then when she doesn't do it, we, we play the race card to get the audience with her and then you know he gets in there and then he blows her mind by saying i don't want any of that bullshit in james bond i want it to be like this and then she listens to him because if she doesn't she's racist <laughs> amen i like that can we we need to put that plan into action because uh i'm tired of a limp dick james bond you know i'm real fucking tired of this shit the now, only way to beat them is to use their rules against them make them now, play this is already japan uh to comment on the whole sensitive bond, I did see this post. I agree with you guys, Nick and uh, Nick and Kendo, how I would want to handle it. But more sensitive James Bond. Let's talk about what happened to James Bond in what year? 2006, when Daniel Craig, Daniel Craig was hired on October, whatever, 2005. That's when they made the big announcement. I'll never forget the day. They had this big press conference on the Thames. I was like, that's James Bond? Fuck this movie. I was pissed when I first saw it. <laughs> And they already talked about a more sensitive James Bond. He was going to be shown through the female lens. Like, we are already, we've just lived through a feminine, not feminized, because that's stupid to say it like that, but we've we've just lived through the more sensitive James Bond. Because somehow Daniel Craig's brutish ass is the sensitive James Bond. Um, James Bond with a family, he kind of just let himself die in the last one. Like, he just got depressed and said, fucking I'm done. Like, we've dealt through the more feelingsy <laughs> James Bond. And... I don't understand why Barbara Broccoli and the people who own the rights to James Bond don't fucking understand he is not a good, happy guy. He is not well-adjusted. He's a fucking spy. He gets his loving on the run. He kills people for a living. He's not super happy. Watch. Everybody wants to shit on some of the Pierce Brosnan ones because, I don't know, Daniel Craig was still the current James Bond, but go watch Tomorrow Never Dies. That's James Bond's life in a nutshell. Let me think about the things I missed about and drink myself stupid in a hotel room. There's not like anything else to go deeper for. He's not that kind of a character. He exists somewhere between a pulp and a real, you know, real deep character. Bond, in a way, should be... Look, the Ian Fleming novels were just little pick-up-and-go books. You take them on a plane, you'd be done. I've read all the books multiple times. I know how quick the James Bond missions go, what kind of character he is. To keep him around forever, you don't want to try to 
put him in a box, turn him into some lame, pussified version. We're fucking Maverick is back and better than ever. John Wick has never sucked. You have better action stars. Ethan Hunt, Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible is cooler than James Bond is currently. And I will argue the fucking yep. point. Since Daniel Craig took over, with the exception of, well, shit, that Mission Impossible 3 is from 2005, so it doesn't matter. Every Mission Impossible movie released during the Daniel Craig era of Bond has been better than the cons the Daniel Craig Bond movie. Do you guys agree with that? Yes, I would agree with that. Yeah. yeah. James Bond should not be a second-rate espionage franchise. It should be the premier espionage <clears throat> franchise. He should, like, James Bond is the spy of all spies. Let's not try mm. to make him more realistic. Let's not try to, you know, get at his mommy and daddy issues. Let's just let him be James Bond and put him in a mission and let everybody want to be him. I don't want to be some broken, limp dick dude that's, oh, I got to be more sensitive. Fuck that. That's not James Bond. That's, that's, what action hero is more like that than James Bond? Jake Bond. Jake Bond, you say. <laughs> oh, man. But no, I, I, I agree with you about Tomorrow Never Dies because, you know, he had, he had the past relationship with, um, Paris Carver. Paris with Paris Carver. You know, you saw a little bit of that. You saw the, um, it was, it, it was just, it was just, good the way it went i mean it was very realistic now that you look look at it you know look back on it but um yeah man it was it was a wonderful movie he like i i i praise pierce brosnan's james bonds man they're so fucking good they're so much fun i miss them i mean even even the worst ones are still good to me like i'd rather watch that than probably most things some days <laughs> yeah well you know the other side of it is it's just too much like it's it, it you Constantly having to mix different genres is not what you do with a franchise that lasts long. You know, what you guys are saying uh, is 100 percent correct, but more on the practical side, nobody really likes that stuff. We don't want to see, you know, the 90210 version of James Bond. Like, we don't want to see that. Like, that's not you fun. You know, Bond. Yeah, obviously, you know, he's the love on the da da da. That's 100% right. But Bond is fun. The fucking Pierce Brosnan ones were fun. You know, the Sean Connery obviously was fun. And, he, you know, and a number of, of the remainder ones. You know, that's what Mission Impossible remembers. Any emotional shit, it's touched on briefly. And then it's, okay, back to saving the world. You know, it's a fun franchise. And, you know, Tactically speaking, dollar signs. Mission Impossible has been whooping James Bond's ass nonstop. You know, especially the last one, and then the the, the two part that's coming out. That's gonna be that's crazy. You know, and Bond doesn't have that appeal. They're missing out. It's the same thing that we've been saying on the show about Star Wars. Yeah, you're you know Bond's making you know eight hundred million dollars, but you're missing out on having a billion dollar fucking franchise because you're doing too much. You know, it's like what yeah. I tell the kids when they're too excited. Da, da, da. Hey, calm down. We can have a good time. You're doing too much. And what that's what Miss Braga doesn't understand. You're not making Bond more memorable. You're wearing out the fan base. They're like, I don't want to see him talking about his mom and da da da, da. I'm gonna go watch <laughs> Ethan Hunt Quickly talk about how he, he broke up with his girlfriend. Yes, he's sad. He's going to go fight this badass Korean dude in this fucking bathroom. I want to oh, see dude. that. You know, and you're you're shortchanging yourself out of billions of dollars. Maverick, you know, yeah, they have him. He comes back, not out of retirement, but he has this mission. He's an old relic. He's 
quickly t- they touch on, hey, you know, he's paid for being Maverick. Like, you know, his best friend died, his other friend had a life, and he died, and now he's kind of an old man. Oh, and I'm going to go fly to fucking North Korea and blow up this fucking base. Like, it's a cool, fun fucking movie, you know? And yeah. they don't understand. You know, if if this all worked, MGM wouldn't have almost went bankrupt a couple years ago. If Bond yeah. is making uh, is a fun, crazy-ass, crazy movie, they're making billions of dollars at MGM. And Broccoli doesn't – she doesn't understand that. You know, you are costing yourself billions of dollars. Yeah, and, and I mean, like, fun, make people want to come see it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And I, and, and I mean, I like, agree. like look at look at the past tie-ins you had. You had Heineken, you had uh, vodka, you had all these wonderful tie-ins, the watches, the glasses, the suits, the whole thing, man. You had these one, I mean, even Playboy had a tie-in at some point, and you had, like, it was great. Everybody wanted to buy this shit. Everybody wanted to be part of it. They wanted to be, you know, they wanted a little piece of James Bond. They wanted to be a little, you know, just a little, you know, a little hint of what it is. They wanted it. Now nobody gives two shits. Yeah. You know, uh, Anubis T-800, that is a wonderful idea. Folks in the chat said, uh, why not make a Metal Gear scenario for James Bond? I'd watch that. Like, put him in a, Bond doesn't need to be in a realistic setting. You can, it doesn't need no, to be fantastical, but it can be hyper-realistic. Yeah. Uh, Retro Meister, thank you for the idea for the video. I will uh, add that to the yeah, list. I mean, it's I funny. Mean, I mean, I mean, they made fucking Moonraker <laughs> because lying. Star Wars made a shitload of money. <laughs> yeah, they made fucking Moonraker. And if if anybody here doesn't know what I'm talking about, go fucking watch it. Please go watch. Now, it. and folks, if you don't believe that they changed what they were going to do to make more money, go watch the Spy Who Loved Me released seven uh, seven of seventy seven, just a few short months after Star Wars. When you watch that Bond movie, it says James Bond will return in. For your eyes only. Star Wars changed the world. James Bond returned in Moonraker. And I'm pretty sure, because it's been a minute since I've read the book, Bond doesn't leave the planet. I don't even <laughs> think in the book Moonraker, he leaves England. Like, most oh, of the God. book is he goes to a place called Blades and plays cards, drives to meet Hugo Drax at, like, a silo, and he wasn't storing corn in that thing, and then they, like, fight and it blows up. I don't... Yeah, it doesn't go into space at all, so... Yeah, dude, I, I, I actually, yeah, I actually uh, got the audiobook for Diamonds Are Forever, and it's, um, it's, I mean, it's, it's short, but I mean, it's totally different from the movie, and it's weird, it's weird listening to the book and remembering what the movie's about. It's so strange. I have a couple of years back before, um, during the channel's days, I went back and listened to all the Bond on audio just for the hell of it. And Diamonds Are Forever is the book that is like a thousand times better than the movie. It's almost, not, I mean, they're, you know, it's the same premise, but it's so much more gangster based in like. Oh, oh 100% gangster based. Dark. Yeah, because like they were in a steam room and like they saw they saw these these guys kill a dude in there. And I was like, fuck. Yeah, yeah dude. It was, it was hardcore, man. Like they, they, they used the mud or something like that to, to like, to like, you know, bury him or suffocate him or something like that. It was, it was fucking wild. And I mean, you, I mean, and you, you can tell the books were written back then because of just you know the things they're doing day to day, but also the books are a continuation of each other. Like they mentioned the other missions and like mm-hmm. you know and Q and things like that and stuff. And I'm just like, holy shit! They even um, they even um, mention uh, what's his name? Fucking the the FBI guy. Oh, Felix Slater. Felix Slater. Yeah, they they mentioned Felix Slater a lot. And actually, um, talking about that character, those were the best moments in the Daniel Craig movies were him and Felix Slater. Agreed. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Jeffrey Wright was a great Felix Slider. Um, 
And he's not the first black actor to ever play Felix Leiter, folks. I believe it was Bernie Casey that played him in Never Say Never Again, which, yep. yeah, it's an unofficial yep, Bond yep. movie. But Felix was black in that one. So. Yep. Yeah, he was He was subscribing. He was, he was telling me he was telling me about that pen that blew up in his face, the rocket pen or whatever. <laughs> now, I saw in the chat our friend, uh, new, I guess new friend now, Retromeister, is going to do a review of James Bond Jr., and try to start a campaign to release the show. The reason I wanted to jump into the chat, Retromeister, is if I can help you in any way get James Bond Jr. released on digital or physical, I will, uh, fully. That was one of my favorite cartoons as a kid. I had all the toys. I would love to get a new James Bond Jr. series, so thank you for uh, doing that. And we'll I, I, you know what's going you know to happen, right? If, 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 James Bond Jr., if, if James Bond Jr. comes back, it's going to be done by CW. I... You know, I wish James Bond Jr. would come back and they do the comics again. I hunted down those fucking books years ago. Those were fun. Like, folks, check out James Bond Jr. I'm not going to try to teach you about a relic from the past, but if you were alive in the 90s, you probably don't remember it. So let's see where we're at with the chat. Our friend SA Troubles 08 says, mm, Dion, you better behave or a pink sock is coming your way. <laughs> I'm glad I got some notes on TV so I can distract me from this bullshit. You'll never be free from me. No, no, that doesn't mean keep going, motherfucker. <laughs> sure, sure, it doesn't. Uh, Enrique Vasquez, a friend of my friend, my buddy, he says, get TNA available order, available to order now. Well, folks, be like Enrique and check out TNA. The link is in the chat. Uh, the, the mods have been dropping it all night, and we keep moving past our goal. So thank you to everyone who made that a possibility. Uh, this is a very exciting night. We're 129% now <laughs> past our goal. <laughs> so that's cool. Uh, like I said, folks, if we can move all these copies, uh, we can turn this into a hardback book. Uh, we can do all sorts of wonderful things. And uh, like I forgot to say at the beginning, starting October 7th, we'll be offering some of these artwork, some of these uh, designs on shirts over at shopwcbs.com. So if you want to wear uh, the Tianator, or if you want to get a shirt with my 1980s throwback piece, or the Mobius-inspired one, or any of these, uh, be on the lookout. There's even more coming. But like I said, folks, Tits and Art will be uh, <laughs> on your doorsteps before Christmas. There, there's an idea. Ernest versus Bond. Oh. See, I want to just say James Bond's going to blow him up, but Ernest isn't as dumb as people say. Well, it would, I no, think it would, it would be. It would be He's no, it, no, no, no. no. It, it would never be Ernest versus Bond. It would be Ernest helping Bond. That's what would, that's what ended up happening. You know what's great about that? Well, it, it's kind of great and kind of sad, but Jim Varney was a huge James Bond nut, and that's why he smoked unfiltered cigarettes, because James Bond smoked unfiltered cigarettes. Okay. And sadly, that's what... You know, led to the cancer and all that stuff. So that's terrible. James Bond and Jim Varney go back and back, or go hand in hand. That is that is ridiculous to think, but also like kind of cool. You know, it's silly for some people to say, "Oh, yeah, blah blah blah," but I do think it's kind of cool if you want to be like James Bond so much, like you dedicate your life to that. I'm not going to smoke, but you know. Well, whenever I did, I smoked unfiltered cigarettes, not because. You know, I wanted to be like James Bond, but because I liked Lucky Strikes, and those were good enough to beat the Nazis and the Japanese, so they were good enough for me. <laughs> well, Dion knows I don't smoke Lucky Strike. I smoke King Size Cannon. You got the federal tax stamp on. I heard you can get a bunch for five thousand dollars, but if you try to give the guy two, he gives you a lot of shit. You think of Johnny Bananas? Nah, he's from Buffalo. See, Oh. Right, man. Jerk somebody else off. This is bullshit. I need, I need five thousand dollars, not two thousand dollar thing, man. Don't do this to me. Look, don't be unreasonable. You're not dealing with Johnny Bananas. Come on, yeah. No, I, I, I know I ain't dealing with Johnny Bananas, but can I have my money? No, look, can I say it slow for you. Look, I need five, five thousand dollars. Read my lips. 
$5,000 is what I need. I also I also need uh, some some Black American Express cards. <laughs> I got a bag of money. This wide, this full, filled to the brim with money. <laughs> I need <it> three hours. <laughs> you know, the opening of Beverly Hills Cop 2 might be better than the opening of Beverly Hills Cop 1. But It's so fucking good, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because you know you you have you have the big uh, the the heist out of nowhere. Just the heist happens in the beginning, and then it goes to um, Detroit, and he's getting ready, and he puts the fucking bread in the fishbowl, and he aims the gun at the at the mirror, and it's Beverly Hills Cop two, you know, electric gunman. <laughs> yeah, you have you have the other shakedown song happened as well. You know, like it's 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 good, and you're wondering it's how do they how do they. Yeah, how do these things correlate? What's going on here? I should keep watching. And watch I did. I've watched Beverly Hills Cop 2 hundreds of times. Dr. Confidence <laughs> used to smoke cigars. I got a I I got I got I got quite a few. I need to give it to these guys whenever I see them. Well, at least Dion and Jeff whenever I see them again. I miss you guys. We need to the bullshitters need to reunite and drink a lot. We're gonna do it this Friday in Amarillo, Texas. <laughs> bang bang! <laughs> You've been listening we to could... Foley's pod? Dude, we could go to Truth or Consequences, New Mexico. That's a hop, skip, and a jump away from here. <laughs> what we should do is we should do an event there for charity and try to get Mick Foley and po- Foley as pod to promote that because we're doing it strictly, you know, we'll figure something else out, but that'd be fun. Hell yeah. That'd be fun as shit, man. I just, look, I listen to Mick Foley's show. I know what he's into. That figure, look, if you're going to speak the guy's language, he might respond back, so... Folks, if you want to see us do some charity work and uh, maybe cross over with Mick Foley, I don't know. <laughs> press one in the chat and tweet at Mick Foley. WC yeah. Mick, Foley you. Mick Foley seems like seems like a cool dude. Yeah. I love Mick Foley. He's uh, a top ten. Mankind is a top ten favorite wrestler. Dude, love not so much. Dude, I, I remember. I remember. I remember when they were all three on screen. Uh, yeah, and, three and, faces of Foley. Yeah, yeah. They, like, and they were all talking to each other on like on on some wrestling show. Um, it was so fucking weird seeing that because it's like you know that they're all the same person. I think, yeah, I think it was a promo a couple of years ago that they did that, and I was like, I was like, oh, okay, because that was a cool little, uh, cool little thing. And then that time that all three faces of Foley got in the Rumble, that was like one of the few good things about that Rumble. That was weird, man. I remember that. That was strange. Yeah, and then we can go to Huntsville, Alabama, to go to Space Camp, but it's a ruse, and all we do is carry around signs and say, "Conrad, you suck now. We used to like you though." <laughs> I. Um, I'll give Folia's pod credit. That one's legit. But that's the only plug we're going to give today, folks. So, moving on. Um, thank you to our friend Cesare Japan who says, Welcome back, Dion. Eddie Murphy button and a new button. Well, welcome back, Dion. How do you feel? Well, I feel good, baby. I'm healthy. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to win the championship. It's my last run, you know? Last run, baby. Well, it's time for you to dance, my friend. Hey, what's the music from? <laughs> Both of y'all look like Gerald Ford. I can't wait till Kendo beats up Gerald Ford in his uh, his fight through history. Oh, I got no reason to fight Gerald Ford. All right, cool. I I didn't think so, but no, he seemed like a really cool dude. Now, what do you think about Jimmy Carter? <laughs> Ooh, okay, a very nice person, but just because you're a very nice person doesn't mean you should be running the country. Agreed. No. No, no. He did. I mean, he he did better once he left. Oh yeah, once he started building habitats for humanity and doing all those wonderful things that Southern George and Jimmy Carter used to go do. 
before I got way <laughs> too old, and now I got to get the blue chews so that me and Rosalind can rock the Casbah, as they say. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. After he left office, then he was a lot better. But yes, he was definitely not the epitome of strong leadership. No, he was no, even even my mom said he was you know he was a peanut president. He was kind of a weenie. But yeah, once once he left office, man, he was humanitarian all the way through. It was uh, he, it was he, impressive he, to see. He, he he was elected because Gerald Ford was dealt a losing hand by old Tricky Dick. Oh God, <laughs> old, that's an old, understatement. Old Tricky Dick. That goddamn Tricky Dick. I'm gonna give you a man. presidential ass whooping. <laughs> oh God damn it! <laughs> now our friend to uh, Cesario Japan, I was only able to make the new bond button this week i was getting ready for tits and art so thank you to everybody who's back that but uh cesario japan you can pick another button if you'd like but uh while you wait i'll press this one just because um let's see what makes me happy. what's that smell <laughs> you should have won an oscar man should have won an oscar yeah hulk hogan for Every Hulk Hogan for life. I'll just just say it like that. <laughs> One of the greatest character actors of all time. Not Thunder in Paradise is the greatest television show this oh side God. of Quantum Leap. Oh my God. I was so excited as a kid when that was in my video store. I watched it so many times, it, <laughs> and, and looking back at it, I'm like, that's a terrible fucking movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Coffinales. I just showed Jesse that episode of King of the Hill. Um, we're working our way through the entire series. I love the Jimmy Carter Christmas one. Uh, folks in the chat, if you've seen that one, let me know. Now, guys, we're going to take a break from the audience, but don't worry, folks. We are going to get back to you. There's a lot of you waiting, and uh, we thank you each and every week. But the big news right now, the talk of the town, is Andor. And I've watched it. I've reviewed it. And I'm not going to ask you guys on the show to watch it every week or review it like that. I'm just going to mainly oh, stick God. to the videos. Oh, yeah. Look, it's not I, – I wouldn't say it's for – Nick or Kendo, but it's a hundred percent for Dion. Yeah, have you watched it yet, Dion? I, I started it, but I, I we had to catch up on fucking She-Hulk, so I ran out of time to watch it before the show. But that's I'm at least, I'm happy to hear that. I'm happy to hear that. Now this it's so now folks listen to how I'm going to talk about Andor. It's hard to go on and sing its praises because in the three episodes that have dropped, not a lot has happened. That being said, it's also too early to call what the show is. If you were going to be outraged about Andor, the real thing to say is they kind of copied from the George Lucas Star Wars show, Star Wars Underworld. This was something they had been, in a way, trying to create decades ago. So if anything, you can ding the originality. But I always got to keep it honest here on this channel. I'll tell you this. The show looks really good. Not a lot of blue screen bullshit. Uh, The sets look lived in. There's, There's care in the visual aesthetic. The acting is solid. Nobody really sucked. There's no Reva-level character. There's no one that's going to, so far in three episodes, no one derails the show. They even took the boring-ass Cassian Andor and found a way to make him more interesting. Because he was a fucking box of crackers in the first movie, Rogue One. He was nothing. He he was a fucking white wall, an, an envelope, plain spaghetti. What was his character? Nothing. They're trying to do more. Uh, they haven't done a ton yet, but they've given him a little bit of a backstory. They've made him, uh, they've given him some relationships. He's got like a, a surrogate stepmom that I liked that relationship. There are things there that you can build upon, but there are things that you could also tear apart and ruin. So Star Wars is like, 
Star Wars is like a fucking tray of glasses held by a really drunk waiter. Maybe he's going to get back there and not break a glass, or maybe he's going to fall and the whole thing's going to topple over. That's where we are with the show. It's in a really precarious place. It hasn't done anything mind-blowing in terms of changing the world of Star Wars. It just gives you more of a look at the formation of the Rebel Alliance and the Empire. But it has villains that are actually motivated properly. For example, the guy is just not an Imperial officer, but he's like essentially a, a cop. They're like the lower level of the uh, Empire, but they're still connected to him. And he just wants to do what's right. Um, some people from his organization get killed and he wants to track down the murder. But like, it's interesting because, you know, he's the bad guy, you want Cassian to get away and shit, but he's just, you know, doing his thing. It's not like some jilted lover or some angry asshole from the past. Um, and the show, if you're going to talk about, what else is there to talk about really with it? There's no Jedi, which is nice. It's got great music. I could talk so about the music for like 30 minutes. So it's more focused on him joining the Rebellion? Yes. Um, gotcha. So it, the first episode shows him looking for his sister, Cassian Andor, pronouns pal. Uh, he, that's the he, anyway. Long story short, he's the one looking for his sister, and it's like he's on another planet, and it's got cyberpunk synth, synth music. It's cool. It feels like Tron or Stranger Things. It's like a different tone than Star Wars. And so it really works in that way. Um, they're able to create, at least in these three episodes, a narrative that is interesting, even though not, like I said, not much happens. Like the second episode is like a conversation and shit. And then the third one has like one firefight. But what is there? The action's good. It's way better than the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, it looks more along the lines of the film Rogue One or the best parts of The Mandalorian. Some of the CGI was a little iffy when uh, at the beginning of the episode, but when you see Stellan Skarsgård's ship, it looks great, and like I said, the action's on point. And we're only three episodes in, so I can't sing the show's praises, but I can't sit and go, oh, Star Wars is doomed. It's, it's an entertaining three episodes, and if it shits the bed, you know we're going to be honest, but, you know, it hasn't shit the bed yet. Um, so yeah, that's kind of, without going into spoilers now, Dion, is there anything you wanted to ask or talk about in that regard? Cause you know, yeah, I want to talk about the theme. I know that, you know, obviously a lot of people had fallen in love with him in rogue one and you were talking about, it was definitely more game, uh, uh, aimed at, at for me, um, they kind of keep it more where it's serious and not all, you know, tr you know, I, is it doing the shit that they should have done in the actual movies? Yes, it. If you like Rogue One, and I know you do, it tonally feels like that. There was only maybe two jokes, and I th I even wrote in my notes. I thought the one joke landed very well. It's a very like dry joke about some shit, and there's this weird droid that at first I thought reminded me of um, who did I write? It was like a different robot, but eventually he became like conky. He has a stutter. So if anybody watches Pee Wee's Playhouse, you might like the droid. Uh, he almost is like Walter the Robot for any uh, Judge Dredd fans out there. But I don't want to spin my wheels and kind of uh, dig in to the same points, but that's as spoiler-free as I can get it. And if folks in the chat, if you have any questions, let me know. Um, it's still Disney Star Wars, so I'm not asking... I would never recommend that people go out and support uh, a company you don't want to. Um, I'm just giving you an honest review of a TV show that uh, we've talked about Star Wars for years here on YouTube, and I thought, well, we should at least tell you guys what's up right now. <laughs> Dr. Coffinales, thank you for that uh, Cousin Eddie reference. 
Um, yeah, we haven't seen any of the Empire, though. No Jedi shit that hopefully we don't get any of that. Uh, no recognizable characters besides Cassian Andor. Um, there's a lot of flashbacks to his early life when he lived on this planet called Canari, and... You know, it's interesting, too. It kind of like, you, you got why you had all the flashbacks. They paralleled it well. So, until next week, if they shit the bed, you know, come back for that review. But until then, uh, I, I could probably put money on it that it's more enjoyable than She-Hulk. Oh, and by the way, Donkeysaurus Rex, you brought up the Gonk Droid. The Gonk Droid's in this show. There's a brand new Gonk Droid. So if uh, anyone out there enjoys the gonk droid, you get an updated one with a new voice and everything. So Dion, uh, you're going to watch it this weekend, you said? Yeah, yep. So I'm going to get the memorial tomorrow and then probably, yeah, watch it before the uh, before the late night rounds get me to below the surface, you dig? See what hmm. Andor is all about. If he's, if he's actually kind of cool and a little bit less annoying than he was in Rogue One. Tell me what you think of the music in that beginning episode, because they change the Andor theme song every time. It's like a different instrumental interpretation for the three episodes so far. So I yeah. like that. Um, I think that's... For all the lazy cut corners that Obi-Wan, the Book of Boba Fett, like, this one hasn't done it yet. If it does, I'll be more heartbroken, but they've committed to two seasons, and, um, you know... It's, there's no Reva, so that makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Darian217 wants to hear a review of the latest episode of She-Hulk. Uh, Dion, how was it? It was not good, dude. The last two episodes were really fucking boring. Because even Hillary, who was, you know, who kind of was looking forward to the show, um, she's like, she, she's like, it's just so boring. Like, you know, she's just not doing anything cool. And then this last episode, they've pretty much that this is Marvel trying to get with the sex in the city crowd like that. You know, she's they've pretty much confirmed that they're, they're not going to stick close to the actual character. She Hulk. this, you know, the people who are on Twitter who like this show, they don't read comic books. They don't really watch the Marvel movies. You know, it was it was placated to a certain group and it's just not working out. It, it really isn't working out. I mean, you hear less and less about She-Hulk on, she on Twitter, but the episodes, just it doesn't back up all the fucking eggs they put in that basket. It's just not interesting. I mean, they have the fucking um, uh, the Wrecking Crew in it. They don't do anything with it. You know, she just kicks their ass real quick, and it's fucking six episodes in, and they're finally slowly starting to fucking get to something cool where they're trying to get her blood now. And it's been six episodes and it's just so boring, you know? And then, you know, again, they, they pumped up the whole, Hey, it's she Hulk. She's, you know, she's going to be a, a, a well-written character, you know, and if you don't like her, da, 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 you know, but they write the other female characters in this last episode, like shit, like she goes to a wedding and they treat her like fucking garbage. And, it, and, 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 the, the show knows what it wants the end result to be, but it's just it. The writing is so bad. They don't know how to get characters from one situation to the next. And it's so, it is so apparent that um, what's her name? Amy Tao or, or Gao or whoever wrote the show. She's in over her head. You know, she should be, she should be, she should be writing episodes of fucking vampire diaries for the CW. Like it's, it's not, it's not as glaringly amateurish as Supergirl was at times, mm -hmm. 
but it's still bad. Like you can tell, you know, I'm surprised Kevin Feige has his name at the end. Like these last two episodes have been, you know, it's it's if Mar it's if the people who wrote F- Felicity wrote a Marvel show, and then they have moments where they go, oh, we forgot it's a superhero uh, superhero show. Let's remind everyone that she's She-Hulk, you know, and then it doesn't help that it the CGI looks so fucking bad. It is distracting. It is it is PlayStation Three graphics level. It's 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 like this shouldn't even be the same company that released Infinity War and Endgame. Like it's the tonal shift. The show doesn't know what it wants to be. You know, then they they're trying to they're trying to build up her her nemesis this Titana, but it, she she's a fucking blubbling idiot. <laughs> You know, the last episode, she goes to a wedding, and Titana somehow starts dating the one of the groomsmen, and then just randomly attacks her. At the, like, there's, there's no subterfuge, you know. And she's like this glamorous chick who stole the name She-Hulk, and then she loses it because you know Titana's a completely fucking idiot in this show, and this Amy Gow has no idea how to write this show. She's in, way in over her head. You know, this is trying to get the, you know, trying to get the Twitter, Reddit user crowd to this show, you know, and just like, you know, just like WNBA fans, they're just not showing up because even they're like, yeah, this show's not good. And if anyone tells you that, I just love it. It's so funny. It's like a cute little show. They're not watching it because if you wanted She-Hulk to be a certain thing, these last two episodes wrote really shitty female characters and it's fucking wild dude it's fu- they, they want to be sex in the city relevant and it's way closer to sex in the city too. the movie hey dion yeah i finally did my part in supporting the wnba oh yeah would you watch the uh the last you, game or whatever you got a jersey? championship game no they have wn wnba branded ruffles potato chips so i bought a bag of chips that say wnba on them <laughs> that counts right yeah man let's go should, should i show them on camera should i go yes, get them please. yes please all right you guys continue i'll be back i'm gonna go get my nwa pro or sorry, nwa that's a different time <laughs> Come on, I, I don't want to tonight i'm pretty happy <laughs> i mean i'm i mean it, it would be it would be nwa barbecue flavored you know potato chips but okay Fuck! Sign me up for those, dude. <laughs> straight yeah. out of Compton, straight into yeah, your mouth. Yeah, mm. they, 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 they do spicy and sweet, man. You know how it is. <laughs> oh man! And <laughs> WNBA fucking chips. Of course, this yeah. is how we're gonna save everything. We're gonna we're gonna sell snack food. Good for you. Yeah, I, I mean, I supported the Los Angeles Lakers by buying the Ruffles uh, jalapeno and lime featuring Anthony Davis and the hot cheddar and sour cream featuring LeBron James, who's not as good as Michael Jordan was. <laughs> I do love how, how you and uh, Dion su- support the WNBA. Like, you guys actually watch the uh, games and stuff. Occasionally I will turn it on, but not very often. Well, yeah, but I mean, at least, at least you, at least you do more than like, you know, the, these uh you know it, going over bill burr's thing like the females who rant and rave about not being represented like you guys at least fucking you know watch the shit yeah here we go guys sorry for the crinkling but oh. look right here oh, me, man, you, me, you, uh... that's why i support the WNBA, baby eat them right. chips and enjoy them brother 
Yeah, enjoy every bit Congrats of that. Congrats to Las Vegas. They won the championship. People actually showed up to their fucking parade. I was I was impressed with those fans out there. I was going to give them <laughs> shit if they did the same thing they did to Chicago. I, but they actually showed up. I was proud of them. I was like, all right, y'all. The, the only thing that surprised me more about Las Vegas winning the WNBA championship was the fact that Las Vegas had an NBA, WNBA team because I was unaware. Yes. I don't well, follow folks, the league. Holy shit. Our friend Darius Harvey... Uh, sends in a giant super chat asking for a number nine. So you know what happens when we get a super, super chat, right, guys? Yeah, man. You know, they say all men are created equal. But you look at me and you look at Small Joe, and you can see that statement is not true. <laughs> see, normally if you go one-on-one -on -one with another wrestler, you got a 50-50 chance of winning. But I'm a genetic freak, and I'm not normal. So you got a 25% at best at beating me. And then you add Kurt Angle to the mix. Your chances of winning drastic go, drastic go down. See the three-way at sacrifice. You got a 33 and a third chance of winning, but I, I got a 66 and two-thirds chance of winning because Kurt Angle knows Kurt Angle he knows. can't beat me, and he's not even gonna try. So small Joe, you take your 33 and a third chance minus my 25% chance, and you got an eight and a third chance of winning at sacrifice. But then you take my 75% chance of winning. If we used to go one on one and then add 66 and two thirds percent, I got 141 and two thirds chance of winning at sacrifice. See, Joe, the numbers don't lie and they spell disaster for you at sacrifice. Now, Jeff. Yes, sir. What if our friend Darius Harvey actually wants two number nines, a number nine large, a number six with extra dip, a number seven, two number 45s, one with cheese, and a large soda? <laughs> well, if he wants all of that, since he's so generous to the You WCBS better order a fucking show, Diet Coke with it too, goddammit. That's what you think the soda I, is. Yeah. I think he should get one of these too. Rick and Scott Steiner, let me welcome you back. Oh, Team 3D, you guys are out of your mind. Come to Atlanta, Georgia, the place that the Steiner brothers got their start in professional wrestling. You guys are out of your mind making it a table match because tonight we're going to beat you at your own game. And after it's all said and done, you're going to be taking splinters out of your fat asses all night long because you got some fat asses. The only chance you have, you have no chance, but you had a chance is you can run Nicky Split. You can't run because you got some fat asses. And after it's sun done, we're going to have a tailgate party for all my freaks out there in Atlanta, Georgia. My favorite <laughs> part of that whole thing. If you hit the only chance you got, well, you have no chance. He cracks himself in his own promo. But if you had a chance. <laughs> the only Fuck. chance you got, if you, ha you have no chance. But if you had a chance. <laughs> it's like splitters out of your fat asses. <laughs> you God know, damn, it's a 2023 cool. dude. 2023 goal for the channel, Scott Steiner. Yeah, Scott Steiner. I agree. Do you want to do it? Yeah. We, we partied don't give him a live with Mike. I I would be. I will not risk this channel on him. But we hung out with the Godfather, and that turned out great. So I'm sure it would be great to hang out with Scott Steiner. We're just. We get it. We get it. If he still had his Shonies and Ackworth, we could do it. But they closed it down because the pandemic got him. Oh, God damn it. The biggest loss. Fuck. Yeah. The, the, the pandemic took a lot from us. But the most important thing we can all agree on is the Shonies and Ackworth, Georgia. Yeah. we. I used to eat at Shonies all the time. Yeah. 
I really do. Anytime <laughs> we would travel. Dude, there's a picture that you took of me getting kicked in the balls by the big boy. <laughs> I drove by the original big boy the other day. It was awesome. Big boy's a bit of a Food dick. was tasty. So, yeah, that is our um, our talk for Andor. Like I said, folks, instead of hijacking the show each and every week to try to review a long, drawn-out show, I'm just going to do the reviews like I did. And hopefully... I'll be able to streamline them and get those out on Wednesday so you guys can hear those right away. And if you want to watch the show, cool. If not, you do what you want to do. WCBS firmly believes in thinking for yourself. We only like to recommend things that we like, like Tits and Art. Link in the description mm-hmm. below. So, guys, let's check back in with the audience because I do want to talk about this new um, this trailer that dropped. We're not going to tell everybody what trailer we're going to talk about yet. But I got a big question that goes with it, and I think it'll be a fun discussion. So, Nick, if you wouldn't mind giving me a number between 1 and 69, and we will play that right now. 32. 32, you say? Yeah, that's the... Dylan! You son of a bitch. Oh, my gosh! Oh. We have just seen... Um... That would please me. <laughs> Your obsession with that fucking bike crash. Bro, it's the audience that loves it. It's not me. It's yeah. not like I sit around and watch it all day. I should never watched things. it outside of channel stuff. Yeah, it was one of those things that it, it came and went like he did. And, you know, it, <laughs> everyone just was like, dude, that is just epic. The number of things you can do with this dipshit killing himself is just incredible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> To the audience, though. Uh, let's check in with them. So, uh, where were we? Our friend Matt G, thank you very much. Matt G just sent us a dollar. Matt G, thank you very much for supporting the show each and every week by being here, and thanks for the buck, man. Yeah, thanks for being Long-time a real friend G. Of the... Yeah. Long-time friend of the channel, Jada Becca says, Buffalo Jeff for president. Also, happy Hobbit Day. Be sure to watch the great Lord of the Rings trilogy well, today. Yeah. Fuck the Lord <laughs> of the Rings, Rings of Power. Oh God, that that it's show. Not, it's, it, it's oh. Who's watching it? Day. Not me. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's F fourteen Tomcat Day. Just saying. Is that the day <laughs> that it was it was invented? It was the day that it was introduced in nineteen seventy four. Also, the day that it was retired by the United States Navy in two thousand six. Oh, you know, it's nice. great. I actually have footage of its first and last day. <laughs> well, well, yeah. <laughs> While that is entertaining, that uh, that was not an F-14 Tomcat. That was a fixed wing. Yeah, you could have fooled me because I only know those. that shit is fighter jets and the shit from Top Gun. <laughs> but I'm always willing to learn. So our friend Boshua says, finally going to be able to listen regularly. Also, Joe Rogan motorcycle, please. Well, Dion, I know you love to watch that guy go flying across the screen and like told you it wasn't me that likes it. It's the audience. So, folks. Ask and you shall receive. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I'm not sure what's funnier, the Wilhelm screen or the moped buzz. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad no, you it's, appreciate No, no, no. It's, it, it, it's funny that he thought he was going to get away from the cops and then he just whoo, into the atmosphere, into the stratosphere. Yeah, well, shit happens when you party naked. <laughs> yeah, I want to get that t-shirt. 
Thank you, Boshua. Ninja Lawyer Steve, thank you very much for your generous super chases. I just sent you some clip posters. I've been having the worst time at work, and I can always count on you guys to make things a bit brighter. Plus, your reactions to my lame crap are the best. Ninja Lawyer Steve, I do already have that pulled up. I saw the Will mm. Smith segment as well. I already chuckled. So I guarantee we will read that tonight. Like we always, I'll put it like this, folks. We love Ninja Lawyer Steve's contributions. Um, Ninja Lawyer Steve is a friend of the channel, and we have the opportunity to hang out with him. So do us a favor, folks. Be like Ninja Lawyer Steve. Come to one of our hangouts. We like to let you know well in advance. And the next one we have guaranteed is WrestleMania. But there's going to be more before then. So be on the lookout from that. But Ninja Lawyer Steve, we will get to your posters. I got all of those pulled up. Um, you gave us quite a few, and thank you. So, guys, after Ninja Lawyer Steve, we have our friend Cesario Japan, who was uh, calling it for the Axel F. Mumblecore rap. Now, Dr. Coffinhouse has a question for Kendo. Kendo, have you seen The Wind and the Lion? If so, what do you think of Teddy Roosevelt's depiction in said film? I have not seen that movie. However, my thoughts on Teddy Roosevelt are, dude was a fucking man. I mean, got shot and continued his speech, but, you know, granted his speech protected him from getting killed. Uh, created the National Park Service, which I'm grateful for. I love the National Park Service. And um, did a lot of really great things for the country. Was a hell of a leader. The only thing that I have to knock Teddy Roosevelt for is that he got mad at his hand-picked successor, uh, William Howard Taft. And because of, he- because of that, they split the Republican vote and allowed a piece of shit hack named Woodrow Wilson to <laughs> default luck into the presidency and be and elected <clears throat> by a fluke in 1912. So that's my only knock on Teddy Roosevelt is that he, uh, yeah, he's the reason why we got Wilson. TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much for uh, all your super chats. I'm going to read those all right now. First off, he says, following up on Kendo's suggestions from last week and Dion missed. Fuck, Mary kill, commentary edition, volume two. Monsoon Heenan, J.R. Lawler, Kenny Blankenship, and Vic Romano. Okay, see, that's where you make it tougher. I still gotta, I still gotta marry Kenny Blankenship and Vic Romano. I mean, as much as I would love to marry Monsoon and Heenan. I'm just going to have to fuck them and kill J.R. Lawler. But God damn it. I understand See, why, but it hurts. Blankenship. I know Blankenship and Romano is just, God damn it. it, it, it it's, it's like pussy. It's undefeated. <laughs> um, I'm going to kill Monsoon and Heenan since I don't have the same strong connection. I'll fuck JR and Lawler and marry Blankenship and Romano. They have changed my life. Yeah. Killing Blankenship and Romano. Um, fucking Lawler and Jerry and JR and then uh, marrying, um, marrying uh, Monsoon and Heenan. Nick, anything you'd like to add? Uh, Reagan for a landslide. Mm, there got. you go. Reagan in the landslide. That now, damn mind don't screwjob. stand a chance. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob asks, Professor Kendo, thoughts on Gettysburg from 1993? That movie uh, is a great movie. It's a, it's a masterpiece. Not even just as a war movie, just as a movie in general. It's fantastic. 
Um, it's adapted extremely well from the book, The Killer Angels by, oh, is it Jeff Shar or Michael Shar? It's one of them. And then that was the father. He died and the son picked up the mantle and wrote other books about the Civil War that were like the fictionalized historical things. Not nearly as good as The Killer Angels. Killer Angels was just a masterpiece. Um, great movie. Very great movie. I watch it once a year, every year on July 1st. I sit down and watch that movie to commemorate the anniversary of one of the most crucial moments in the history of this great country. Except this year, I didn't get a chance to. So I'm going to watch it over Thanksgiving because, you know, I'm thankful that the Union won. I'm just hungry for Thanksgiving food, to be honest. Yeah, me too. <laughs> it's been a it's been a good day. I can't complain, but I didn't have much time to eat. So I ate some, uh, some taquitos and some fried macaroni and cheese balls from the freezer. I'm ready for an actual meal. <laughs> Cheeseburgers after the show. Uh, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much again. He says, Professor Kendo, Mr. Cleo... Buffalo Jeff. What about Nick? He's big rig Nick Utan. He he's you know the Samoan sex machine. Right. That's he, he he he's a rambling bambling, you know, C B toting motherfucker that goes from coast to coast delivering goods and you know delivering the goods. Hey, goods. Yeah, you want to get on his good side, you get him a turkey leg and some mayonnaise, son. You know, otherwise, <laughs> otherwise he's gonna burn this motherfucker down. Yes, yeah, breaker breaker one nine all over your ass. That's right. He ain't here for sixty nine. Shit goes down. You want him in your corner? You dig? I love this show. Thank you, folks. <laughs> John Thomas, this one hurts. Jeff says lethal weapon. I say Stuber. LOL. <laughs> Did you guys ever watch oh. Stuber with a uh, Batista and uh, was it Camille? Yeah, Nandani? yeah, I watched it. It was it was okay. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah, I. I didn't like that movie at all. We watched it. I gave it a shot. Or wait, hold on. Was it that I hated My Spy? Because they're both Batista films. I think I hated My Spy, but I didn't watch Stuber, so I stand corrected. I haven't seen either yet. Yeah, no, I remember. I remember watching Stuber and being like, I know where all this is. Like all this, all all that was filmed in Atlanta, except for like the really wide scenes of the car where they actually drove the car through L.A. That was just like B-roll footage they got on a weekend. Everything else is filmed here. I like the lady in that movie, Betty Gilpin. She's kind of cute. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You ever watch Glow? Yeah. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've seen Glow. Uh, Netflix uh, canceled it because, you know, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. That that pissed me off. Um, I'll, I won't go super long into it, but I may have said it before. My parents watched the original Glow back in the day. So when the show dropped, my mom's like, ooh, I'll watch that with you. So we watched all of it. And I was like, cool, let's see what happens to all the women. And then they canceled the show. So yep. thanks, Netflix. You got one that I actually cared about. <laughs> um, let's see, where were we at? Uh, thank you, though, John Thomas. Adam Wofford, thank you very much for your super generous super chat. He says, the time-traveling show was called Timeless. Sliders was about different universes. The first episode of Timeless is when our black guy pointed out the big problem, and they go back to 1913 when the Hindenburg exploded. Yep. Yep, um, that was the first episode. Hindenburg didn't explode in 1913. Well, what year did it explode, Coach uh, Professor Kendo? 1931 or 32? Let me take a look real quick. Well, I mean, like that was yeah, that was the premise of the show, and there was like, another another team who took the other time machine device. 37. And, like, yeah, they took the other time machine device and uh, made it not explode. 
That was the whole thing. Well, here's a little fortune of history for you. The Hindenburg disaster happened on May 6, 1937 in New Jersey because bad shit blows up in New Jersey all the time, probably. But if you fast forward from May 6, 1937 to May 6, 1945, you will find the fall of the once glorious Third Reich. Ha <laughs> ha Bitches, we win. Back to back World War II champions. <laughs> or World War champions. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that show constantly like that show was constant historical stuff over and over again because the and it, because the bad guys wanted to keep changing history for some reason, I forget. Um, and that was the whole thing. They just kept like following them through time. That's what it was. I watched that first episode. I clearly forgot about the rest. I mean, I I, um, I, I watched the whole show because I thought it was interesting. But man, it it gets to a point like halfway through. I think maybe towards the end of season one where you're just like, they can't keep doing this. They have to like slow down or stop because once again, they're hitting all the historical stuff at once and it's going to get boring. Like once again, that's why quantum leap was, you know, better. Adam Wofford. Thank you very much again for your super chat. He says when quantum leap takes on historical events, it was a big moment in the series, but rarely took on big events like that. Yep. Adam Wofford also says, I hate time traveling shows or bookstores. Uh, some people are not smart enough to handle it or make it so complex they forget the rules they set up. Yeah, I think Avengers Endgame overdid it with the time travel. Trying to overexplain calling Back to the Future 2 shit wasn't cool. Yeah, I held up my yeah it was a bit much. I mean, yeah. I'm all on board for, like, um, you know, dense sci-fi or time travel like uh, Primer. But you gotta be fun. God, like, primer, you, gotta be, you gotta be watchable. Just put it like that. Watchable. Primer is, primer is Primer was an indie movie that like fucking made a splash, I think, at Sundance or whatever. And it is like it, it's it, it's funny because remember listening to the uh commentary, that movie takes a place over over the period of three days. Oh shit, really? Yeah, three days. It's a fucking weekend. <laughs> I did not realize that. And, and 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 like I have a DVD copy, but apparently it's worth like two hundred dollars on eBay. <laughs> Because like you can't find the disc anymore, it's just not not something that exists. You just have to like buy it on Amazon and just enjoy that. I, Nick, I might need you to grab us a copy of that one day. Yeah, I, I will. Don't worry. All right. So up next, our friend Adam Wofford. Thank you very much for your very or sorry, Adam Wofford. Uh, this one is our friend Darian Two and Seven. Thank you. He says. Could I propose we celebrate James Bond before Thanksgiving this year? I propose a drunk stream of Goldmire Tomorrow Never Dies the week before Thanksgiving this year, Thursday, November 17th. Button 62. Well, let me press you a button, and uh, then we will talk about that in just one second. Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit. Jamie, pull that video up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, I propose two movies. Mm-hmm. Goldeneye and Live and Let Die. Ooh. You've already done Live and Let Die, though. But I'm just saying for Thanksgiving. That's what I'm saying. You know what we could do? And this is just me being crazy here. We could go to where we left off and watch The Living Daylights. We could do that, too. That's entirely fine. We should, and we should try to do... Um... I would love to do a fun James Bond stream before Thanksgiving. I'd love to do a fun James Bond stream fucking tomorrow if, I, if, we, if we were scheduled for it but yeah darian two and seven we'll do stuff like that we'll, honestly we might hit it even before thanksgiving um who knows we're gonna have a lot of fun stuff for october folks make sure you join us for the live drunk watch of halloween ends 
I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to have the same drinking game set up like I did for Halloween Kills. So if they have evil dies tonight 45 times, we'll take 45 drinks. Fuck it. By the way, Jeff, um, we can acquire... God, I can't believe I'm saying this and admitting this. Uh, I'm sorry, Kendo. We can acquire the the newer Rob Zombie film as well. Fuck you. I know. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, that's that's that, that that's available for yeah. I'm not gonna turn this whole show into fuck Rob Zombie the movie, but dude, you should have just stuck with the music. <laughs> you were you were good, good. I will, go, I will, dude. Some of Rob Zombie's music kicks ass. Some of those songs are fun to be drunk to at a fucking bar, just rocking out. They they're perfect. They're just strip pray, songs. Pray that he never shows up at a convention where it. Why is he gonna try to fight us? No, I, I am, I, I did like we're, 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 you guys are gonna have to stop me, stop me from fighting him. That's I mean, I feel like each oh. one of us individually could take Rob Zombie. He oh no, hundred percent. Yeah, of course, of course, because he's a poser. Um, of course, you could take him. Well, <laughs> then let's just not work at a convention Rob Zombie's gonna be at because I really don't want any of us in jail. Yeah, it, it would just be me harassing him the whole weekend. That's all it would be. <laughs> So, after our friend Darian Tunes, Oh, he asked for a button 62. Did I press the button 62? Eh, we'll press another one just because. Guess what, motherfucker? There you go. <laughs> God. He was a... That was the brightest flash in the pan in history. <laughs> oh, yeah. That motherfucker thought he was going to get out of jail because of it, too. Yeah. He, was he the thought he was going to get a pardon and everything? Yeah. He's the I thought he was, too. <laughs> Wouldn't, Look, wouldn't that have been some shit though if he had gotten if he actually gotten pardoned? Oh my god! <laughs> I was hoping he would have been pardoned. I mean, when you well, try to you, kill well, such then... an unlikable person like that bitch Carol Baskin, I just right. I can't get mad. Dude, at if, him. if 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 he had gotten pardoned, like Netflix would have like twenty seasons of that fucking show. Well, no, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can hear the enthusiasm in your voice, Jeff. You're, you were really I, looking forward to those twenty seasons of <laughs> of the show. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's one of those shows that you could maybe maybe get a second season out of. But other than that, man, that's a dry fucking well. It is. It is. Like, yeah, one, like two seasons. Two seasons definitely, maybe. Yeah, you can't go really far with that. You really can't. Yeah, I mean, anything past the first one's pushing it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it'll actually return home. So, mm. Watchmen of Yaw. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> Thank you, Watchmen of Yaw, for both of these. Thank you to Darian217 as well for your very generous super chat. Uh, Watchmen of Yaw says, Speaking of spies, I was livid when I heard what they want to do to my boy Sam Fisher. I gotta look up what's going on with Sam Fisher. Uh, do you guys like Spoiler Cell at all? It's been a while since I set up the game. I don't Honestly, believe Splinter deserves to be put in a cell. I mean, they chained him up in the first Ninja Turtles movie, but Casey freed him. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, did you get... wrong splinter? Wrong splinter. Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. Did you finish the Cowbunga collection? I mean, I know it's a bunch of games, but have you played well, through everything Jeff, yet? You, you, you know how how much free time I have these days. So, no, I have not finished. <laughs> I, I'm... Remember a couple weeks ago when I sent you that picture of me at the Technodrome in the first Ninja Turtles movie, so they can go on. Yeah, I can't believe I made it here. This is the first I've ever made in the game because I kept giving you updates of I'm further than I ever was in this game. Um, that's that that's still there. I have not progressed any further because I have no oh. time. 
Well, I understand. Football um, season's taking the best part of me, Jeff. Well, that's... Folks, let's give a, a shout-out. Let's give some love to Kendo for showing up no matter what to WCBS. Folks, one in the chat for Kendo. Right. This time of week, I am tired as shit, but I'm here. Thank well, you. I'm not hopped up on cold medicine this well, week. Well, at least you're not, you're not tired from working a shit job like in the beginning of the fucking pandemic. You know, that I, I, yeah, I can definitely sit down and say, you know what? I am grateful for the fact that I am not in the situation I was a little over a year ago. But... I'm happy. I like my job. I fucking love my job. Well, it's a change in the positive direction. I'm happy for you, man. Yeah. So, uh, Watchman of Y'all also says, the more you know, could I get a no, 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 bitch? Of course you can get that. I should have said, can you get the button and then clicked it, but I didn't. So let's just press it anyway. No, 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 bitch! (laughs) I need to start answering my phone when telemarketers call. You should, and then when you hang up the phone, you should uh, look into it and go. Kick your ass later. (laughs) (laughs) It works. So thank you, Watchmen of Yacht. Enrique Vasquez says you have access to the hyperbolic time chamber, but you can only take one category of stuff. What food do you? What do you bring? Food, shower, TV, and better included. Okay, so food, shower, TV. So does that mean I'm like stuck in this like little box forever? Well, well <laughs> the hyperbolic time chamber is from Dragon Ball Z. I'll pull up a picture of it. What the guys would do in the show is they would go in to the hyperbolic time chamber and train like two years worth of time and like, I guess like an hour of our time. So like you would have these episodes where I think it was Goku and fucking Vegeta or somebody. They're like in this hyperbolic time chamber training and they need to get out because as soon as they're done training, they're going to be strong enough to fight somebody. I don't know exactly who it was, but um, it's been a minute. Because I've never, never, I've never watched the Dragon Balls, so I'm not really up on what that is. So thank you for the explanation. I would, I would listen to what my man James Galdafini said and killing them softly. If I'm getting the hyperbolic chamber, I'm gonna find me the nicest piece of ace. I'm gonna take me in there the nicest piece of ace, and there's no better piece of ace than the Jewish girl looking. Um, also, we're going to jump back to the, the Sam uh, Fisher thing in just a second. Don't worry. Um, I'm going to go with Dion and take uh, a lady, too. Because it's like, what else would you want to hey, do? My man. That's my chamber? boy right there. You're going to be <laughs> really good when you get out of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, you, you you got TV and food. What else do you need? You pussy. Well, okay, Here, so here's my thought on the matter. If I'm going into this hyperbaric chamber thingy to fucking fight, like, because I got to fight somebody, so I got to train like two years worth in an hour. I mean, if you're banging this chick for two years in an hour, like you're going to be like way out of fucking energy when it comes time to fight the bad guy. So I'm taking in like a fucking bow flex or something. So I can get yoked <laughs> out, <laughs> come out, get the shit out of this motherfucker. And then I can bang whatever chick I no, want. You can do other stuff in there. It's not, you're not just training straight for two years. Well, then, yeah. just then, then it wasn't you. described to me properly. So, <laughs> I'm still taking. Well, no, because I, I mean, well, no, no, no. Yeah. To 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 oh. you, to you, to you, two years pass in a two-year time span. To us, an hour passes. That's what it is. Yeah, so it's just an amount of time. So like, you could spend ten hours of the day training to fight this dude, and then when you go to bed. But what are you training with? All you've got is a food, a TV, and a shower. I mean, 
You got to have some kind of resistance training if you're about to fight somebody. It is resistance training. <laughs> no, they never said there was any like weights or anything else in their workout equipment. The only thing they said was like, you know, there's a shower, there's food, and there's TV. What are you gonna do? Just like put do like wall push-ups for two years? They ain't gonna do you any fucking good. Well, I'm sure that if it's, you have a TV, I'm assuming you can like save stuff to take in there with it. You you can take whatever you want. You're not gonna be doing so like two years worth like of Pilates. Still not gonna help you yeah, fight the guy. Yeah, the Pilates. <laughs> you know, take a couple bass rooting DVDs in there. Work out some combinations. <laughs> practice sparring. Take, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, take Tybo, bro. You practice sparring at the end of the day. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, but the sparring, that's like, you, you gotta, you gotta have the fucking, you know, you gotta build up. So you definitely just can't take the roids because then you, there's no point in getting out and trying to bang chicks because your dick's all fucked up. So, <laughs> well, that's why you take blue chew forever and your heart explodes to fix that. So. <laughs> well, the, the roids the will do solved. that too. Ask the British Bulldog, but oh my God. What would happen if you put Chris Benoit in a hyperbolic time chamber? If, does he have the Bowflex? Because we know how that turns out. <laughs> He's been hanging for seven years. Oh, my Shit. God. It's only been five minutes. Yeah. Great Scott, Marty. <laughs> now, uh, I do want to jump back because our friend Watchman of Yaw has been very uh, patient. He did want to... Um, I'm going to read the Sam Fisher stuff in a second, but he wanted to give us a t-shirt idea as well. Professor Kendo in a chair bald with his slogan. Now, do we give you the... Uh, Professor X floating wheelchair or the um, the regular wheelchair, Kendo? You give him I a mean, floating wheelchair. You give him a floating yeah, wheelchair. Say, if you're going to cripple me in the name of t-shirts, please give me the floating wheelchair. Yeah. <laughs> Don't give him the regular one of the wheels and shit. What the, what the fuck, man? Yeah. I mean, I'd like to have one up on that little bastard that gets to run the fucking kingdom in uh, that show. God, I used to Wakanda watch it, Forever? Though. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Did you... Okay. Um, I know we're not really going to talk about it much, but they released one of the action figures from that movie. That Riri Williams character wears like a mech suit and looks like a Gundam character. So we're going to have this weird Iron Man adjacent Gundam um, superhero oh, in Wakanda Forever. Are you excited? Stunning and brave? No. Not at all. I'm not interested either. I... I'm, I, I'm, I'm wondering if the movie will do numbers like it did last time. If people are actually going to flock to it constantly like they did last time. Well, I'm going to go see it. Day one, because I am not a racist. Yeah, you, you better be not, not be a racist. I mean, there are other factors in your in your personal life that say you're not a racist, Kendo. So you know. Yeah, but I, I have to have one that sells on Twitter. That's oh, yeah, other that, factors. Make sure, the right make sure one of those other factors does not matter. It that's only the, matters that that's true. Make sure you take a take, take a picture of your of your ticket stub with your face next to it, so people know that you went to go see it. Yeah, yeah. And I'll take a picture of me at the football team. And be like, these are the kids I work with every day. <laughs> We're multicultural. We are. We're changing the world for the better. Now, speaking of change, Splinter Cell is going to change a little. So the remake of the original Splinter Cell, which I can't believe we're getting an update, will update the game's stories for a modern audience. It's been revealed. Oh, Jesus Christ. Using the first Splinter Cell game as a foundation, we are writing, rewriting and updating the story for a modern-day audience. The post reads, We want to keep the spirit and themes of the original game while exploring our character and the world to make them more authentic and believable. It's so he's going to be black? This is... Dude, <laughs> d- d- he's a mutated rat. That's not... How do you get that to be believable to begin with? Wrong Splinter there, buddy, still. Yeah. Just... My bad. Now, um... <laughs> 
I just, maybe I'm old at this point in my life, but 2002 and then remaking for a modern audience, it's, is 2002 that long ago? Because yes. I consider any kind of espionage or Dude, world event. 2002 story is 20 years. It's 20 years ago, Jeff. 20 years ago. Dude, no, okay. In 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 woke time, 2022 is like 50 years ago. No, but but what I'm getting at is, outside of the pandemic, not a lot has changed in what Sam Fisher would interact with since 9/11. So I don't think that's a good answer. Oh, we're gonna make it for the modern world. Well, Splinter Cell games are from the. This, you know, the new millennium. They're not that old. The first one's 20 years old. I think, well, the last one's, what, 2010? Or did they not make it past Rogue Agent in 2006? Either way, it's like, I'm just, I'm blown away by the, the constant desire of rebooting stuff this way well, I mean, for it's, the modern it's, it's, world. It's the, it's, the, it's the same thing that Hollywood's doing. They, they're going for the IPs that... Um, that are recognizable that make money because they're afraid to do anything else. They're afraid to put the money towards anything else and lose big. That's what's happening. Yeah. You know, and it's that's what video that's what's happening with that's what's happening with video games now too. We're all we're having all these remasters and remakes for modern era and all that other bullshit that doesn't really matter, and they're losing too. Um so let's see. So we got that, we got the spies, we got the Sam Fisher and the t shirt. Yeah. So Watchmen of Yoth, thank you very much. Sorry to uh jump over you like that, but we got you taken care of, my friend, and thank you for uh, everything. Uh, Enrique, thank you. Cesare Japan says, Kendo, thoughts on Jimmy Carter rabbit incident? Oh, um, so that essentially became like a huge, like, viral, that, that was like a viral video slash memeable moment that happened, let's see, 1979, like third, 40 years or 35 years before memes became a thing. Um, Jimmy Carter was out fishing one day, guys, and a rabbit. Uh, jumped into the river where he was at fishing and chased his boat, sort of, and he like splashed some water on it. Either way, it, 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 they they turned it into like the po the media that the, the the lovely people at the papers turned it into a attack of the killer rabbit type scenario to make fun of Jimmy Carter. The press had a field day. Other than that, it, I mean, it's not like it was needed to help Reagan win. Also, uh, that super chat included this. Seems a bit I didn't want to talk say about it. Jimmy Carter, but. Well, the end of the message said horse button, but I didn't want Dion to know it was coming. Really pushing me with that shit. Oh, I know. I'll push you even further, buddy. Listen, Yikes. listen. I'm see. <laughs> I hope whoever got that that chat is gonna be in person too in California. I'm gonna whoop both y'all asses. How about that? <coughs> fucking goddamn horse masks. And the fucking if buffalo. Cesario Japan makes his way the all the way up here, I'll be. <laughs> Your ass, Japan, Cesario Japan. Think about that. Your fat ass is gonna be pulling stape splinters out of your ass because of your fat ass. <laughs> the views of Dion Green are 100% supported by the world class bullshitters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, folks in the chat, uh, check out Tits and Art. Link in the description below. We are uh, 135% past our goal already, and it's only been live for a few short hours. So, folks, let's keep this trainer rolling. Uh, remember, when we pass 2,000, uh, hardback books for everybody. So, yep, yep everybody's getting hard.
Yeah, everybody's getting hard for TNA. There you go. There you go. That that's a, that right there is a fucking money tagline. There you go. Everybody's getting hard for TNA. That's it, folks. Everyone's getting hard for TNA. Help across two thousand backers. I'm hard right now. And, uh, there you go. It can get harder. <laughs> Turgid is the word of the day. Um, if, if this is also the point where we need a Bluetooth sponsorship, real bad. Um, you know what? We have the numbers. We should just ask. We should. We Could should. you imagine next week's show? Normal intro. We're talking, blah, blah, blah. And I go, yeah, Dion, that is sad that you have that problem. That's why you should use BlueChew.com right now to get um, <laughs> promo code whatever. <laughs> promo code uh, hard for TNA. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever and then said. TNA's numbers actually go up and fucking Dixie said she's not in charge anymore. But whoever's in charge now would be like, wow, why? our viewership's over a million this week. What's happening? I don't know. It's us. You're welcome. Not Dixie Carter. Yeah. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob has an idea. No more parody comics, but video games. Professor Kendo fights through the U.S. where it's a beat em up a la Secret Service and Triple K for Woodrow Wilson. I mean, there's enough of you out there with talent, okay? Look, the nerd, somebody programmed a video game based on the nerd fighting through game stuff and everything like that. I'm sure there's somebody in our audience that has the talent, the skills, and the extraordinary amount of spare fucking time to waste to make a video game featuring me fighting my way through U.S. history. And Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> so it would be it would be just Kendo quantum leaping through through U.S. history? Yeah, somehow I get fucking sent back to the Mayflower and I just have to fucking fight my way back to 2022. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, would be, that would be so much fun as a side-scroller. Oh my god, that'd be so much fun. Yes, so the concept, and this is the concept that it has to be, I am fighting my daily battle, okay, so, so sort of almost daily battle, with the soda machine at work that never wants to give me a fucking Sprite. And somehow or another, I get sucked in through the ether of the credit card slider machine thing, and I get pulled into the past, and I have to fight my way through American history. I'm in. Let's make it happen. Folks that are uh, technologically gifted more so than we are, please code us the WCBS video game. We'll, uh, we'll make it happen. Yeah, my power-ups are finding you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I want, to, I want to find them in the most asinine places Wait, no, no. Possible. No, no. Should, no, should your power-ups be finding us? Should your power-ups be, like, putting, putting like, notes and, and shit so, you, so we can, like, read them in the future kind of thing? Yeah, that's what it could be. Like, I send you guys, like, shit, and I, like, fire it through, like like a wormhole or something and you get it and you're able to send me the power-ups back through the fucking ether that sounds so awesome. like somehow <laughs> or another awesome. i somehow or another i get like an ar-15 and like 1750 <laughs> so, that sounds it, dude that sounds so chaotic and so much fun so the, the you know we win our independence at fucking lexington and concord because the, the, the guy who fires the shot around the world happens to be me with a fully loaded M60. Yeah, Kendo, like, a.k.a. <laughs> the, great, the Great White Hope. Yeah. <laughs> and then the kick in the dick of it is at the end, the story goes, and it's like I've been like, you know, documented through history as being like the greatest living American of all time or something like that. That would be awesome. It should like, just I couldn't have done it without these guys. And it's like three versions of you. That aren't you because I fucked up the space time continuum so bad. Sounds like the end of the Wizard of Oz. Oh my god! And you were that there. Sounds... And you were there. 
That's that that sounds that sounds fun. <laughs> that sounds. Really I want fun. that video game. I do too. Oh god. Well, it's the perfect time to talk about our next topic because it's video game related. Mr. Cleo, you've been summoned, my friend. Mr. Cleo, wake up, please. What am I? What what what? What is Mr. Cleo doing? Mr. Cleo, predict Frosk's empl- Frosk's employment opportunities. Oh, oh, I'll snap! Oh, shit! Uh, let me uh, let me go. Oh, oh, hey, oh, hey! Uh, let me check the cards. Remember, boys, cards don't lie. Uh, what, what card do we? What card do we have here? Uh, oh, oh, we have we have the the magenta harlot of Harlem here. Oh, I see it's deep. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Check the cards. Yeah. Oh, it means she may be she may be stopping at your local club. The cards don't lie. I'm at a mercy. <laughs> These were the wise words of Mr. Oh Cleo. <laughs> Whenever we get so, together again, I need a green screen in 30 minutes with, with Dion. That's all I fucking need. You, 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 I don't want to know what's going to happen. So you guys, yeah, whatever. I want. Look, I, I know I, you we, haven't we seen going each other to, in a really long time. But. We are going to. We are going to recreate those fucking commercials from the from the 90s. Uh-huh. Look, you need to come will here. Stands because... be involved. <laughs> will, will what? Talking about commercials from the 90s. Extends. I mean, we could do a commercial for Extends. It'd be weird, though. It'd be really weird. Oh, Mr. Cleo sells Extends. That would be incredible. All of that crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Cleo got to put got to pay for those crystal balls, man. They ain't cheap. Yeah. Mr. Cleo oh, has yes, an expensive child, habit. I see that your dick can no longer get hard. <laughs> Use Bluetooth, darling. Use the code uh, WCBS5 to save 20% on your erections. Call me now. <laughs> God, that'd be amazing. No, it's not possible, man. You can't no. have too much fun, too many friends, or too much money. That's that's what I live by. So let's, uh, let's talk about the thing on screen, Frosk from G4. Uh, last, I'm working on this video. And I thought, oh man, last year is when all that frost shit went down. No, 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 that was January of this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that mm-hmm. was January. Yep. That was January. That was oh. post Alec Baldwin. Yeah. So Alec, Alec Baldwin, Baldwin had killed somebody. Alec at that point. Baldwin. Well, we're, we're, we're coming. We're coming up on, a, on 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 a year of the shot heard around the world. So <laughs> every year on my birthday, I, I get to celebrate thought... Alec Baldwin. The shot heard around Santa Fe. There you go. <laughs> If anything, that's sad. Too bad, never mind. I was like, we, we made a shirt. We should sell it and then, you know, whatever. But no, we won't. But, we'll but still remember, still we still need Alec Baldwin shot glasses. So. Well, we'll have those. Don't worry. There's going to be, I'm not going to tell everybody when, but there will be soon. Don't worry. Um, I keep wanting to tell you this, though. Every time I drive down the highway, there's this sign for um, a Spanish-speaking TV channel. And it has uh, these like beautiful Latina women and these random Hispanic dudes that I don't know. But Alec Baldwin is also on there. Mm. I don't know why. I'm going to take a picture next time I see it. But do you think of Alec Baldwin when you think of telenovelas or Mexican television? Oh, no, no, no. I know what it is. I know what it is. Uh, it's for, fuck, is it Codigo? Some kind of tequila. Him and Cindy Crawford's husband 
our uh, partners in a tequila company, I believe. I think I learned that from that show that I was – that one fucking uh, reality show that I actually cared about ever, the uh, claim to fame thing. I think because oh. Cindy Crawford's niece was on it, and they were trying to figure out who like the famous relatives were at, and I'm fairly certain that she said that her uncle and Alec Baldwin are tequila moguls, mongers. Oh. <clears throat> It's funny be because wrong. now it's funny because I keep I keep hearing about celebrity tequila and how bad it is because they're additives and chemicals and all kinds of bullshit like that. And there are like a, a bunch of people online now are like trying to find tequilas that are like you know <laughs> like locally sourced and are like have no bad ingredients in them and things like that. Now, so that's that's the thing. Hey, real quick, Breadman Productions. If you're going through old episodes of the show and you see stuff like that, would you send us emails so we can catalog exactly when we have first appearances and stuff like that? Because, what are we, 325 episodes as of tonight? I don't really remember the first, you know, couple hundred. So if he's, according to Breadman Productions, Mr. Cleo first appears in episode 106 of World Class Bullshitter. So, folks, after tonight's show. That's an awfully long time. Holy shit. That's, yeah, that's. Yeah. That's almost five years hey, ago. Hey, and smoke it, do Cleo. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> yeah, I love Mr. Cleo. Yeah, Dan needs to D start doing his, his, his smoker's cough voice for Mr. Cleo. <laughs> <coughs> I'm, I'm if she lived. <laughs> Mr. I want to do, do a fake documentary about like you know him being the son of, of Mrs. Cleo, and he's very like he's trying to he's trying to bring bring her back or something like that. In search of Miss Cleo. In search of Miss mm. Cleo, yeah. I think I think that I think that'd be a fun documentary. We, or, or, or we can do like you know a reenactment movie or something of her life. <laughs> uh, quick shout out, thank you to whoever just backed uh, Tits and Art Volume One. Uh, we have another backer. We're now one hundred and thirty-eight percent past our goal. So thank you. So, folks, the opposite of TNA is Frosk from G Four. This lady. That's true. Uh, earlier this year, and I can't believe it's this year. She opened up her mouth and turned off a lot of people. So G4 went away in 2012. It actually stuck around, in quotations, stuck around until 2014, but it was rebranded as the Esquire Network. So I was watching G4 back when it was on Comcast, when it was the early days. Then with the merger, I watched it, and I was a religious G4 watcher. I watched that shit every day. It was a great channel, and it really reflected the world in a way that no other TV channel could because so much of G4's content was either live or produced right before. It just always seemed fresh and cool. So even though it died years ago and we all got on with our lives and used the internet and streaming for every other thing, I was, I for one was very excited at the prospect of the return of G4 because it was a familiar friend. G4 had always been entertaining. I loved Attack of the Show, X-Play, all these things. So I, for one, was super excited for the return of G4. Then this January, Frost opens her mouth and wants to say how, uh, you know, people don't like her reviews because she's not sexy like Olivia Munn. I didn't get that. I mean, she's right in that aspect. That's true. true. The second part, the first part, we don't like her reviews because they suck. Well, the thing is, I actually didn't even have an opinion of her reviews until she started going on, and then I went, oh, wait, I missed G4's launch. I'm going to continue uh-huh. to skip G4, because I I know it's crazy to think, oh, you can get this shit on YouTube. I kind of wanted the G4 spin. Even though Adam Sessler's a nut bar, I wanted to see what he had to say about video games. But no. Yeah. Uh, we yeah. got and, and, this and even, yeah, even Even his Twitter at that time was going wild, man. He, he Even he said some shit on Twitter that was kind of like, really, buddy? 
Jeez. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, I mean, that her thing was fucking nine years ago. Yeah. You say her thing was like Streisand affected as well too, because like I never knew Foreskin did any fucking game reviews until she started screaming about her game reviews. Then I went and looked at her game reviews. I'm like, yeah, these are like fucking copy paste, fucking simpleton shit. And there's nothing special here. And you're ugly. Well, she, yeah, she, was, she was, yeah, she was pretty deep in the whole uh, esports thing, you know. So she was all, you know, she was already um, part of a pretty nuanced portion of the internet, you know. And for her to go off like that, you know, it's just, you know, it's just not the ability to read the room, let alone completely articulate what you were trying to say, you know. And and yeah, man, I mean, it, it, it's it's just it's just one of those things when you know some people just. They just love the taste of that shotgun too much, you know. You want to, they want to make a statement and forget, like you know, you know, no, no one's not even fully disagreeing with you. But you got, you know, don't don't attack your allies, you know. Yeah. So no, you never just, go full Cobain. You never, yeah, man. Like, <laughs> just, just, just God, you know, Sean Penn, I am Sam. Did she really Sean Penn? I am Sam. Oh wow! Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Goddamn. Oh, I. This is probably the moment that a lot of these people regret because I get it in the moment you're going to stand with your ally or you're going to be the ally of this crazy person. But this really just turns off a lot of people because the point I want to make, and I talk about this in the video, is G4 died before Gamergate was a thing, but returned in the Gamergate, like post-Gamergate. And I think they just couldn't keep themselves out of that conversation. Like, it was years before, or it had been years since people were really going on about that shit. Yes, yeah, sexism and gaming and all these retards like Anita Sarkeesian keep getting pulled into the conversation, but you know, we were past a lot of this shit. And this woman just takes the fucking band-aid and rips it off and causes so much pain. Like, what was the point, lady? You you essentially ruined G4 because it's like people were excited and then they go, oh, it's this kind of shit. Like, can we not get... I don't need you to put hot dogs in your mouth. I don't need you to do anything attractive. I just don't need you to be a shithead and be antagonistic. If my first yeah. appearance or my first time watching G4 is, you motherfuckers don't like me because I'm not sexy and you're this and you're that, I don't want to be talked down to. Either don't fucking talk to me or just entertain us like like a television personality is supposed to do. Yeah, they uh, clearly well, mis that, misread the room. Well, and, 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 and also, I mean, like, yeah, there's, it's... Yeah, I mean, how and this was during a live show, and, and, and you thought it was a good good idea to let this go on, so just like immediately cut to commercial or just tell her be like, you know, your piece is like, hey, just you know, take a breather, take a breather. Yeah. Well, not only that, but again, you know, to to Jeff's point, you know, that you don't you 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 you're so and 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 obviously she doesn't realize it's because she's so young, right? But you know, when you're when you. If you even if the, your end result was that you wanted to fix the internet and you wanted to stick it to the trolls, you know you don't you you're so enamored with winning the war that you're just that she just went scorched earth. So even for people that that agree with her, you know you feeding the trolls isn't making you are the she she doesn't even realize she was the only one that looked like an asshole. The entire <laughs> internet knows what the comment section does. The entire internet already knows that yes, people say fucked up things, but you can't use that reality to cover up one your issues with you and your profession, and two, calling them out on a live stream is exactly what they want. You know, this is exactly. this is akin to like 
how the world didn't know how to deal with terrorism. Like you don't you don't know how to you don't even know how to fight this war in fixing the internet. Giving trolls what they want on your live stream and making you look like an asshole is what they wanted. And and to do that on a network that's starting over with the very group you're trying to police is just not smart. It's just not a tactical smart thing. You want to get at the trolls, you review games better. You hold your cool on the show. You make fun of them in a way that makes you laugh. Don't try to be Miss Go-Getter. Be a Bill Burr about it. <laughs> you know, be funny. Be witty. Be, you know, fucking, you know, Kevin Hart knows he's a short little motherfucker. He he makes that part of his th- He uses he it again. Into it. And he, exactly, he leans into it. You know, the internet is not, is not the, the cafeteria in sixth grade. You screaming on a live stream at a new job is not how you win the war, homie. And that's why that shit didn't go. Especially when your only ally that's agreeing with you is that dumb, crazy motherfucker, Adam. Who's just clapping on the fucking, like, yeah, you're right, you're right, motherfucker. You're telling people that they should die. Like, you don't get an opinion in this conversation. You do the same thing that she's saying they're doing to her. Just because you believe a certain thing on a brand new show that they're trying to bring back, it's just not an intelligent, it's a very young person thing to do. Like, the, exactly. you don't see the bigger picture. You know, and that's why they, that's why G4 is losing, because they don't have people who can see the bigger picture. Say what you want about Olivia Munn. You know, she isn't going to go, I mean, I, you know, that she, eventually she kind of did kind of fuck herself up a little bit, you know, but, you know, you can't, you can't make that statement on G4 when you know they had Olivia Munn shoving hot dogs in their fucking mouth, like this is not this is not the platform. This is not the way that you do that, you know. And it was just a very, you know, it was it was a rookie thing to do, and it show and it shows how immature she probably is at the rest of her fucking job. Yeah. Well, well, and, and, and here's the thing. That. Well, and here's the thing is like she's esports. She's been esports in, in the esports space. She's been commentating. I'm sure she's gotten shit from from that as well. And all of a sudden, she couldn't handle it when she got to G four. I wouldn't think there would be a big difference. I mean, the the crowd might be bigger, but like, probably getting shit from the same people. Like, and you've dealt with it so long so far. Just fucking keep doing it, you know? Yeah. The easiest way to not get shit off anybody for any particular reason is to take ownership of it and rip on yourself for it first. Exactly. That's all it is. And then you just don't give the attention to the, 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 for lack of a better term, haters and trolls and douchebags. It's like they tell you all the time: don't feed the troll. If you don't acknowledge them, they'll eventually go away. Yeah. But and the people that you're they're more receptive to your message when you're like, boom, this is how I do it. This is, you know, da, 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 da. you don't get emotional. You don't get and I'm not and I'm not dismissing people's feelings on that subject, but you wouldn't do that at any other job where you mm-hmm. just lose control and fucking screaming and hollering to a room full of people who the majority are already on your side. You know, it's that fucking, you know, the generation of online activism, you know, like if I just yell and scream, you know, and lose my composure, well, people are going to be forced to see my point, right? They'll, they'll, they'll totally understand because I'm shaming them. Like, honey, this is the internet. Nobody gives a shit. You're not shaming someone sitting at home watching G4. And then the people who are just watching G4 who agree with you, they're like, I don't want to fucking see this shit all the time. They change the channel. 
You know, that's the reality of the situation. Especially you can't when, shame those that are shameless. Right. <laughs> thank you. Exactly. Eggs fucking... Unless you happen to have their home address and where their mom plays bingo, they're going <laughs> to laugh at you. They're going to fucking laugh once. at you. Exactly, man. You know, it's just... It's just it was such a it was such a rookie move. You know, you don't change the world by sitting down screaming about it. It was just such a fucking rookie move, man. Now, I'm glad we took that little trip down memory lane because many months later, her story, Frost's story is over because she's fucking fired from G4. She's gone. <laughs> now, it was interesting because the other day there were a bunch of layoffs from G4. Now, folks, we're not taking pleasure in anyone losing a job here. We're not that it's kind of asshole. Enough. It, it okay it's funny it's definitely funny but funny in a very ironic way very ironic now the other day there was a a large amount of firings from G4 laying layoffs if you will but uh Frost was spared being laid off where she went to Twitter and she said um hey let's play games i'm still uh, hired so she basically kind of oh, tri- wow. tried oh, yeah let me so, pull, let so me pull basically the so basically, she was shitting on the people who 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 were clapping clapping at her speech and who were supporting her because they got shit canned and she didn't. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Should that's she's a massive piece of shit. She should have been like, "Yo, I'm sorry, I'm gonna walk out with." Remember you. when she when she eliminated she deleted a bunch of all her tweets, her former tweets. Yep. 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 Here, here's one specifically for Dion. She was Leon Lett, and the internet was Don, or uh, everybody else was Don Beebe. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a reference to The Wire? No, that's a reference to Super Bowl fuck, like 35. Essentially, this big fat piece of shit, Leon Lett, picks up this ball, and he's running towards the end zone. And he starts, like, showboating and holding the ball out and, like, high-stepping. And this is a big fat fucker at, like, the 20-yard line. And this little scrappy white dude, Don Beebe, just comes hauling ass behind him. And <laughs> right, before, right before Leon Lett crosses the goal line, he just slaps this ball out of yep. his hand. And it goes for a safety or something like that. But the moment of this dude's career was totally taken away from him because of zero situational awareness. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it is hilarious. Hold on one second. I just learned something, so now I get to press the button because I feel special. Because I'm, I'm. There you go. And a completely unrelated but related event. Uh, uh, Leon Lett also cost his team a Thanksgiving Day win against Miami one year too. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he was not the smartest dude in the world. Yeah. Jeez. So, here we go. Um, we have Frosk's tweet. Let's play some games, yo. That was from a week ago on the 15th of September. And now, just two days from two days ago, uh, she's been fired. So I'm surprised it lasted that long. But like you said, Dion, what other job, what other profession can you get away acting like this? You know, reporters have been let go for smaller things. But nowadays, people get away with dumb shit because of the internet and the way people operate. They think. There's valid. There's value in just trying to attack people right from the get go. It's like this. Yeah, Frost was weird looking and whatever, but nobody gave a shit. It was like you're just there on G four. You drew that. You drew the attention to yourself, and now everyone sees you that way. And I just ask you this question before we uh, move on and check in with the audience: Is she gonna ever be able to shake this? 
Yeah, eventually she will. You know, I, you know, I, I, it's gonna be a long time for sure. I mean, she's gonna, she's gonna, <laughs> she's gonna have to fucking wait this shit out. I mean, I, I, I don't see a lot of major opportunities. Um, wow, uh, I don't see a lot of major opportunities for her. You know, because you know she's just radioactive right now. You know, and especially a lot of places that are serious about trying to build a brand in the internet space don't want someone who gets riled up by com by the comment section. Just, and it's going to take a long time. She's going to have to prove to the industry that, hey, you know, I'm mature. I can handle my shit and read the room, you know, and, it, and it's going to be a while. But, yeah, eventually she will. She'll be able to, to shake it a little bit. I mean, she's always going to be, you know, a little Anne Heche, but, you know, she won't. <laughs> she's going to crash her car and die. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that, I'm sure that's farther down the road and she'll she'll blame a lot of stuff. But, um, yeah. Yeah, man. I did. It, 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 eventually, she could shake it if she fucking keeps her head down. Yeah, I mean, well, and came and, and, in day one and gave herself X Pac heat. So oh, yeah, exactly. Well, Boom. and I think what's going to happen is whatever job she does next, even after you know her, let, let's say eighteen months of you know putting her head in her sand and like then sort of resurfacing again, there's going to be a thing in a contract saying like if you go off on the on our like you know whatever stuff, you're fired immediately. Yeah, you're probably yeah. not wrong because. The, a lot of there's a lot of negativity that came with that, and I guess you can't assume. Um, the, yeah, the, 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 can't like her, say like her, anything, her, her, con, her contract is going to have to be her contract is going to be different for for anybody else because they're gonna they're gonna risk taking her on, and if she makes you know whatever channel or company or whatever look bad, they're gonna have to take action regardless of her being a woman or whatever the fuck she is. They're gonna have, they're just gonna have to take action and be like, you're you're done, leave. Yeah, keep your mouth shut and review video games. Yeah. Right. She, whoever's going to be her editor is going to be very stringent on. Okay, yeah, take this shit out. We don't need you bringing this much shit. Yeah, you I doubt. I yeah, and and I doubt she's going to be in a live show ever again. It's probably going to be a lot of recorded stuff. Yep. Yep. What if there's a future where we own a business and she wants to work for us? Do we hire her? I mean, you know, here's, the, here's the here's the with thing. A lot, she'll, with a here's, lot of writers on that contract. Here's the thing. Yeah. She'll look at all of us and be like, "Oh, I'm in a safe place." Nah, bet you're not. No, we hate you more than anyone else. <laughs> we hired you to troll you. <laughs> Listen, I don't hate her. You know what I'm saying? I don't hate her either. I don't know her. How can right. you hate somebody yeah, you don't know? Like, if that were to happen, like, yeah, what's she been doing lately? You know, hey, let's, here's the understand. You know, depends on what we would need her for. You know, yeah, but, like, ma'am, you know. three of us questioned your opinion on video games, and that guy right there is going to try to bang you. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Don't be putting that shit on me, dog. It's 2022. Cool it with that one. You put that on yourself years ago, buddy. Nah, <laughs> no, that ain't a work environment, motherfucker. <laughs> there we Don't go, folks. Folks, folks, Word today, today is you. a banner day in world class computers history. We found where Dion will draw the ethical line when it comes to white women. <laughs> Not in the workplace. <laughs> <Man. laughs> Uh, that's why he sits in his little his little room with all the with all the all the all the camera views and just you know sips his coffee and reads his newspaper. No, no, she's hot, but not in the workplace. No, no. I am, you know, when I'm out with the boys, it's one thing. I, I ain't, you know, I don't care. I don't care what kind of weird haircut you got. That is that. Mm, mm, hell no. I can see that one, bitch. I'm your boss. Go away. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Yeah, exactly. You better get out of here. 
<laughs> you know, you keep it up, I'll fire you. But then I'll fa- then I can bang you afterwards. But but I'm not, I'm not <laughs> because I want to I'll fire you because that was inappropriate and unprofessional. And I want that report on my desk by Monday. Are you fired? T- and then we're going out. Me, find that shit under the door. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just said paranoid. Just like, Slide under the door, goddammit. Yeah, yeah. Don't touch my personal phone. That's six feet, goddammit. Six feet. Exactly. Just don't pay for the late pizza. <laughs> it couldn't happen to a nicer person. So uh, there you go, folks. Uh, if you have anything else you would like to say about our friend Foreskin, let us know in the chat below. I just I just want to say RIP to her career. Uh, I hardly knew ye, and that was enough. So, Dion, you didn't get to pick a number between 1 and 69. Um, would you care to pick one? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Give me the uh, the old nice 69. Does he look like a bitch? I didn't really mean to press that one, though. I wanted to press you this one. Guns don't work on Sunday. Apparently, guns guns don't work on horrible shots. And donuts don't wear alligator shoes. (laughs) February, we'll do a full... We'll do a run of commentaries for Black Dynamite and every movie that inspired it. How's that sound? Hell yeah, let's do it. I'm I'm glad Kendo's the most excited of the bunch. I fucking love Black Dynamite. It's a great movie. All right, so uh, back to the audience, though, folks. I had to open up a new tab. Thank you very much for waiting. Uh, where were we at? A lot of people joining us tonight, folks. Thank you very much for all the love and support that you give WCBS each and every week. So here we go. Um, TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much for all of these. He says, Jeff likes stepmoms. Lots of guys do. So mm. what? <laughs> I'm that map of the United States. You ever look at those maps with all the uh, what porn is popular in what region of the country? Yep, yep. I love those maps. They're hilarious. They're goddamn hilarious. Uh, TLJ Screwjob also says, Mr. Cleo, less fans watching She-Hulk or the WNBA? Oh, definitely She-Hulk, because because at, at, at least at least WNBA, you might see some bitch get knocked out, you know, a lot more frequent than what happens in fucking She-Hulk. Uh, here we go. Here's a fun one. Fuck, Mary kill. Four horsemen, NWO, DX. Oh, you bastard. Oh, that's a tough, that's a good Are we one. talking about original NWO as in yes. Hogan? Okay. Now, if we're going to go by that metric, then, then we have to have the original DX, which is Rick Rude, oh. Triple H, and China, and Shawn Michaels. So. Correct, correct. Oh, that changes everything for me. <sighs> Fuck, that's tough. Um, I'm going to marry the Four Horsemen. Classic, great. <sighs> I'm going to fuck DX because China's in it. <laughs> and, and I, I got to kill the NWO, brother. That's too sweet. <laughs> My man. I I will uh I'm gonna draw some heat for this one. I'm gonna kill the four horsemen. I have no att- attachment to any of the four horsemen outside of Ric Flair. 
Uh, all respect to Arn Anderson. It's his birthday. Happy birthday, sir. But I just got to be Come honest about these things. Yeah. Don't look it. Arn, I'd love to meet you. Just don't have a pair of scissors on you, buddy. Uh, but that being said, I'm going to kill the four horsemen. I'll fuck the NWO and I'll marry DX because in any iteration, I like DX more than anything that we're comparing it to. Shawn Michaels and Triple H alone, I like them as DX. I prefer Triple H, China, Road Dog, X Pac, and Billy Gunn. That's my preferred DX. But if I can't have them, I'll take any other iteration. But keep Hornswoggle the fuck out. Oh, don't remind me of that. Jesus Christ, I forgot about that. Uh, I'm going to marry the four horsemen. I'm going to fuck the NWO, and I'm going to fortunately have to kill DX. Nick, anything you'd like to add? No, nah, man. <laughs> Not really. Cool. Uh, Darius Harvey, thank you very much again for your giant super chat. Uh, we pressed all those buttons, but I again want to tell you thank you for all the support of the show. It's not your first time you dropped those major ones, and I appreciate that. We all do. Xavier to God, thank you for both of these. He says, fuck, Mary kill, Spider-Man, X-Men, Blade trilogies. <sighs> oh. What were saying again? Spider-Man, X-Men, and Blade trilogies. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. Well, fuck you. That's well, a good one. While you guys ruminate, I have my answer. I will... Oh, this sucks, but I'm going to kill the Blade Trilogy. I'm going to fuck the... Yeah, because here's here's the way it works. This is a story of two movies in a trilogy that I like versus one I don't. And so, Blade's great. I like Blade more than I like X-Men. And I like Blade as much as... Almost as much as Spider-Man. But I don't like Blade 2 as much as other people. And I don't like Blade 2 as much as I like X2, X-Men United, and Spider-Man 2. That's my favorite superhero movie. So, by a very harsh process of elimination, kill Blade, fuck the X-Men, and I marry Spider-Man. The funny thing is, is that, you know, the first three X-Men, Spider-Man, and Blade, the first two movies were great. The third one's just fucking dropped. It's yep. a, the curse of the trilogy, man. Yep. Okay, curse well, of the fucking yeah. trilogy. Because I, lo- I fucking love Blade 2. Oh, yeah. Was no one... Oh, so good. Was Nolan the first guy to make a successful trilogy where all three films in the series were good to great? In terms of superheroes only, not all trilogies. Um, that's a great question. I would have to say, I'd have to say, yeah, because yeah. that was definitely the first one. Uh, yeah, that's that's in terms of pure trilogy. I'd, I'd have to agree, man, because I can't. Every other superhero, even early ones, you know, a lot of them didn't get past the sequel. Yeah. But yeah, I think he, he he cracked the fucking code. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna have to say yeah on that one too. Uh, X Men Three fucking sucked. Oh, dude, I that I won't even watch that one anymore. Honestly, God. that's not even the worst X Men movie. I just will say no every time. Yeah, dude, I would I totally beat up Brett Ratner for that one. He deserves it. All right, this is a fun one uh, from Xavier to God. GTA 3 or Saints Row the Third? Oh. <laughs> you know what? I never played Saints Row the Third. Hillary did. It's Watching it. See. Oh. Based on secondhand and after playing Grand Theft Auto 3, I think, I, I think I'm going to go with Saints Row the Third. <sighs> Saints Row the Third is a lot of fun. I spent a lot of time playing that game, but GTA without GTA three, you don't get Saints Row. 
True. Or anything that comes after that. So I'm going to have to give it up for the OG and give it to GTA 3. Nick? I'm with Gendo, man. <clears throat> Without GTA 3, you don't have any Saints Row or any of those games. So, yeah, that's where it goes. I agree with that statement. I'm a little torn, though, because if... All right, Saints Row the Third was awesome, and I had so much fun with that game. But GTA Three, I put way more time, and that was revolutionary, not just for the world, but for me personally. I'll never forget uh, my birthday, 2002. My grandma took me up to Media Play to go get a PlayStation 2 and a memory card, but I didn't have enough birthday money for a game. So I had asked this dude at school if I could borrow a copy of Gran Turismo 3. He's like, yeah, I don't play it. So I had this game to go home to. It was fun, dude. It was a beautiful game for back in its day. But about 10 minutes into it, I'm like, all right, this is fun. And for some reason, I call my buddy, and he's like, hey, I got Grand Theft Auto, and he brings it over. And he ends up letting me borrow it for, like, weeks because he got a copy of Vice City not that long after and didn't give a shit about Grand Theft Auto 3. So I probably put 100 hours into GTA 3 back in the day. I loved it, man. I won't try to sing its praises. I'll pick it, though. But this was a two-parter question. GTA 4 or Saints Row 4? I'm going to go with Saints Row 4. Yeah, I think GTA 4 is the most overrated video game in history. Yeah, I think that's that's pretty accurate. Like, I'll spare the audience a bitch fest, but I bought it when it came out. It was underwhelming compared to the features of San Andreas. It looked nice. It still does look nice, but I fucking hate Nico Bellic. Yeah, Nico's a little bitch. Now, um, did you guys see or at least hear about the GTA 6 leaks? Yes, heard about it. Did them. you hear they were real? Yes. Because I caught all of them like hours after they went. We're talking like six to seven hours after. I was up early for some reason, and I was like, no way. There's no way this can be real. And so I start watching the videos. And you know what made me think that these leaks were real? What? The woman, because the model of the woman is this thick Latina, and she turns around, and the face is, like, super realistic, and I'm like, I play a ton of video games, and I've seen them in multiple stages of, you know, development. I'm like, there is no way that this is a fraudulent character made. Um, I thought the woman looked realistic. I was like, shit, this is what Grand Theft Auto 6 is going to look like, and it wasn't even finished. So, um, I liked what I saw. I mean, folks, if you're worried about, you know, the female equivalent, this and that, look, she's a thick Latina with a big butt, so Rockstar clearly knew what they were doing. <laughs> and her boyfriend is Florida man. Like, literally, it's fucking what? Florida man and his Latina girlfriend, and they're, of course they're in the of swamps course of Florida. It's, I'm not sold. I got to see and hear more about it. But from what I saw, I at least went, okay, at least Grand Theft Auto knows what they're doing. But they're going to sanitize it. They said it themselves. I can't sign up for that. I need the violence. Well, and, 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 the and here's the thing: the is like those the, those leaks, you know, help them sell games. So I'm I'm pretty sure it was just them doing something. They're like, oh, I didn't, we didn't mean to do it. It's like whatever, man. You you knew what you were doing. You knew people are bitching about you remastering Part Five for the fifth fucking time. You <laughs> knew that people don't give a shit about the online play and all the shit that goes on with that. You know that already because we everybody's been saying it. You know, and so you just decided to leak magically leak Part Six. Of course you did. Well, they, it's weird, though, too, with this leak, because they even show a picture of the guy who's the leaker. I've never seen, like, websites go, this is the man who leaked this. It's like, oh, you know, hacker blah 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 has 
hacked this or broken this. No, they just was like, this is the fucking guy right here. So I'm the I'm spy. The... I mean, leaker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, well, you're right, though, Nick. The leak has me more, more interested in the game than I already had been. So. Yeah, and and I mean that's how that should always work. It always works that way. It's always it's always a, like it's always a marketing ploy. And yeah, they'll, they'll they'll say the guy did it, but like if if, if it really if you really did leak it, then then they'll prosecute him and make him go to jail. But we'll see how far that goes. Well, let's see if he ends up in jail. What a terrible thing to go to jail for. What'd you do, brother? I uh, I leaked Grand Theft Auto Six on the internet. <laughs> Well, but no, shit, I'm 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 with I'm with you, man. If they if they sanitize it and shit like that, like nobody's gonna want it. So no. like it's it's uh it's it's dumb. If if it's if it's already the way it is and you kinda like are for it, then I don't know. It's it's weird how they like I I I, I hate how they're adopting Hollywood's bullshit and thinking that they can make money doing this shit. Like that's not how it's n- not even Hollywood's making money on, on this stuff. They're having fucking problems. I don't understand how this is perpetuating, you know, the video games as well. Like, it's it's just, I don't know. It's just fucking frustrating to keep seeing this bullshit over and over again through every medium we have. It's like, just stop. Give us shit we want. Exactly. It's meant to be wish fulfillment and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, escapist, as, as you keep saying, escapist entertainment. Like, that's the way it fucking should be. They shouldn't be teaching me a lesson or whatever. That's, that's what I went to school for, supposedly. Um, well, yeah. Yeah, man, it's just it's just not fun to do that shit all the time. Like, just want to have some fucking fun. Yeah, I just yeah. I just want to I just want to hook her to blow me in my fucking Hummer, and then I want to and then I want to shoot her to take my money back. That's all I want to do. I didn't know you Steve. had a Hummer, Nick. Yeah, you want a Hummer <laughs> in the Hummer, huh? <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Kendo. You got it. Bingo. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's what I would do in the game all the time, man. It was, you know. It, it was sick and sadistic, yes, but it's in a fucking video game. I'm not going to do that in real life. I'd get caught. Yeah. So uh, let's see what is next from our friends in the chat. Uh, where were we at? John Thomas says, Kendo, alternate history. Wilson is never elected. Doesn't fire blacks from good federal civil service jobs. Also, sure why can't we get a Bass Reeves U.S. Marshall movie instead of revisionist history and swamps? <laughs> U.S. Marshall's three. <laughs> I mean, they should just go after uh, Alec Baldwin. I mean, no, the, dude, if they Alec did Baldwin. U.S. Marshals 3, they should have just went after Wesley Snipes again. True. <laughs> I'd watch it. Yeah, sign me <sighs> the fuck up. Um, there you go. Uh, John Thomas, thank you very much for your very generous super chat, though. Adam Wofford says, Mary fuck, kill. Save the Earth edition. Uh, whichever you guys pick all of the fans of wcbs will be turned into spartan uh to halo astartes starcraft marines okay so basically fuck mary kill spartans from halo astartes or starcraft marines i'm gonna go i'm gonna go halo i'm gonna go halo yeah marry halo i'm gonna go halo I think I'm gonna okay. fuck StarCraft Marines because that, that's just spicy. <laughs> I get that. I feel that yeah. way some days too. <laughs> yeah, some days Jeff wakes up has a big cup of coffee. He's like, I want to fuck StarCraft Marines today, and I do. Some days you like that. <laughs> Whatever, Oops. man. I don't judge you. <laughs> you can join us over on TikTok, and um, it's a little more. Watch Jeff fuck so. Space Marines. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, uh, 
when uh, a few games come out on Twitch, you can watch us fuck Space Marines and other things up uh, on Xbox. So <laughs> there you go. Um, weird transition, but I will. Uh, Mary Spartans fuck a star taste and kill or fuck Starcraft and kill the a star taste just because. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what a star is either, so I'll go with that too. Like I have Warhammer Forty yeah, K. Okay, yeah, I still have. I need to get on that. I still haven't. I just. I played one of the, the games on Xbox. Uh, it was legit. It was a, a dungeon crawler, but it was fun. It wasn't the 40K. It was just regular Warhammer. But okay, gotcha, I enjoyed gotcha. it. Adam Wofford, thank you very much for that generous super chat. Watchman of Yasa's thoughts on GTA leaks. Give us a Yoshi bitch 69. Well, I didn't. I saw that was going to pop up, and I guess I jumped the gun. So you did hear our thoughts on the GTA leaks. But here's the button that you requested. Where's that shit? Yo, she bitch. Let's go. One of the greatest yeah, lines yeah. ever in cinematic history. Seriously. Okay. Hey, yo, she bitch. Army of Darkness is the one where Ash becomes the fucking caricature, and that's okay with me. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And if people would have uh, paid money to stars, we could have gotten five seasons of the of the show. But you know, we didn't. We only got three. Only got three. Now, our I friend Dixon Cider. Now, our friend Dixon Cider is back, and Dixon has a great joke. Hey, Jesse, hold on. You might want to hear this joke. Do you know why vegans don't scream during lovemaking? Because they ain't got the carbs. <laughs> too weak. <laughs> No meat. They don't want other. They don't want others to know some types of meat make them happy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like. I like that one. That's, I'll give it to him. That's a good one. Enrique Vasquez, thank you very much for uh, your super chat. Enrique says, "Kendo, have you seen the Forgotten Battle?" I have not, but it is on my Netflix list. It is. It's one that I do want to watch if I ever have this thing back called time. Oh. Well, speaking of time, Kendo, um, one of our friends, John Thomas, is back again. Thank you very much, John. He says, there was a 60s show I'd watch in syndication on Saturdays growing up in the 70s called Time Tunnel. I forget the exact oh, premise, yeah. just two guys jumping through time. Control room uh, it looked, couldn't it, watch, not contact. Or contact. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, I've seen the, I see the introduction scene like when they travel through time. It's It was wild. The 60s was, was crazy back then. They, they, they had a wild time with it. Um, yeah, I don't remember the premise either, but yeah, it was it was weird. It was strange. While conducting an experiment in time travel, scientists Dr. Tony Newman and Dr. Douglas Phillips find themselves whisked from time period to time period while their colleagues back in the present desperately struggle to revive the two men. The pair frequently find themselves on the brink of major historical events, and while the scientists back home can see the action unfolding wherever Nick and or Newman and Phillips are, they are helpless to offer any aid. That kind of sounds like transfers. Yeah, but this show is from 1966 and sounds pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, yeah. The time tunnel, dude's got Lee Merriweather. She was the she was Catwoman. Oh, Catwoman. Yeah. No. I think she's still the only living Catwoman too. Uh yeah. I just clicked on her Wikipedia page. Uh, she was she is alive. She's 87 years old. Born May 27th, yeah. 1935. Yeah. She's five nine, and uh, there you go. How, 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 how old are Merriweather? How old is she again? She is six or eighty-seven years old. Perfect, Dion, go get her. 
<laughs> yeah. And that's how the world lost its last Catwoman. <laughs> <laughs> she she broke both her hips. Oh. Oh. Rough way to go. Yeah. If you got to go, go with a smile. Yeah. <laughs> Now, John, thank you very much for telling me about the time tunnel. I took a picture of that. I'm gonna look into it. Currently, it's a it's two dollars an episode, so I'm not gonna buy it per episode. But as soon as it hits streaming, I'll check it out, and uh, you know maybe we can find it other ways. So SH Rebels 08 is back. Thank you very much. He says, "Did you guys see the new tweet from She-Hulk? The show wasn't made for incels. Fuck off, Disney's Marvel." Um, I. I didn't see the tweet. Did you guys see any tweets from She-Hulk about the incels? No. No, man. It's not smart to antagonize your audience. Doesn't do any good. I no. Huh? Well, and, and even then, like, you know, you're, antag you're antagonizing your audience. It gives you money. You're antagonizing, like, the, the what is it, the, the 28 to, like, 65-year-old uh, men who have read comics and been in that shit forever. They're the ones who know this stuff. They're the ones who have the money, and they're the ones who are funding your shit. Like, quit fucking with them. Just quit exactly. fucking with them. Yeah, I mean, I worked enough in retail to know that the whole customer is always right thing is a bunch of bullshit. A lot of bullshit, actually, because well, a lot of retail customers are stupid. But you don't tell the people that are giving you the money for things, go fuck yourselves. We don't want your money. That's bad business. Stupid. Um, thank you, SH Rebels 08. Uh, we'll continue to avoid She-Hulk like the plague. Track media only, thank you very much. Kama Sutra Special Edition Director's Cut, Extended Edition, and a woman. You forgot U UHD, UHD Edition. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah what was this? You need that shit in 4K. No, dude, we need to go back a format and go UMDs, those little discs for the PSP. Oh, my God, no, Jeff, no. Yes, yes Nick, yes. <laughs> no, they didn't survive. They, they're scattered Wait, all, over so the fucking, we, all over the fucking area. Nobody wanted them. Are we suggesting we need the Kama Sutra filmed in 4K? Yes, we do need the Kama Sutra filmed in 4K. I think I think that was for the, 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 the Dragon Ball Z time dilation device or whatever it was. That's for those people that walk around going, Namaste. Kamehame Namaste. Sign me up yeah. for that one. Oh my god. Oh my god. I mean Namasty. Namasty? Oh, Find out next god. time on Namasty. <laughs> I did my Pilates and my yoga Namaste. At least you didn't do go. your colonics in your Pilates. Yeah. Now I'm gonna go have some. No, no, that's masala. no no, that's 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 you know, that's women who buy the fucking hundred dollar Lululemon stretchy pants or whatever, do their yoga and then go get their fucking um what is it? Double grande mocha um, colonic from Starbucks. That's Those are them. the best type of women. Yeah. No, if, if they say that to me, I will punch them in the goddamn face, Jeff. I don't care what happens. I will do yeah. it. I swear that to God. You should be like fish in a barrel. It, it is, but it's one of those things that triggers me, and I'm just like, I will punch you in the face, woman. I don't give a shit. You're like fish? I'm from the <laughs> land of Namaste. Namaste my balls, bitch. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> there we go. That's that's a shirt right there, Jeff. Namaste. What my is balls. it again? Namaste my Namaste balls. Namaste my balls. 
Yeah, I yeah. I have to put Nick on it. It's yeah, one of those. This is, is one of those things I've heard. I've heard a lot of once again yoga moms say that it's just like, bitch, I will cut you. I swear to God. So is that like the uh, you know how like people talk about how much they love Latinos and then immediately start talking to them about tacos and breakfast? Like yeah, that's stuff. that's that that's that. It's like, it, it's like yeah, I love, I, I, like, I love. Oh, you're you're Indian. Namaste. Well, yeah, they'll, they'll use a Namaste or like I love butter chicken. Like it's one of the two. Butter I mean, it's not even the good type of curry. It's thank okay. you, thank you. But see, you're educated. That's the difference. You, you should just look at him and say, better. "I'm glad you like butter chicken. I enjoy potato salad without raisins, Karen." And then just yeah. walk away. <laughs> like, would you like some fucking, you know, Bombay chutney behind the dumpster over here? I got five <laughs> minutes. You know what I'm thinking of, Kendo? Every time someone approaches Nick to talk about Indian food, it's that damn Stephanie McMahon meme. <laughs> oh, dude, that thing is so real too. It is. Oh, God, it's dude. uncomfortable how well it works. Gracias. No, that yeah, and yeah, it's it, it's exactly that. It's exactly fucking that. Every time I hear some, so uh, especially when especially with the order of chai tea, it's like you're saying tea twice. Calm the fuck down. Oh, that's what that means. Yes, chai is tea in 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 Hindi, Jeff. That's what it is. Oh, well, I love me some chai tea. God damn it. So if I walk tea? into a coffee shop and say I want Indian tea, will they give it to me? No, they want to know what the fuck it is. You have to say chai or chai tea because they're Starbucks morons. They're not, they're not even real baristas. They're just like assholes who fucking make who make you know like fucking hot bean water. That's all they do. <laughs> Why do you assume I go to Starbucks? I don't know because that might be where you, I'm, I'm just assuming that it's the closest place you might get your coffee from, from there. But I assume you have your own setup at home and you you make your own stuff, correct? I do. There but you, you are right in everything you say because I live across the street from Starbucks. There you so. go. Well, see, <laughs> maybe I mean you might do it. You might do it every now and again, which is fine. That's cool. Whatever. If you're on the run, you need you need coffee quickly. That's fine. You go get it. You you do your thing. I get it. That's fine. But these well, are like least... you know these are like these these hardcore yoga moms who are like after after they're done dropping off Timmy and. Tammy at the fucking private school, and they're in their in their big ass hundred and forty grand Mercedes. They go and do yoga for they go and do hot yoga for forty minutes. Nick, this is why I like stepmoms, and the audience knows why. So, at oh no, I love I, I I love it for that aspect too. I, I I that's the only porn I'll probably watch. That's just what I'm into. <laughs> you, know, you know, they're but not. The thing is that if they if, if if they if, if they look at me and they're like, oh, are you are you Indian? They're like, oh, namaste. I will gut punch that bitch so fucking hard. <laughs> Folks, now you know how to needle Mr. Nick over here. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like put it this way. Put it this way. If if Rob Zombie were, come, were to come to me and say, Namaste, I would rip his goddamn head off right there. And not yeah, give call him a modern child while you're at it. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I've been called that a lot. Oh, uh, God. I've been, yeah, I've, I've, I've been called that by, by various uncles and aunts from, 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 from several 7 uh, Eleven, you know, locations. Are they from Madras, too? Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, who was it in the chat that used to work at a Starbucks? Uh, <laughs> I'm. Thank you for making Cosmic, it through, Cosmic man. Cosmic Vader. I I know exactly who, who she is. I, I I follow her on Instagram. Yeah, go look up a picture of a guy named Pete Carroll, and it'll ruin it for you. <laughs> um, oh my god! I might need to see this movie. Uh, John Thomas. Oh, I'll get to it in a second, but I had to look that up. Um, so, Monster Zero One. Punch a bitch. Yes, I goddamn will. Oh wait, hold on. I actually have footage of you punching your ex-wife. 
Where do we have it? Oh, right here. You got knocked the fuck out, man! Yeah, and you're flat fucking ass trying to do yoga. Get the fuck out of here. In, in, in a theoretical universe where Nick is actually married to Brie Larson, I would suggest getting divorced, because think of all that money you're going to get. Oh, yeah, dude. The alimony is going to be glorious. Just glorious. Can you buy us uh, an ice cream truck? I can buy you 10 ice cream trucks with that money. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I have a secondary business. Actually, a tertiary business. There you go. Like, tire you want some quality, to... bitch? Here it is. <laughs> I'll take... I need, I, need, I need the same lawyers as Johnny Depp had, though. That, that, I, I, I need that dude, team. Dude, I need that team. the news today? He's banging one of them now. Dude, if you if good you for saw, him. If you, saw, if you saw them interact during the trial, you'd know that she was already blowing him. Like it was happening already. It was totally. already happening. You know, he played the "I'm Johnny Depp" card, and she's like, of "Oh my course. gosh, little girl, I was in love with Johnny Depp." And he's like, "Now oh. you got a chance to fuck Johnny Depp." And that's how it happened. <laughs> Daring two one seven. Nick follows plenty on Instagram. Yep. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, he does. Folks, and Twitter too. on all social media platforms. Yeah, my, my follow each and every one of us. Yeah, my, it's funny because my Twitter is like space stuff and then titties. That's yeah. really all it is. How I know what Nick's watching and doing that day is because I will get Nick Utam like this stuff all over yep. my timeline, and it's usually a combination of science and boobs. <laughs> you know, there's a reason why I don't give too many likes or on Instagram because I'm like, I see that Nick liked this. I don't want people <laughs> that I know to go, oh, Jeff likes this. No, no, no. What's that's even, a, a what's level even, I don't like to cross. Even, what's even funnier is like coming across some some female that i'm like damn she's hot and i go to her profile and i see also liked by dion green yeah <laughs> that's like an everyday thing yeah there's it's a like, lot of God damn it. there there is so much crossover it's it, it's ridiculous well folks if you like beautiful women and we know you do check out tits and art link is in the description as well as the uh chat what uh, a it's a big transition. book i know right man that was so good <laughs> just like tits and art <laughs> Um, so let's uh let's check in with the audience, guys. We got a lot of people still here tonight, folks. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for all the wonderful support that you guys give us each and every week. WCBS has been having a wonderful time, and uh, thank you for making Tits and Art a huge success. It's already a hundred and forty-one percent of its goal. That's awesome to say within a few hours. So thank you, folks. We did it, and there's a lot more to come. Remember, uh. 2000 and we all get hard together wasn't that the slogan kendo let's get hard together yep okay maybe i don't dude that was 22 years ago i don't remember much about that but sure we'll go with that i i, I think it was more like an hour and a half ago that we were talking about that <laughs> oh i thought you, you said 2000 i thought you meant like the year 2000 my bad no i said let's all get hard together 2000 copies isn't that was our slogan right let's get hard together Yes, yes. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm stupid. It's been a long, long, long month. Oh, I know. It, it, guess what? October's almost here, which means it's inventory time at Statler Toyota, folks. You can save on all 1985-year model Toyotas. Yeah. You want to get one of those trucks? Yeah, but I, I don't want to have needles trick me into drag racing and crash into a Rolls Royce. That'd be bad. Yeah, don't let them call you a chicken. Yeah, you know, I'll give up on my music that way. Yeah, you'll break your hand. And, look, you'll still marry Jennifer, but your kid's a fucking loser, man. Yeah, dude, my kids, I mean, we might grow up to be assholes or something. 
I love. You know what you could say to Marty McFly? Your kid is such a douchebag that somebody had to come from the future to have you go and save them. Like, who has shittier kids? A lot of people, Jeff. A lot of people. Yeah. That's true. We're not going to get into that debate. Who's got shittier kids, Marty McFly or Chris Jenner? I don't know. <laughs> Chris Monst- Are they really- Monsters Year One? <laughs> Go ahead. Robert, I was going to say that's more like Robert Kardashian's kids, but okay. Yeah. Well, he, may he rest in peace. He got the juice off. That's all that matters. He didn't do anything, but he got the <laughs> juice off. That's why I. Uh... I figured that's how you would feel about him. Now, thank you to Monster Zero One for being very patient. Frosk, how to soft boil a hard on? Yes, I used an extra N on the super chat as blocked. LOL. <laughs> well, Monster Zero One, thank you for finding a way to circumvent these weird draconian policies here on this platform. Um, but yeah, Frosk is that how to soft boil a hard on? I'm sure, there's somebody out there that's into Frosk. Boar Legion, this message makes me happy and it'll make everyone happy because he says, My Thursday nights are pub trivia and world-class bullshitters. Can't wait for my TNA book I just funded. Cheers, guys. Boar Legion, That's sounds like you have an awesome way Thursday. to spend the night. We should do some, uh, if we could find a way to do fun trivia, I would love to do that every once in a while. But, you know, we're Dude, on the internet so people great. could just use the internet. It is great. I would, uh, if I had a local pub to go to to play trivia, I would. But Gavin Newsom shut them all down. Yeah, that motherfucker. <laughs> Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Still can't go outside. <sighs> Gotta wear a spacesuit and shit. <laughs> That's okay. They gave you one. Oh, just... God. <clears throat> um, thank you, though, Boar Legion. Drunk on Tacos says, hey, uh, Jeff, what kind of watch you rocking tonight? Well, you know, Drunk on Tacos, now that we follow each other on Facebook and we had our nice watch talk... I've been paying closer attention to one. So normally I don't wear a watch on the stream. Normally I don't wear a shirt with a collar either on the show. I'm uh, rocking a WCBS t-shirt even if I'm not on camera. (laughs) But uh, I'll show you this watch that you saw me wear the other day. Let me turn on the camera real quick. Uh, This was that coach watch I was telling you about. You know, nothing fancy. I just like it. It was a gift for my mom. But it's my adventure watch because I wear it all the time. But I got another one right here. Uh, So I got one of those. And then I got my Seamaster. I keep that somewhere else. So, um, yeah. By the way, folks, Tits and Art is brought to you by Hugh Jeffner. I'll put on the jacket before the end of the show, but I have two pipes and a hat. There you go. Don't go on any three-hour tours. (laughs) I'll never come back, lovey. (laughs) Okay, so thank you to Drunk on Tacos, and that is the the watch I'm rocking this evening, my friend. So... Up next is Rob Brantz. He says, Nick, SG-1, Fuck, Mary Kill, Britak, Jacob, Carter, Baal. <laughs> Say that one more time. SG-1, Fuck, Mary Kill, Britak, Jacob, Carter, Baal. J- really? They're all dudes? <laughs> They're all dudes, really. Fuck. Well, okay. tell me about Jacob Carter or Baal. Baal's um, he's um, he's a gold god, and he keeps coming back all the time, and he causes a lot of fucking havoc through the goddamn show. Um, I'd marry him because he's the he's the one who's lasted the longest. Um, there's even a movie about time travel where they had, where they went back and prevented his death. Anyways, moving on. Mary Bilal. 
probably well it's Braytac, but <sighs> yeah, it's Mary Ball. Uh or Ball or whatever. I don't know. Braytac's kinda useless. I kill him and then fuck the other person, which is just like Samantha Carter's dad. That's fucking weird. But he's he's part of the fucking what was it? He he has like the, the it's it's I'm not gonna go to explain it. It's the, 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 that's my answer. That's my answer. <laughs> Thank you. For yeah, that very because because answer. no no because it would yeah I would have to explain the whole goddamn show. I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, I have no clue who these people are. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Braytech, Ball, and yeah, I I know who they are. Now, Drunk on Tacos, I wanted to read this message right away because this was the greatest fucking line of the night. G4 got circumcised because they got rid of their foreskin. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit, that's good. It's painful process when you're an adult. Yeah, I don't recommend it. Unless you have to. Um, Sean Carter, thank you very much. I didn't know Jay-Z listened to the show. Hey, guys, going to Starbucks later. You want anything? I'll make sure Frost gets your order right. <laughs> I'm a big fan All of right. Sumatra coffee. Well, if you're going to Starbucks, Sean, could you get me... What is good there? Large Americano. Give me a large Americano. Or a... What's the one in Affogato that has ice cream or something in it? That's uh, give me give, give, breakfast. Give me, give me a large large chai with extra whip and uh, sprinkles. Oh. Yeah. And do you want some avocado toast on the side? Uh, yeah, I do. Actually, yeah, I'm kind of fucking hungry. <laughs> Where's my fedora, goddammit? Well, I don't have my fedora here. I have a captain's hat. I need to get my... F- I have an Indiana Jones fedora. That's different. I eventually... That's different. That's different. Yeah. Dan has one of those kind of fedoras if you ever need to borrow it. <laughs> You'll regret it. I know. Um, Rob Brantz, thank you very much for this. Fuck, Mary kill. Lethal weapon, one, two, and three. Oh, my God. I have to step away for a second while you guys talk. I'll be right back. One, two, and three. Oh, man. Okay. Marry Lethal Weapon 2. Fuck Lethal Weapon 1. And kill Lethal Weapon 3. Hmm. I'll... Okay. I'll... I'll marry two. I'll marry two. I'll fuck three and I'll kill one. Because three was still really good, and Rene Russo comes in that one, and True. yeah, always that, go with Rene Russo. Actually, funny, funny thing, <clears throat> I watched Thomas Crown Affair earlier today, and it's still so yeah. fucking good. Yeah, I fucking love, love it. So fucking good, man. Ah, oh, man, so so much fun. I need to, I need to get the old, the old sixties version as well too. Yeah, man, she's so cool in that movie. Oh yeah, she is. This, you know, this. I mean, Pierce Bros is cool as fuck in that movie, too. Yeah, it's Welcome back to the show, Dion Green. Yeah, it's, it's basically um, James Bond is the CEO, and apparently Kendo dropped out. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's just kind of his thing. No matter where he lives, no matter what the circumstances are, his ass is dropping out. Hey. That was not my okay. It was my fault. I I have a bag of flaming hot con limon Cheetos here, and it went to mm. fall off the desk, and I went to grab it and accidentally, you know, disconnected myself. Fucking control yourself, dude. <laughs> yeah, check yourself. I know, the, the, dude. Look, I said that. That's what that one's on me. That one's on me. That kid's made you soft. <laughs> 
out of here, cat. So I bought some stuff for this Buffalo Jeff skit I'm filming, and the cat is like into the <laughs> smell of it. It's trying to eat it. Oh what? Yeah, I got some Buffalo Jeff stuff I'm filming, Dion. You can be scared if you want. Listen, it ain't about being scared. I'm just like, ah, I get to be fucking annoyed now. Great. Mm, you're not going to be annoyed, Dion. <laughs> Let's just music. Keep it clenched up tight. <laughs> oh, um, my God. Alexa, so, uh, All right. Rob Brantz, thank you very much. Uh, I will answer. I will marry Lethal Weapon 2. I will fuck Lethal Weapon 1. And I'll kill Lethal Weapon 3, regrettably, because all three are really solid films. I'll even throw 4 into that lot. Lethal Weapon is the best franchise. Not a bad film. All good. Oh. 10 out of 10 for just all being good. Not 10 out of 10 each, but, you know. You know what I mean. All right. Uh, Fuck, Mary kill. Whip edition from Monster Zero One. Thank you. This is fun. Ecto-1, Batmobile 89, the DeLorean. Oh, my God. We've done this before, but okay. Killing Ecto-1. <laughs> but Dion, it's a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. You deserve a kick in the shins for that, Kendo. <clears throat> Do I, or does Paul Feig deserve it? You de- you deserve it for bringing it back up. It was dead until you said something. That's fair. Yeah, man. Thought you would have had the decency to not. But I guess it's too much well, to you ask. thought wrong. <laughs> I did. <laughs> All right, I'm, 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 I'm marrying the DeLorean because it's the DeLorean. We're going to fuck Dick to one and kill the Batmobile. <sighs> wow. I, right I, 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 it was, it was difficult, but I made a decision. God damn it. Well, I'm, I don't win either way, but I'm going to marry the DeLorean because it travels through time. And that is something I want to have at my disposal. So, if well, it, I mean, you also need plutonium, first... but you know, sure. Nah, no, no, no. Hold on. It could be Mr. Fusion in the first movie. No matter what, that's, if I pick Back to the Future one, actually, I yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's 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 legit. That's legit. So I will always marry that because all you need is some gasoline. Even no matter if it's like, look, if gas becomes ten dollars a gallon and I got a time machine, I'm still gonna fucking fill up and go to the past, make some good investments, and it's not gonna matter that gas is ten dollars. Sure, get the so, gas for cheaper in the past. Yeah, that's my thing. I fill up. That's why I go back in time to fill up. No, no, no. Here's the thing. Don't go too far back in the past because then, then it was lead line gas. So you know, be careful. Right. Well, yeah. Don't go too far back. Problem there. Yeah. Go to like go to like go to like ninety one. Okay, I'll go to ninety one. Yeah. Go to like ninety one. You'll be fine. Don't go any further than that. Maybe maybe you'll have problems. I don't know. I would have so much fun with that. It's like, all right, I'm going back to ninety one to fill up. You guys want anything? Yeah. Get me a. A, a Bigfoot pizza and something else. Right. I mean, just I mean, just just imagine yeah, all the historical bastard. events, the concerts, the movies, all that shit you could see if you had that. It'd be so much fun. And that's why I'm yeah. marrying that bitch. And so, here's the hard part: um, Batmobile and Ecto One. I'm gonna fuck the Batmobile and kill Ecto One because Ecto One is cool looking, but it doesn't do anything. The other the car is the Batmobile. Carries the proton packs, Jeff. There's a cannon on top. Yeah, right, but you're busting ghosts that don't exist because they violate the th- second law of thermodynamics. Not in that universe, Kendo. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> oh, God. Um, T-1000, 
TLJ Screwjob, thank you very much. I guess you could say GTA 6 femme protagonist has a fat ass. Mm. You, you can. I the mean, walk she's cycle is very she's detailed. She's going to turn into, into a dude and it's going to be Latino dude and Florida man together. So, you know, be prepared for that. Is it the problem that, that she didn't have a fat ass and that's why she was so upset? <laughs> Who? Now, <laughs> if they do the trans... I'm just confused at what to say to that, honestly. Um, if they do the transgender thing, though, they did that in Saints Row the second. Your character like blew up in a boating accident and you lost your yeah. dick and so you could become a woman or get a new dick and become a man again and then True. that's how that's how the game decided if you wanted to play as a woman or a man yep. nowadays it's like they're gonna do that and they're gonna get like pat on the back game of the year award you know they're probably gonna get fucking mentioned in space and shit like all this stuff's gonna happen and we're gonna go hey this happened in 2008. Why is it so progressive and new? It was funny back yeah. then. Now it's just kind of cringy. It's gonna get the it's gonna get the the uh, Black Panther treatment where they're like, "Oh my god, this is a this is a fucking great thing." It's like, "Yo, Blade yeah. was only a couple of years ago, guys." Like, what are we talking about? That's true. But also, Jeff, like, yeah, they'll they'll get awarding accolades, but that doesn't trans that doesn't transfer into money. Yeah. Like, say say that happens and people get wind of it, it's gonna be stuck on shelves or not downloaded. You know, whatever you want to say. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think people will care that much about it. I mean, it, it, it might be. It's definitely. I think it's going to be. You know, it's like Jeff said. It's going to be very eye roll inducing. I mean, especially the way things yeah. are at Rockstar. You know, I think they're going to at least try to make sure that it's a fucking good game because they're they're fucking. They're like zero for four right now. But yeah, I think it's just going to be one of the, the Black Panther thing where it's like, oh my god, you know, Rockstar took a risk and it's like, no, fucking Saints Row did it before, you know, so. Yeah, it's just like, you know, back to that whole social media activism thing, you know, it's like, hey, you do it, cool. But the people that are going to get so worked up about it, they're not buying Grand Theft Auto 6. So, yeah. Darian217, <clears throat> thank you. Darian says, GTA hacker is supposed to be the hacker that broke into Uber, is said to be under investigation by the FBI. Joe Rogan, biker, and where are my horses, please? Ah, uh, you got it, man. <laughs> What do you guys think of this uh, this hacker that hacked Uber and now um, Rockstar? Is like, this the same dude? That's fucking wild. Yeah, I mean that that shows you how lax their security is. <laughs> that you know, just some kid can do it. You know. Yeah. All right. So you asked for the Joe Rogan motorcycle and the where am I? Did you see that guy accidentally hit that moose with his car? No. Holy shit, Jamie, pull that video up. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, Dion. Who are you? What are you doing here and where are my horses? Sorry, buddy. <sighs> Ooh. Um, I guess I'm just going to marry Chun-Li because she seems awesome, Miss Ninja Julian. Um, sorry, Rainbow Mika, you got to die. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> excuse me, folks. Uh, John Thomas says, L.A. Story. Sarah Jessica Parker gets Steve Martin to get a high colonic. 
Yeah, uh, John Thomas, when you sent that super chat, I just Googled that out of a, out of curiosity. I'm going to add this movie to my watch list. It's got Chevy Chase in it. And wait, what, wait, what uh, movie is this? L.A. Story. Oh, God. It's, have you seen it? Yeah, I, I, I kind of know about it. Oh, okay. Well, Steve Martin wrote the screenplay, so it's probably terrible, but hey. King I'm willing to give it a watch. <laughs> uh, John Thomas again with a very generous super chat. Thank you, John. He says, I can't make the California visit meet, but if I ever get to one, I'm wearing a horse mask and going to say namaste, however it's spelled. Oh, my God. In Buffalo Jeff voice. I mean, you're going to wear that horse mask permanently, I then. I don't, know what to, I don't know what to say. The mask. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're you're you're, mess, you're gonna mess with me and then mess mess with Dion immediately afterwards. That's just that's just not good for your health, buddy. No, if he can get all four of us though, that's an ultra combo, and then we give you the secret WCBS award that we don't really talk about much. Ultra so. combo, and the ass <laughs> combo breaker. Already, already looking stupid with a horse mask on. I'm not gonna hit you. Well, you know, shit. Hey, well, hey Dion, remember all their all, all their bloviating aside. Show up in a horse mask. Troll those other two, and at least I will laugh about it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna laugh too. They're my friends. I love these guys to death. Wear, wait, 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 wear a shirt. No, 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 no. You have you have to wear the horse mask. Wear a shirt that says Woodrow Wilson is the best president ever. That's what you gotta do. Yeah. I mean, that's not gonna really cause me to. I'm I'm just gonna look at the guy and be like, wow, what a fucking Nimrod. He spent money on that piece of shit. What a dipshit. And that's about as bad as it's gonna get. I'm not gonna get that work up. And then in the and then in the back of it say we're um. Back to Beverly Hills Cop 3 is the best best one ever. Oh, I've never seen That's it. That's just wrong and rude. <laughs> That's how you get all four of us. That's gonna Yeah, work. I'm just done. I'm done now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's funny when it's me and Dion. When you two are involved, oh, all of a sudden you're done now. Oh, how? Okay. Beverly Hills Cop 3? What are you talking about? I'm done now. I'm not even shook about any of that shit. It's hard to troll a troll. That's true. That's true. You are you are professional. You had to quit those groups though, but I mean I I remember I remember the stuff we, you were posting in those groups. I quit those groups. I had zero time to deal with that shit anymore, so I just let it go. Yeah, it is a lot better not dealing with that stuff anymore. My my yeah. phone dings a lot less, so that's fun. Well, just wait till the new Michael Myers movie comes out. You'll get reinvited and we'll be Christ. back in the trenches together, Jesus boys. We're going to turn this into Christ. content. We're going to monetize it. We're going to make it the most I don't know, man. The the, the video the video you did Last year about about him not not liking you know the the alphabet. Oh, the, homo the homophobic. That was one of my favorite videos I've ever made, dude. I kept posting that shit every fucking where every chance I could. It was dude. Awesome. Do me a favor, re-spam that this year because it was so close. To oh, I will. I will. It'll views. happen again. It'll happen like, again. I'll, Come I'll, on, I'll get into I'll get into some more Halloween groups and and keep spamming it in in everybody's fucking chat. Folks, do us a favor. Go out when you see our videos drop. Go out and spread them everywhere you can. Facebook groups, communities, this, that, and the other. That always helps, too. So um, the more eyes on WCBS, the more we can do, the more we can grow, and the more we can entertain you guys. So we have some big ideas. We've been talking about a skit show for a long time. I may have come up with a way to at least implement some fun stuff in the interim while we build an actual studio or can, you know, get everyone together for some big recording sessions. But uh, just, you know, do what you can do. Spread the word of WCBS. Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He says, Mary Fuck Kill, Spider-Man 616, Spider-Man Noir, Punisher, Spider-Man. I will marry 616 because that's my favorite version. I'll 
fuck Punisher Spider-Man because I like the Punisher and I, I regrettably kill Noir Spider-Man. Uh, do you guys have an opinion on that one? Yeah, maybe I agree with Jeff. Fucking Noir Spider-Man killing um, Punisher Spider-Man. He's, he's just my least favorite of the three. Yeah, I just really like the Punisher. It's kind of like I was at a comic book store in Washington the other week and I was walking out and this guy was talking about how he would buy Funko Pops and do his own customs. And so I was like, oh, do you have any of your work you could show me? And so he, you know, he had it on his phone and they looked like real Funkos. Like, you know how people can do customs and you can tell their customs? This dude's work looked so real. Like, like you know, looked just like the real shit on the shelves. And then he was talking about his love of the Punisher and we were both lamenting the fact that they just don't do anything with the character anymore. So, uh, folks, if you like the Punisher, let me know in the chat below. Uh, also, there's a second part to this very fuck kill. Cyberspace Ghost Rider, Original Ghost Rider, or Hell King Ghost Rider? I... Very original. Hold on, like, Yeah. Fuck High King. Or no, fuck, fuck Space Ghost Rider, then kill High King. You know what? I'll go the same route as you. Um, other guys, you have an opinion or you just agree with me and Dion? Dion I agree really. with Jeff. All right. Thanks. Uh, what was it? What do we call him? Never mind. Um, it was a lackey. Hey, lackey. Adam Wofford again. Thank you. Ah, this is fun. Mary Fuck Kill. Psylocke, Wonder Woman, or She Ninja? Oh. <laughs> Dion. Psylocke, <laughs> Wonder Woman, She Hulk, she said? Huh? What, what were the choices? It was Psylocke, Wonder Woman, and... She Ninja, S-H-I. Oh, She Ninja. Because I thought you said She Dick. I was like, what is that? <laughs> I don't know what She Dick is. That ain't... <laughs> I'm not <laughs> talking <laughs> about that one on the show. That is not in tits and art, folks. No, we're, we don't want to get canceled. But I have been hearing people ask about a butt book, so... If we can cross some big goals, we'll do the Book of Booty for tax season. I can have that out, so just be on the lookout. Um, I'll marry Wonder Woman because, she, well, after what she did to Steve Trevor, I'm afraid... Uh, I'll marry her anyway. I'll fuck Psylocke and kill She Ninja. I'm marrying Psylocke, killing, uh, marrying Psylocke, fucking Wonder Woman, and then killing She Ninja. I it's already crazy in real life. Am I right, guys? Uh huh. I, I agree. I agree with Dion. Agree that I married crazy? Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What? Whatever's gonna help you in the long run, my friend. I care <laughs> well, about you. Sorry. You're the real MVP, man. We don't talk about baseball, Nick. <laughs> Why can't I save the changes? Uh, up next, we have our friend uh, Drunk on Tacos, Mary Fuck Kill, Martin Luther King, Mart Michael J. Fox, M M MLK, MJF, or MLB. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I'm marrying MLK. <laughs> I dreamed that you would. <laughs> I'm marrying Michael J. Fox, um, fucking MLK, and then killing MLB because I'm a really big fan of baseball. Yeah, 100% same. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm going to marry the Major League Baseball because that's the least weirdest of this whole scenario. Um, I'm going <laughs> to, I guess, fuck Michael J. Fox, and I don't have to kill Martin Luther King because somebody already did. Fair point. God damn. God damn. You said that went a little harsh. I was like, damn, you, you, know, you could have softened that last one a bit, goddamn. At least he didn't say assassinate. That's true. Yeah. So we have Xavier to God up next. Uh, what's up? He says, "Fuck Mary, kill uh, Mortal Kombat women: Katana, Jade, Melina, and Scarlet." Oh, fuck Mary, kill and date. Um. Well, I will marry Katana because she doesn't have the fucked up teeth like Melina, and I, you know, because she's not a monster. Um. I guess I'm going to kill Scarlet since I don't know her. Date. Jade. Fuck Molina. Huh? Wait, did you marry Molina? Katana. Or Katana, that's right, that's right, that's right. I think I'm going to, yeah, marrying Katana, dating Molina, because I'll, I'll risk it with a crazy chick. Um, fuck Scarlet because she's crazy. Oh, no, fuck Jade, and then, yeah, kill Scarlet. You know what? Take that back. No, I'm a kill Jay. I'm a fuck Scarlet. I'm gonna stick my dick in murderous crazy a little bit too. <laughs> it feels so good, doesn't it? Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, uh, kill Katana. Damn. Fuck Jade and Mary. I guess Melina and Scarlet are together, or is, is it just two no? It's, uh, you got the eight option. Okay, um, uh, Mary, Melina, and uh, date Scarlet. There we go. I, I I don't know enough outside of Katara and Melina, and I don't know. I, I've never been turned on by video game characters, so I, I got to take a pass. I just like Talisa Soto. No, well, no. Animated chicks ain't my bait material, yo. Well, then you're going to have to skip the... Top of the list, dog. Yeah. You have to skip the next one then from Xavier to God. Fuck Mary Kill Street Fighter Women Edition. Chun Li, Cami, and Rainbow Mika. Yeah, kill There's Rainbow a character Mika. called Rainbow Mika. Yeah, I gotta look her up. Okay. Um so let's see. Oh, she's from Street Fighter Alpha 3. Oh. Well, maybe she won't die. Yeah, she I think she's I'm gonna marry her. Kill, uh, who the fuck was the other ones? Uh, I gotta kill Cammy. I guess I gotta kill Cammy and then fuck John Lee. I agree with Jeff. <laughs> cool. You ain't gonna uh, move it on. You ain't gonna have to Chun Lee with them gorgeous thighs. I know. But know, this is weird. Uh, not really weird at all. Um, Street Fighter. They're not real. Uh, Xavier <laughs> to God. Uh, Mortal Kombat Women Edition. Melina, Shiva, or Devora? <laughs> oh, God, it is getting weirder. I think I'm going to kill Shiva just because at one point in time she scared me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. <clears throat> I'm going to go with uh, the Dude Abides. 
Right on, man. You gotta Are you a conscientious yeah. objector? Yes, I don't eat. I, I don't. No, he's, eat a, he's, 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 no, he's a nihilist. Him. He's a nihilist. Yeah, I don't believe in anything, Lebowski. He's a nihilist. <laughs> That's cool until he cut <laughs> off your Johnson, man. Uh, let's see. Um, Mary Devora, um, fuck Melina, kill Shiva. Thank you for killing Shiva. She's the stuff of nightmares. Yep. All right. Um, Xavier to God. Fuck Mary Kill. Spider Man 2099, Spider Man Noir, and Ultimate Spider Man. Mary Somebody Ultimate, like Shattered Dimensions. Uh, Mary Ultimate, Fuck 99, and Kill Noir. Yep. I'll second that. I've read a good run of a good amount of Ultimate Spider Man. I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed a lot of it. I'm a traditionalist at heart, so I prefer the classic. But Ultimate Spider-Man was worthy of you know all the hype and praise. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it was not a lot of it, but there was a lot of its DNA in those Sam Raimi movies as well. John Thomas, uh, thank you. He says L.A. Story has some really cool Hamlet references. Well, John. When I think of Hamlet, I think of the Lion King. <laughs> I think of Last Action Hero first. Oh, God. Ah, Charles <laughs> Not to be. You killed my father. That was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched it recently, and, and I'm glad I did because it, it's still it's still a good good movie. It's still hilarious. yeah. We got we got drunk after, while we were watching the fights one night, and everybody's like half asleep. So let's put a movie on. We we put on Lash Action Hero. And I always forget how much I love that movie until I watch it. Again. I'm like, God damn, I love this movie. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember the first time I saw it was with Jeff and Hillary, and I was like, This is how have I not seen this? Oh, I'm glad you did see it and change your life. Did man, I fucking love that movie. I don't get how it didn't do well. <laughs> yeah, I had the toy as a kid, dude. I, I yeah, there were so many toys. There's so many toys in the toy market. Uh, the last action hero gold Cadillac is highly regarded and really? sought after. Yeah, because I think, they don't. I think my brother still has it because I remember playing with it as a kid. Well, if he's got it with the pieces, if he wants to sell it, he can uh, make some decent money uh, or he can just hold on to it for fun because they don't make a lot of cars in that scale for the one-sixth scale action figure. And it's yeah. I'm glad this came up because right now there's this interesting and weird Kickstarter where like, you have to spend $350 to get this Dodge Charger that comes with Ghost Rider and like some other plastic wheels. And people aren't buying it. They're really upset with the price. But, like, in all these Facebook groups, I've seen these, I think they're Hasbro employees that are, like, acting like double agents. They're trying to act like fans. And it's, like, the most bizarre <laughs> shit I've ever seen. I might make a video on it just because of how weird it is. I love I love how you can spawn, like, Jeff is spawning the double agents in the fucking, in the fucking toy groups on Facebook. Dude, there is no way that people talk like that naturally. <laughs> hey, other toy toy fan. How are you hey, doing this fine hey, morning? Hello, kid toy fans. Pokemon go to buy toys. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Indeed. Oh man. Uh, no, I definitely want to try to get some some Demolition Man toys for sure because um, that was ridiculous. And that I, I I need I need those toys. That's I want the movie too. was insane. 
I would like to collect every action figure depiction of Sylvester Stallone. I think that's an obtainable goal. <laughs> it is. Speaking of goals, I'd like to thank everybody who's helped Titsun Art already pass its goal. We are 141% of the way past the goal, and we're only like a few hours in, and you haven't seen anything yet in terms of the promotion and the stuff. There's more art in the book. There's more things to talk about, so you're going to hear more from me. You're going to hear me talk about um, inspiration from the book, or of the book. You're going to hear me talk about the pieces. I'm even going to share videos of me working on the art. And uh, you're going to maybe uh, I'll even create some content with some of the colorists I worked with. The Castlevania piece, uh, which doesn't really have a name yet. It is referred to as Sexyvania. That was one that I um, worked with this woman from, um, I think she's from Mexico, this painter. She was awesome. And I want to work with her more. Uh, she was actually unavailable to do another piece for this book because her schedule wouldn't allow it. But she was great. And uh, you can see that uh, on the Indiegogo page right now. So, folks, remember, this is only a 30-day campaign. This does not go in demand. This is this short because I wanted to get it out to you this Christmas. I wanted to give you something uh, fun. So, Tits and Art is a big book. I will show you again about how big the book will be just for the hell of it as we go. Um, where are we at on this tab will, right will, 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 will Volume 1A be um, Arts uh, oh, and Asses and Art or Arts and Asses? Oh, you mean the Book of Booty for next year? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's just going to be titled The Book of Booty. The Book of Booty. I like that, The Book of Booty. I like it too, man. Um, by the way, folks, I did get the domain for Tits and Art, so it'll eventually you'll go to titsandart.com during the campaign <laughs> to get the book as well. I, I was on the show. Seriously, this is all from a... I'm sitting here on the show one night, and I go, TNA, Tits and Art, that's a great name. And so I just go and I buy the domain right away. And I was like, all right, now I took care of that part, and I got some other stuff I'm working with. And, uh, yeah, so Tits and Art will lead you back to me all the time. But it's going to be a big <laughs> book. Remember, it's it'll be slightly longer than this, an 11 by 17 book. And just for scale, for reference, this is an average comic book. So uh, when I say a big book, I meant a big book. I wasn't bullshitting you. Uh, the show is called World Class Bullshitters, but you guys keep forgetting the world class part. That's what we do. But, uh, like I said, folks, you can check out all of that information over on the Indiegogo page. The link will be live uh, for 30 days. I will be creating more content with more information about that all the time. And as you know, uh, we have a lot of big perks. For every 100 backers, which we're a third of the way through that already, just quickly with being 100 and something percent already through it in just a few hours, um, we're going to get to uh, the sexy sticker pack. Those are going to be fun stickers of uh, beautiful women. These won't be featured in the book. These won't be stickers of stuff in the book. They're stickers of original stuff. And so uh, that goes for the first five tiers. Once we get that uh, unlocked, we get to the uh, Tianator cover, which is the Terminator version. And then after we get to a thousand, you can get the foil embossed, embossed cover with the uh, TNA logo or the Terminator logo. And then uh, at a 2000, let's get nuts. Everyone's going hardback. So get hard for 2000 copies, folks. And an easy way to do that is one, get yourself multiple copies because we all offer bulk shipping on this or two, tell everybody that's the best way because we want to spread the word with tits and art folks this is the first year of the tits and art campaign but i got some great ideas uh coming down the pipe all the time i want you guys to see uh, exactly what i can do so tits and art is a fun celebration of that again it's a big book really big coffee table size and uh it's available now and it's only 20 bucks so check that out um 
Well, Anything I mean, it, it is. <clears throat> well, I mean, you keep saying it's gonna be ready for Christmas. People should yeah. people should go ahead and buy, you know, two or three for their friends just so you can get the Christmas gift thing out of the way. Yes. You know, I mean, that, there you go. You buy you buy two or three. Your your friends are spoken for. You're done. You've done your shopping for those people already. It's over with. Yeah. You know. You do that, and you're good to go. Plus, you're not going to be able to get this in stores, and once it's gone, it's gone. So people are going to go, oh, man, can I get another one of those tits and art books? No, man, I didn't like you enough this year at Christmas to get you on. I got one for my other buddies. So maybe next year when Volume 2 is out, they'll work harder to be your pal. So, yeah, do exactly what <laughs> Nick said. It's it's the gift that's going to make people uh, remember you year in and year out. They're going to thank you. Yeah, and, and you know, you, 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 you don't have to have fucking, like, you know, the highlights magazine on your coffee table anymore. You can have a tits and art, tits and art book on there. Yes, that's what you need, <laughs> folks. Uh, look, this yeah. is. A I don't know. Classic. I don't know what dentist office people hang out in, but you know, no more highlights. Tits and art book. Now. Yeah, dude. I would look. I went to a dentist office that had a PlayStation and highlights magazines. If I would have saw tits and art on the table, I would have. I was a good kid about brushing my teeth. But I would have been so happy to go to the dentist's office. So <laughs> maybe we could help some dental crisis prevention by like putting, selling enough copies and putting them in every dentist's office in America. That way, the future is guaranteed to have the best teeth. It's for it's for this nation, right? That's what tits and art is. But, it's yeah. A- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, folks, this is the end of the show. It is a long night. Um, we have uh, two more Super Chats that rolled in, and then we are going to say goodbye to everyone. Xavier to God, thank you very much. He says, fuck, Mary kill, date, X-Men women, Rogue, Domino, Storm, and Mystique. Well, that's easy. I'm going to marry Mystique. No, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to marry Mystique because she can turn into anyone. Yeah, so, 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 so in, in reality, you would kill all the other ones and be fine. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, hey, I... role playing, yeah, you win. Well, no, 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 Jeff, no. Here, here, here's, here's the win. Here's the win. Okay, Mary Mystique, and you fuck Rogue. You want to know why? Because be, you're gonna well, could, could, well, no, well, because 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 Rogue can t- I think Rogue does Rogue take their power or does she like copy it? I forget. Takes she the takes, power. He absorbs them. Okay, yeah. so well, that's not gonna work then. No. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, then you have two Mystiques. That's not how that works. I, f- I forgot how Rogue works. I'm sorry. No, no, I will, I will date Mystique because then you can bang her, have a relationship, and then when she eventually tries to kill you, you have an out. Um, date Mystique, marrying, um, I'd marry Rogue. Good woman. You know, I got, you know, got to be careful hug, going for the hug. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> or, or, or a hand job, or a hand job. Or handy, you know. I mean, you can't stay Keep down there too on. long. And what were the other two? Domino and Storm. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, fuck Domino, and I guess I gotta kill Storm. Oh, I'm just gonna base it off of the live action versions of them from the movies. <sighs> you mean you mean Elliot Page? <laughs> he Wait. was in one of those movies. That's Kitty yes. Pride, not mentioned. <laughs> oh, okay. So that is so weird watching now too. It's <laughs> just like ah, you are not that anymore. You are so, completely in the opposite direction, Elliot. Kill Rogue because I don't remember who that actress was. Anna Paquin. Yeah. Oh yeah, Anna Paquin. Not not yeah not yeah that's true. Okay. Ooh, yeah, she did look pretty good in that Trick or Treat movie. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I like how that's your reference. Fucking trick or treat. Well, she looks really cute in that movie. She does look really cute in that movie. Oh, I'm going to kill Halle Berry because she's crazy. <laughs> um, I'm going to kill Rebecca Romaine because she's old now. And then <laughs> I'll fuck Anna Paquin. And then I'll marry Zazie Beats because I do like me some Zazie Beats. What? You going with the actual actresses? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, look, I, again, I'm not gonna open up a comic book and be like, "Oh my god, that's hot." You? Why are you? You? That's Cap, bro. You're, you're Cap. Right I now. agree. That's fucking Cap. You're Cap. I think you're full of shit. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> hey, no motherfucking way. Ain't no motherfucking how. Being a kid, and you'd be like, "Oh, you see like Storm when you." Mm, there ain't no way you didn't do that. That's 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 Cap's end. Look, I, I'm, I'm just going to try to think back back to the old days, and I don't ever remember wanting to bait over a comic book. I had, there were times book. as a kid I, I couldn't figure I, out. I, I, yeah, I was going to say, I found oh. a, a stash of Playboys at my house. I, I didn't need comic books. I mean, you were it was for the sophisticated reader, Kendo, so I understand you. I mean, I did like the articles. <laughs> yeah. I mean, James Bond was published in Playboy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Part of it was products of its time. Wish it, wish it was still here. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> all right. Sorry, um, folks. Uh, yeah, Dayton Mystique, and then when she gets a little too crazy and clingy, I'm probably going to fuck Storm so she can take care of her. Um, <laughs> and then, and then, and then, and then, and then when that doesn't work, I got Rogue to at least drain drain her power, so it's fine. And then I'm just gonna try to try to kill Domino, but I can't because she's lucky, so. Yeah. Well, I if I go Kendo's route, which I kind of want to do actress wise, because that'd be more, more more interesting. Sense, it? I'm gonna kill Anna Paquin. I'm Rough. going to now Mystique. I'm I don't have to choose the Jennifer Lawrence version, so I'm gonna go Rebecca Romaine because yeah, she, she was always hot, still is. Yeah. Um. So I got what am I okay, so she's gonna get dated. Then I guess I'm gonna well I guess I'll date Storm because it's Sally Berry. I'll bang Mystique and marry Domino. As he beats is cute. So Yeah. She's a nice looking woman. <laughs> a I handsome like lass, as they would say. <laughs> and then finally our friend Headcase Laboratory. Did you all hear about the new laws that are going to make Chicago basically the first purge? Um, no, but I've got no Simbi. They did to themselves. That's fucked up. But it is Chicago, <laughs> and uh, we had a horrible experience in Chicago. So fuck Chicago. Yeah, they did it to themselves. Fuck them. Yeah, when you when you when you have to pay a toll to 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 take the exit out of the area you're in, that's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's like a troll toll. Yeah. Oh God. Now we have one final thing we have to do. Because we promised we would. Our friend Ninja Lawyer Steve sent in the clip posters. You guys ready to go through these? Yep. Sure. All right. So we have 13 clips. Misery loves company. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Richard Gere and Julia Roberts star in Pretty Clip. Oh, it's in widescreen. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? And digitally remastered. Oh, that's good. That's good. What a lovely cooch. Tom Hardy, Charlize Theron, Mad Max, Fury Clip. 
<laughs> that is a wonderfully, you know, African American led movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sean Wayans. Speaking of African American led films, Sean Wayans, Marlon Wayans are white clits. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently they're they're in the FBI as well. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> That makes me uncomfortable. Uh, Their faces look like rubber. <laughs> I still love that movie. I don't care what they say about it. That movie was hilarious. Ah, a lot of women. The plan is worthless. Ocean's clits. <laughs> fair. That's fair. God, that movie was such trash. Oh, ah, I love this classic. Starring Clint Eastwood, Hilary Swank, and Morgan Freeman. Million dollar clit. There's a few of those walking around out there. Yeah. <laughs> we have... Photographed on five continents, filmed mainly in the Holy Land and at the Isle of Patmos, a most astounding motion picture. Estes Perkle presents Believer's Clit. Here, Dr. <laughs> R.G. Lee, Dr. Jack Hiles, Dr. Adrian Rogers, with an all-star cast of thousands, adapted for the screen and directed by Ron Ormond, produced by the Ormond Organization. I don't know, man. She, I, I don't know who she's praying to in that outfit, but uh, I hope it's me. Who the fuck is Eustace Perkle? What a name. <laughs> You've never heard of Eustace Perkle? Who no, is you... she, Kendo? What other movie has she been in? Oh, that one with that guy that came oh, out. Oh, yeah, thanks, years. buddy. Yeah, that really, yeah, yeah. Oh, Navy Seals. About. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> oh, Clinton Manhattan. <laughs> is that Patrick Swayze? <laughs> um. 20,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh my god, Eustace Perkle is back! The Burning See. Clit. See, hundreds that... of biblical wonders filmed in the Holy Land. I don't want to get that checked out if it's burning. Just just, just a thought. Yeah, bad, so penicillin might fix that. Ah, Neil Breen versus some punk bitch. A twisted clit. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if you, if you think the room is bad, Neil Brain is ten times worse. It's fucking terrible. So I here have you a go. Floor for terrible. Yes. Uh, Eustace Perkle uh, was born March twelfth, nineteen thirty. Died March thirtieth, two thousand five. <laughs> Couldn't even make it to your birthday, loser. <laughs> was a Baptist <laughs> minister from New Albany, Mississippi. Mississippi Power. Hmm. Miss it, power. Yeah, and he wrote a book called The Burning Hell. Or no, it was a Burning Hell. It's a 1974 film created by Perkle. And uh, yeah, whatever. I'm but glad we it. got a history lesson. <laughs> I, I would click the more you know, but I'm kind of deep in the Yeah, no, it's, it's not worth knowing. Just, But there you go. That's who used this Perkle was, was dead. Huh. Ah, from the creation of an American tale. The creators of an American tale. The clip before time. See, now if I had that movie born. as a child, that would be a different story. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You'd, you'd whack into that, but not a comic book character. Okay. Dude, I was. <laughs> what, you, what a weirdo you are. Moving on. Uh, an orgy of terror. Nobody sleeps. <laughs> the night of bloody clits. That's a cult so of the living dead. I think they have those over in the Middle East. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's that's dark. Even for <laughs> that us, is fun. that is really fucking dark. God Am damn! Wrong, Moving but on, it's, but it's accurate. But it's accurate. Oh, yeah, it's sad. Uh, the Wonder Clits, starring Wonder Woman. <laughs> All of them. All of I don't them. Oh man, that that could be dangerous. 
Yeah, you might not have of, any consent. That, that's a lot of truth lies. There's a lot of people getting hurt all at once. Yeah, oh you're going to get in excess. What if they, never mind, tied themselves together? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I'm going to keep going. Just walk away. Just walk away. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. The lost horror film of the 70s, Death Clit, The Clit That Eats, directed by George <laughs> Barry. <laughs> Yikes. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Bonus round. I found these from When the World of the Day. Well, the World of the Day was Simp in honor of Will Smith's antics at the Oscars. I guess they never made it onto the show. All right, bonus round, guys. Let's go. We got Will Smith, The Harder They Simp. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> That's actually an accurate statement about his Oscars performance. I was a teenage simp starring Will Smith, Yvonne Lime, with Whit Bissell, and Tony Marshall. <laughs> what? Ah, I love this classic. Will Smith, Anthony Hopkins, Aiden Quinn, Legends of the Simp. <laughs> yeah. He looks so angry in that. Well, he, looks... he, he found out his wife was banging somebody on the coffee table. He's in a diaper in this one. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's a, that's a really good Photoshop job. Yeah. Growing, growing, growing to a simp, to a pussy whip. When will it stop? The amazing, colossal simp. Starring Will Smith, <laughs> Kathy Downs, William Hudson, and Larry Thor. Larry Thor is a cool name. Yeah, it is. It conquered the guy. simp. Every man its prisoner. Every will its slave. That's, oh, uh, shit. that's terrifying. Lee Van Cleef is in this one. Nice. That's a big name to get for a movie like that. Yeah. Yeah. From the creator from the director of Hustle and Flow, Black Simp Moan. Oh, 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 that's God fucking damn. That's awesome. That's mean. God damn. Public enemy number one of all the world Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, Leslie Blanks, Edna West, the man who simped too much. <laughs> yeah, cost him a job at the Academy for a while. Yeah, it cost him a lot of movies, I, too. Yeah. I like how one of his unseen cousins from the Banks family made it into this film. Good job, Ninja Lawyer Steve. Ah, <laughs> uh, on July 18th, go submissive. Space Simps. <laughs> I wonder if someone's going to get offended that they turned Will Smith into a space chimp. A spimp? Not us. A spimp. Spimping ain't easy. <laughs> yeah. Ah, track of the moon simp. The rising moon creates a wuss. <laughs> <laughs> of course it does. Of course it does if you believe in that kind of thing. So, ah, see the two-headed dysfunctional creature, the simpster, half bitch, half monster. <laughs> oh is that is that Jaden Will's head in one body? Is that what the fucking is? Yes, that know. is. That is yeah, awesome. Yeah, is. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh, this was good. Will Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith, Michelle Pfeiffer, and Joseph Fiennes. Simp bad. The Legend of the Seven Trists. Oh my god. <laughs> that was great. Alright, last one. Simperman 4. The Quest for Self-Respect. Oh, <laughs> ow! Yikes. Ow! Being inaccurate. Oh, That's geez. fucking mean. <laughs> Oh my Jeff, God. Jeff, if you ever see Will Smith coming out of the Scientology building, just give him a hug, okay? Just give him a I hug. Am. He needs it. I'm just going to apologize <laughs> to him you. personally. 
<laughs> hey, yeah. I found... after, after, he's, after he's gotten rid of all of his feet and just give him a hug, be like, I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. Yo, Holmes to Bel Air. <laughs> I bitch did you cold. <laughs> yeah. Come in from the cold, Will. We'll go watch Men in Black and we'll remember the 90s when things were good. Yeah. And then you made Wild Wild West and that was the last of the good-ish ones. <laughs> for a long time. Oh, man. Folks, uh, thank you for helping Tits and Art move up again. We're now 146% of our goal. So thank you. Awesome night. Uh, we're going to continue to grow. It's only been a few hours. This project was funded in the first couple of minutes. So thank you for sharing in the excitement. Uh, guys, there's a comment in the down in the comment section of the Indiegogo. And this guy's like, thank you for making this book. I hope every time you do it, it is very successful. And I'm like, thank you. That was such a nice compliment or a nice comment. So... Thank you, man. We appreciate yeah, that. Man, as long as people keep supporting it, you know, we'll keep making them. It's good yeah. to see some positivity on the internet these days. Yeah. Well, we're, when we're you offer people tits, there's, there's going to be positivity. That's true. You know, like the only way you could make tits and art better is if you like sold it with an ice cream cone, and that way you can like <laughs> eat an ice cream cone and read your tits and art book. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd do that. Ice cream's I, great. Ice cream's awesome. We need to, folks. Help us get Tits and Art to the highest goals ever. We'll get a fucking Tits and Art ice cream truck, and I'll drive around the country selling delicious ice cream treats in a Tits and Art van. How does that sound? We'll be really popular around the schools. Wait, no, 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 no. Here, here, here's what we can do. Here's what we can do. What's the ice cream that's in Ohio that that uh, that's really famous? Oh, Graders. There you go. We'll, we'll get we'll, we'll get a Graders truck in the next Whorehound as you as you hand people like you know tubs of ice cream and you know TNA books. Yes. TNA, folks, is a uh, a fun project. Now, remember, uh, you can get that at Indiegogo right now, and you can also uh, follow it uh, all over social media. We're going to be posting about it all the time. I'd like to thank everybody to uh, that has backed it already and thank everybody in the future that's going to get a copy of this uh, fun book delivered to them this holiday season. So anything else yeah, you guys and, want to and, say before we put this? And, okay, cool. Go and remember, and remember to get one, get one or two for your friends as well. Yeah, only the only the ones that deserve it. But you know, just do. You know. Monster Zero yeah. One says, "I'm gonna buy a pint of cookie dough and read it when I get it." <laughs> <laughs> we need a Gritter's ice cream truck in order to have Jeff. Things. I will. I'll get. Look it. Folks, That's what we need. Help, That's us, what we need. <laughs> help us get it to the highest goals possible, and we will buy a Tits and Art ice cream. Well, rent. we should just buy an ice cream truck because we can take it to horror cons across the country. We'll, we'll keep looking. We'll, we'll use the outside art, the classier TNA art. You know, it won't show anything. There are pages in the book that are, you know, completely uncensored, but um, we'll use the higher end, fancier stuff to sell ice cream. What do you think? Think it'll work? Yeah, man, because as long as you're not showing nipples, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. No, no, no. Not on the ice cream. No nipples on the ice cream. <laughs> fair, fair enough. <clears throat> All right, so, folks. Uh, yes, Drunk on Taco says, next book, The Big Book of Booty. Well, shit, I, well, it was just going to be called The Book of Booty, but now it has to be The Big Book of Booty. So I guess it's it'll be the same size as Tits and Art, but it'll yeah. be... Butt focused, it'll be fun. Um, <laughs> Throw a couple of big booties in there. There you go. Yeah. Look, there's a piece that I got. Um, it's done on my end, but it's still getting getting colored, folks. It's based on the Killing Joke. 
So instead of the Joker taking a picture, it's kind of a, a hot woman taking a selfie, but Joker-style colors, and she's got green hair in both places. It's fun. I, I went to my <laughs> one of my best colorists to get the... That's, that's funny. <laughs> well, like, I know this sounds weird, but, like, depending on what I want to get done, I use a specific person. So, like, the guy that did the Teenator is the guy I want to do, or that's going to do the Joker, because he does great skin and leather, or great skin and texture effects. Um, and so I want this Joker piece to have the best-looking skin and all that stuff, so... That's what, so, folks. That's what's exciting about this project too. I get to work with a lot if of you, cool if people. You, if you say skin one, one more time, Ed Gein's gonna pop up. No, Buffalo Jeff's gonna come and eat you up. <laughs> <laughs> Xavier to God, uh, we could, but we won't, uh, folks. Remember, uh, WCBS uh, doesn't kink shame unless that's your thing. Now, Correct. one more from our friend Xavier to God. Fuck Mary, kill. Mary Jane, Gwen, and Betty from the Spider-Man trilogy. Ooh, since you picked the movies, this will be fun. So it's essentially Elizabeth Banks, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, yeah, and uh, 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 Kirsten Dunst. Sorry, I forgot her. <laughs> uh, fuck Elizabeth Banks, Mary, Bryce Dallas Howard, kill Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, I'm. I, yeah, I'll yeah I'll go with that too because I don't like Kirsten Dunst. She always looks terrible. <laughs> very she's blunt never, she's, but honest she's never she's never like like she's never appealed to me sexually i've just been like god you look like you're from a trailer park why are you in why are you in hollywood jesus i um i'm gonna i'm just glad we're all cool with bryce dallas howard she's like this low-key favorite that uh she pops up every once in a while I think she was. She's, they made she's her too really, thin for really Jurassic cute. Park, but she's yeah. very cute. Well, it's it's weird. Like on the Jurassic Park ride, she's a lot thicker, which I I like personally. <laughs> but when you see her nowadays, she's like really gaunt, and I'm just like, and she she was in some. There's some article. She's like, oh, they made me lose all this weight for the movie. I'm like, well, I don't have any comments on that. You're kind of you're stuff, you're a movie star. Back. Yeah, you're a movie yes. star. That's how that shit fucking works. Talk to I talk like to all the people who who were in the MCU MCU movies MCU movies for ten years. Ask them about their fucking diets. <laughs> yeah, you think Thor's happy? Fuck no. <laughs> no, dude, he hated that shit. <laughs> okay, we got one more message from our friend John Thomas. Um, Monty Python: The Unknown Joke, the original Killing Joke. I know oh that god, one I quite well. Skip. Remember that skit? Oh god, I love it. Dude, I got the whole Monty Python box set out in the living room. I got it uh, Black Friday last year. It's and a good it's, watch. It is. It's I, I'll say the Flying Circus is their best work overall. While I enjoy the movies, you know, my, uh, Holy Grail and all that stuff, and The Meaning of Life's my personal favorite, that show just had so much gold come from it. I think it's still the baseline for good comedy these days. Yeah. I would agree. So, <clears throat> they didn't have so to. Folks, they could do it all. Slapstick, just verbal humor. You know, you name it, they did it. And they had Carol Cleveland. Yeah, it's true. Carol Cleavage. Carol Cleavage. All right, folks. We've reached the end of episode 325. This was another very fun night. I'd like to thank everyone who joined us and who made it the success that it was. 
Uh, you'll be seeing a lot more from me on streams and such to promote Tits and Art, TNA, this new book that we've already launched just a few hours ago, and we're 146% of our way there. So thank you for that already. But uh, remember, folks, we can uh, make this, we can all get hard together. We can... <laughs> We can get hardback books, and we can help this cross that big goal. And you're thinking, oh, that's a crazy goal. No, Stealing Solo sold more than that in those print runs, and you can do it again. Uh, this book is big, colorful, full of beautiful women, and it's only 20 bucks. So get one for you, get one for some friends, and the more you get, you can get some bulk shipping deals too. Uh, so for those who are interested in that, just check out the frequently asked questions down below. But um, Nick... Kendo, is there anything you'd like to say before we go? No, Free Yayo. Since Dion's not here. Yeah. He's right here now. Ah, there he is. All right. So, folks, thank you for watching. Be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com.